<laughs> okay, fuck it. Let's start. Uh, we've got uh, this is extended discussion podcast. It's not a podcast. We just chat for like a couple hours about games and PoE and stuff. And introduce yourself, Catmaster. I introduced myself. Okay, yep. well, well, hi guys. Uh, I'm blessed to be on this podcast that Jim invited me long ago to, and I'm uh, the Catmaster. I I'm born in Germany. I lived in the Netherlands for a long time, and eventually decided that that streaming Path of Exile would be a very good idea. And been playing since roughly end of 2K14, Bloodlines League, and uh, yeah, been having a blast. And I'm looking forward to the game becoming a little bit harder. But Do I you... think we'll, we'll talk about those things like eh, some maybe. sort of order. Jim has no. said that he had prepared a document at some point. <laughs> what? Did I lie? I must have uh, lied. Preparation. You said Gog's... something about a document. Oh, I, yeah, I had some things that I wanted to talk about. Gog's really... Hey, Gog, introduce yourself. Gog's really anal about having a discussion, like something important to talk about. Go ahead, Gog. It's all you. Oh, well, so look, I started playing Path of Exile 2013. Um, I never really intended to get into content creation, just had a, um, I was sort of going through a stressful time at my old job 2018 and put together a guide as to how I'd got myself a headhunter in Incursion League and then that just blew up on YouTube and I was like, you know what, let's see if we can make something out of this. So, yeah, here I am now, you know, putting out, putting out YouTube videos, sort of starting to break into streaming on Twitch um what else would i say about myself australian as well uh also like jim probably about equally crazy uh and do sometimes i'll play mean build sometimes i'll play something a bit more serious depends on the mood i'm in at the start of the league sweet uh gog's really good with numbers and stuff he's like anytime i do anything farming wise and i want to like validate me actually doing something with my life i send all the data to gog and be like can you make this like make sense in a mathematical way so to prove that i didn't waste my time just farming something stupid but yeah gog's really uh, he's, he does a lot of um like yeah breakdowns and stuff it's super interesting so you should totally I've seen some check some youtube him out. videos very productive at times oh yeah it's been crazy the last 24 hours <laughs> last one's laddie laddie say something just so i know what you sound like I was trying to find the, the intro from the last one we did, so I was just going to put that on the screen. Uh, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do? you want me to do like an intro intro, or what do you want? We well, live, we're live, right? Yeah, it's, okay. we're live in some or degree, just, apparently. Just on my channel, that doesn't matter. But you're still going to edit this, or no? Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to leave that's it fine. free for him. Fucking lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Alright, yeah, so I'm I'm Lighty. That's my last name. My name's Matt Lighty. That's why I hate use my actual name. One of the few. Um, I play Path of Exile. I have for since the beta that was posted on the uh, Diablo 2 forums 45 years ago. And uh, yeah, I got a series on YouTube. I stream every day. It's my full-time job now. And uh, I collect uniques. That's about it. I mean, it's a good thing to have because it's a never-ending job. Yep. Oh shit, that's a good starting point. I mean, we could start at Expedition if you really want to, but I just want to go really quickly into like, you know how uh, Ultimatum, they were constantly, like one of the main selling points of Ultimatum is, hey, you're shaking your head. Do you want to talk about Expedition? Just tell me what you want to do. The main thing I was going to say is, what's your opinion on fucking the ultimate rarity of Ultimatum uniques and whatnot? Like they're not coming back. 
They're gone, as far as we know. Well, they're they're going to come back. Every league has always gone core eventually in some way. But it, it's it's like actually atrocious, the rarity of Ultimate Uniques from the perspective of Soul Cell Phone. So today on stream, I, I we clocked it on uh, MapWatch. I ran over 5,000 maps this league. So it's just been like so much mapping. And it's, on average, uh, roughly 30,000 Ultimatum waves. I'm still missing half of the Uniques in this league. And... It's like atrocious. I'm missing the one that comes from like I'm missing the shield that you can get in quarry. Like if it's just statistically it's insane because I haven't gotten these yet. Um, I've killed over thirty trial masters, like <laughs> I've still not gotten the scepter or the, the gloves. So it's just it's very frustrating from not even a perspective of collecting uniques, but from like an accessibility perspective for a new player. Like not everyone needs a hate porch, obviously. But you should at least be able to engage with the content and to have a mechanic that is so disgustingly rare that often people similar to Abyss League or similar to Beastiary Boss in the Beastiary League can do level 95 on multiple characters and never engage with the endgame content. You know, if you're working like a job or have kids and like you play an hour a day, that's like totally inaccessible. So I think you have to really define what, from a game development perspective, what you want the player to experience that is your quote unquote average player, which is a very big conversation considering recent nerfs to various things in uh, Expedition, like what perspective you want to give the average player of your game. Well, I just think on that, that the question of what is the average player is so, like, is such a uh, loaded question usually. Hard, it's hard to nail down. If you want to take about the most exclusive content that has ever existed in Path of Exile, it was Uberatsuri at release. Now, I was semi-casual at the time, you know, I was sort of getting to tier three, tier four maps were about the highest I could do deathless regularly at that point. Uh, I had no chance of beating normal at three. That was cool. I thought it was fantastic that you had this boss that was like 10 levels harder than anything I could get to. I thought it was like, oh, wow, there's something to aspire towards getting better to beat because I needed to get a lot better uh, in order to be able to uh, even beat normal at three. Um, likewise, when uh, Eternal Labyrinth came out, you know, I was like, oh, gee, last league I needed to carry through Merciless Lab. By the, by the point um, Eternal Lab was out, I didn't need to carry through Merciless Lab anymore, but I felt Merciless Lab was about at the limits of my abilities. Um, and, like, I thought, this is cool. Like, there's something, you know, there's something to aspire to getting better for. On the rarity question of uh, Trial Master, like, it's just objectively more common than Ashabi was in the, in the um, Harvest League. Harvest was one about one per 125 maps to get a Shabi. So you'd have 100 for the actual countdown, then you'd have 25 or so to get your uh, bar back up to full to start the pro spawning process and restart that 100 countdown. Uh, if you are always attempting ultimatums and not failing them, then the Trial Master is two and a half times more common than a Shabi was. Uh, you know, assuming you're doing tier 14, 15 and 16 maps. Uh, the thing is that people roll their maps hard uh, if you're close to endgame, and that was the problem with the Trial Master mechanics. The correct way to find the Trial Master was to scour your maps. The correct scour way to find the Trial Master was to run red maps rolled poorly, is what you're saying. That is it. I ran them white. I ran 5,000 maps white. 14, All 15, 16 scoured. Yep. Yeah. You can't do that in the beginning of the league. You don't you can't. think that's not a problem, though? Don't do it until you've got, uh, until you've got like, um, until you've got like 120, 130 uh, uh, Atlas bonus. Um, 
Hey, uh, and go. Shit. Yep. You can almost sustain it, and you'll have enough of a map pool that you can afford the loss. Your point of like the Adziri thing, I think there's a, there's a distinction to be made between difficulty of the boss and accessibility. Like, you could have fought Uber Adziri or regular Adziri, even if you couldn't have completed it. You had the access to just purchase the fragments. I think it's the distinction to be made there because I can't, you can't objectively just go purchase a trial master in the same way. That's true, but you couldn't, uh, like, I couldn't have, I couldn't have, the fragments weren't enough. I would have needed to carry past both the Twin Vile Oversouls and right, but the, you still could buy it. You can buy it. Like, the option is on the table, which it wasn't for Trial Master. I mean, you can spect you can spectate the fight dead, uh, you know, assuming that you get a carry to to fight you through all of the trash monsters in the zone, yeah. You can experience the fight without having an expectation of being able to complete it. Yeah, I think that's, to me, that's, like, the frustrating part. It is also, like, if you say it's 100 and... 25 maps on average to complete a shabby. There's like uh, a ceiling to that, which is you you could you know your progress. Versus if you just got I'm no statistic major, but if you just got unlucky, statistic, like you know a little bit or a lot of bit on trial master and you ran 500 maps and didn't see them, that level of like demoralizing is pretty rough for a player. So your odds of not getting it in uh, like without actually doing the numbers, it's it's one in eight of the ten roughly. Uh, so let me just, uh, I'll tab into a calculator. And... No, that my, my biggest streak was a little over 600 maps without seeing it. And that was, that was like a, a rough week. <laughs> I'm not seeing any trial matching the entire week. So it should be one in 22,000 to not see the, uh, to run 500 maps, never failing an ultimatum, never walking from an ultimatum because of the prize. Uh, what I think was causing people to perceive the trial master as rarer was that, that there seemed to be a bias towards getting good intermediate prizes the times that you got the trial master. Uh, and a lot of people walked when they got Mixalt. That meant that you probably had a Trial Master uh, who was going to offer you 5 or 10x. But people were like, ooh, I, I only just beat that Wave 7 where I got the Exalt. I'm going to walk with it. And... Do you think it's a good design? Um, no, because of the issues with wanting to scale maps. I, I think that instead of having a 2% base chance, it should have been something something like 1% base plus 0.25% per map mod. Then that'd be fine. I'd this much is... rather that was stupid splinter mechanic. It's the part where I realised that I know nothing about maths. I'm just like glazing well, over me. If you were doing 8 mod maps, uh, it'd be 2% if you elked a map and it had 4 mods, so it'd be no different on 4 mods. But 5 and 6 mod maps are pretty common when you're elking maps. I mean uh, like, the math... The... As far as I know, the maths between Chaos Drops and the maths between you getting an endgame item or you getting an endgame boss is the same every league, they just change the game mechanics. So it's whether you can't encounter a Trial Master unless you stick around the entire time and the fact that you can't get it. Like, spinning it back to excavate uh, Expedition League, current league, you can encounter a boss randomly in a map, right? And you can get it randomly on a map item, right? They're the two ways that we can encounter a boss, yeah. I'd I'd read it as being only in the only in expeditions version of blighted maps, like the I think it's the logbook journals, was that the correct name for them? Yeah, so like if assuming that the chance of you getting it on a blighted map is the same as you getting it in Ultimatum League, but the fact that you can see that it's there and know that like if you drop a logbook on the floor, you know that logbook has a boss on it compared to you've got an exalt in ultimatum and you're just going to take it and run and you don't you miss out. Like, do you think it's a better design knowing up front that if you're going to skip a boss, you know you're skipping a boss? 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think that's the issue that people had with um, with Ultimatum was just that people would people would walk both on runs that were biased towards having a trial master, and that created a bias against getting the trial master when it did roll for you. It was everyone's best loot off a trial master? Not not the actual unique drop or anything, just the actual window display for Wave Ten. Uh, one exalted orb. Like yeah, I don't think I ever even found one exalted orb. Uh, yeah, my best one was like a rare that I actually used. An 80x bow base. Early on, and I used them a long time. At a very good rare, uh, it was a veiled item. I mean, I it's used... it's not coming back. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, like I used from like 70 to 90. What you... boots that had like two excellent resists, and the are they unveiled? Uh, 30% plus 12% conditional move speed. What'd you get, Catmaster? My best trial master? I only had three trial masters. Not your trial masters. But like, uh, you're just from the ultimatum loot. Like, what was the best thing you got? Oh, I thought from the ultimatum loot for the trial master, like from the 10th, what's, what's your best 10th yeah. wave loot? Oh, that's what we're talking about? Oh, fuck. I don't even remember. Did I ever killed the trial master? No, you don't do maps, Yosis. I mean, I you don't have to, to kill the trial master. <laughs> I thought you just mentioned generic best loot. Honestly, you asked the question and my brain started thinking about ritual, because that's all I did in Ultimatum, was farm ritual. Fuck the actual expansion or whatever the hell. But yeah, in case you're asking best of all the waves, then I think like six links and uh, I think I had an X, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. And I, but like the thing was that the average was quite high on it. So like I really frequently was getting five chaos, like and those five chaoses added up a lot more than oh, yeah. a, like you could they could have rebalanced it somewhat so that you got uh less consistency in loot and more explosive top end stuff. Uh but I think they chose to go with more consistency. And it's funny how people didn't like people didn't seem to see the the four x uh, the sorry the four c's the five c's the one x one x shard uh all of that as being as significant as it was mm. i think it would have been interesting if the four c ish loot drops were made 10 times rarer and the exalts were made 10 times more common uh i think you would have found that the expected value of a trial master spawn would have probably dropped a bit but there would have been more of those oh wow moments because people when they look at ultimatum and the like the queue of items they aren't looking and counting everything and adding it all up they're just looking at the biggest item they get they go i did that ultimatum all i got was two x shards that was crap and they don't know they got 80 c worth of junk that they can sell in leading up to it and to be honest like if you're getting two x shards from every time you engage with a league mechanic like that's that's more than the the than any anything other than like um pre-nerf heist yeah and pre-nerf heist was so extreme that it uh, warped uh, that it warped the league economy and made the exalted shards worth a lot less. Like, was ultimate? I'm sorry to be talking about. Ult I invite everyone to a podcast. Hey, let's talk about this. Hey, there's a new league out, guys. It's coming out soon. It's called Expedition. Anyway, I got some questions about and ultimatum for to, you. To be fair, you said it was going to be a five-hour podcast anyway, so it's oh, yeah. to talk the first hour about ultimatum. It's yeah, a shit show. Tell people it's going to be five hours until they're already. Until no, it's too late. I told everyone here different numbers so that if someone leaves halfway through, it doesn't matter. We can just end it there. Well. <laughs>
the podcast is going to last as long as Catmaster can stand up, like stand for it. Like as soon as he gets tired and like is sick of this shit, we'll just end it there. No, that main reason I brought up Ultimatum was Ultimatum League seemed more like a quality of life league in quotes. It was like Ultimatum, it's there, but here's all this quality of life we're adding. And the reason why I brought it up is I wanted to ask you if you thought any of the quality of life actually had an effect on you. Like for me, the only thing I remember from Ultimatum League was I can seal temples. Cool. Oh, sealing temples is great. And the the lab running stuff, like in the, oh, end right. of the lab, the yeah. enchants. That's super huge. Not only that you get three, but that you actually, that you actually get to see it before you apply it. Did you so run more labs? Like the stuff is that it actually sort of killed off. Like not that I was ever into lab farming, so I don't mind the fact that this playstyle is dead now, but lab farming seems to be something that at least in a trade league perspective is dead now uh it's not that there's none of it happening but uh there's a lot of a fair amount of lab farming and lab farming is one of those things where the fewer people do it the more lucrative it is the, the yeah. more incentive there is for people to do it and so there will always be a certain subset of the population doing that especially if you think about the the top end labs like the harvest enchanted labs that give you more in um more enchants yeah. Where you can get up to seven enchants, I believe, or something like that. That's really yeah. lucrative. If you have a good character that can consistently complete it and not waste the offerings, then I, or what is it, gifts or I don't know the yeah. name of that specific one, but yeah, that one's yeah, that's, that's super worth. The uh, like the thing that I've noticed though is that like you go back to say Legion, uh, Legion League. Now I wasn't doing um, doing this, but I was sort of watching the league economy, and I noticed a couple of weird things happen in it. Uh, I noticed that Enchanted Fossils shot up to 13C. I noticed that uh, Shaped Vile Masks shot up to one and a half, two exalts. It uh, didn't matter what the what the uh, eye level of the base was. I was kind of curious what this was, and I did some digging and found out that there was someone who'd worked out that if you got either the Tornado Shot or the Power Siphon Enchant on a Vile Mask, uh, you, know, you could deterministically uh, trash treasure into Fractal Thoughts. And those enchants on fractal, uh, those enchants on fractal thoughts were selling for one, one and a half mirrors, at that point. Uh, and so you had there were two types of people that were doing this. There were people who were running labyrinth, uh, just taking the one in a thousand shot at getting a, a mirror and a half. Uh, well, sorry, two in a thousand shot because there were two different win conditions, and there were a bunch of other fifty exalt hits as well. Uh, nowadays you find that the expected value of a lab is is lower actually than just that sort of as what was essentially three one thousandths of a mirror um yeah i think that was something like um i think it was about 0.75 x per run that you would average when you were enchanting that was sorry that was per enchant spent so if you had um twice enchanted it was one and a half x per run on average now a huge amount of rng in that but that was what people were doing back then there is no way you are making 1.5x per twice enchanted eternal labyrinth run right now. You might make 1.5x per uh, early league hardcore trade, probably. I'm not sure about softcore trade. I don't know how fast the market run inflates. Eternity shroud in hardcore. A lot of the time, <laughs> the, the shape stuff was just for bling because it only added an exalt to the price. Uh, there oh, weren't many. I was, I was using not Eternity about that specific example. X stacking. Like, he could do it, but it was a rare build. I'm a casual. 
uh, yeah. in the sense of what I can do, not in the sense of my playtime. And there's people out there that are casuals in playtime and what they can do. There's a lot of them. That's why they're casuals. And I had a casual... This is not a derogatory slurm. Uh, I had a casual message me and be like, I'm really looking forward to running lab this league. And I was really do enjoying doing it previously. It's like there's a lot of people who are suddenly yeah. doing this thing that seemed like it was impossible to make a lot of money off of because it's an RNG crapshoot and you have to be like, have a really good character and run really fast and know what the fuck you're doing. It, it's weird that there's a balance slash quality of life change that actually benefits the little guy. I mean, sure, some people like, lab running's less good now because uh, I can't run 10,000 and guarantee eventually to get a tornado shot in shit. Like, the, the, the jewels either. The jewels are like super fucked. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. I mean, wait, can you get that RNG now? Is, did that get balanced or? Yeah. No. It's RNG. Yeah, I think that's a good change. Is that not a good change? Like benefiting more I mean, people? I ran, I ran 200 Harvest Labs this league and didn't see one. That feels rough. Yeah, they're, they're meant to be chase items is the thing. Like if, it, if something's intended as a chase item, it's not going to be available in SSF except for the obsessed or the, or the very lucky. Yeah. Um, that's... But, yeah, like I think it's they've taken away a lot of the jackpot potential with the lab changes. Uh, I think for people that aren't interested in lab farming, it's it is definitely a positive. Uh, and I was never interested in lab farming, so it didn't bother me. I just that I thought that it did, it did severely wreck one particular play style, uh, which is you know it, it's gonna happen. It just I mean, look party. at this league. Fuck all your play styles. Maybe we don't know yet. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Well, I, I, I tried, I tried the seven enchant yeah. harvest gift lab mm -hmm. one time on stream. Mm -hmm. I uh, the first thing I encountered was one of those fire nova totems. One tick of one fire nova cast one shot my character at the very beginning of it, and I was like, I guess I can't do it. Are they not like life percentage based, or is it just flat damage and stuff? I think they're monster level based. Those uh. ones. That Life percentage is the traps and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Everything that's like everything that's bladed in some way is life percentage. Are uh, the fire fire heated on the ground is life percentage, but I don't think the ones that inflict hits uh, that aren't spikes are uh, percentage. Sentinel traps. Yep. Okay, thumbs up or thumbs down, Yosis. You're just gonna have to tell me because no one knows what you looks like. Looks like. No one knows what you look like. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Did you enjoy Ultimatum? Like, like, like this, maybe. Catmaster, what do you think? Oh, wait, right. Uh, I forgot that I, like, now put this on, like, non-video platforms. So you're probably gonna have to tell me as well. Most people, consensus looks like two thumbs up and two, like, average. It's It makes sense uh, that the two people... And Yosis, you're the tiebreaker. What do you... What do you... I, I only made one character this league, and I didn't design it to be able to interact with Ultimatum, so my opinion shouldn't matter. It should matter. You're the majority of the player base in PoE, the people who can't do the content. Did you uh, like Ultimatum's it? Ultimatum's too hard, couldn't get to the ninth wave at any point, uh, didn't interact with the content beyond grabbing five chaos worth of rewards at the beginning. So you you liked it? On average, <laughs> if you suck at the game, it was more rewarding than most league mechanics, but it wasn't at all exciting. It was just, oh no, I'm gonna die, I'd better only do one wave. And I walked past it 90% of the time. That makes sense. Like a breach or something, you could bop it and kill it to, till like, you get your extra like density and stuff if you're crap at the game. Like, oh, and then I just die, peace I, out. I got one splinter, fine. 
But this is like your guaranteed locked-in death. Although you could run, couldn't you? You could, you could sleep you could the area. Yeah, you can run to end it, but most of the time you don't have time to react unless yeah. your character is specifically designed to be able to run away from an ultimatum. Mostly you're going to get stunlocked or something and die. Yeah, ailments will get you. Like, you'll get frozen. You know what I mean to phrase, you'll, you'll die. My character was immune to almost everything. It just wasn't tanky enough to survive 50 billion enemies during the wind-up for its slam. Was there a complaint in Heist that there wasn't enough mobs? I don't believe so. I uh, couldn't do, you couldn't say that about Heist. It was um, the Heist themselves were super dense. It depends on the way. like on the escape, you could abuse it at one point for XP farming. It was a crazy amount of experience. You yeah, still can do that. It's just it's being nerfed to the point that it's uh, that it's yeah, not not especially better than Matt. I think it's sort of comparable to like. Um, Chayula's charge breach thing is charged the plus one upgrade. I don't know. But uh, anyways, like so. a Chayula breach thing that's had a single Chayula's, um, that's had a single upgrade applied to it, not not two or three, like three being pure. Uh, one of those f is about the same XP as doing like fairly min maxed uh, Grand Heist running, but the Grand Heist will drop you a shitload of loot. Do you play hardcore Catmaster? Um, Consistently? Mostly, but I do. I did play Badgers private league. I only had an SSF HC. I only had one trial master, and that was when I uh, <laughs> when I played CI Deaths of Occultist. Which, since the addition of the life tap support gem, is actually the inferior version of the build. So right. uh, yeah, I I went in because I was like, okay, I'm streaming, and this is my only trial master so far, so I have to go in for the content. But I died, and then I had two trial masters in Badger's Private League, which is a softcore group found experience kind mm -hmm. of team-based thing. And uh, there, I had two trial masters, and I I died to all of them. How <laughs> so I was many... I managed to get the trial master fine the first time. Yeah, for just... me, it was just always the 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 map mods were so hard, and I was not playing yeah. an optimal build, and I should have bailed out. But like every time, I was like, okay, now nah, I'm gonna do it just to learn the fight worst case scenario then at least i know what i'm in for next time yeah map mods and trial master didn't mix that was that was the whole thing of last league was that map mods just map mods and ultimatum encounters did not mix well what about As the fact that it has no portals yeah one shot yeah one Again, attempt with map mods it's like if what, you... a, what other boss mechanic in path of exile has one attempt with no yeah, that's really unique. Board. You also can't transfer it to another character, like even the SSF when you just yourself. Like, yeah, it'd be like my character. character my character was specifically designed to one-shot bosses, but he could not get to the trial master because being sp uh, specifically yeah. designed to one-shot bosses is not good for clear speed. Yeah, there's some you can't transfer, and I uh, delve. There's untransferable ones, but uh... but you could you could redo delve infinitely for bosses though. Yeah, assuming that you can get to the boss, you can you can transfer them. Trial Master is like if there were no breach stones in Breach, and to get a Chayula item, you had to encounter Chayula randomly in a Breach and kill him there, because if you left, he'd be gone. And don't forget that, similar to Chayula fighting in a Breach, Trial Master does not have a guaranteed unique route. And he can just run away. And not as... yeah, Chayula... Uh, like, I mean, given that I played during Breach League, Chayola in a breach in that league like before we had the atlas passives that was staggeringly rare because i remember i got i got Chayola early a lot of people were sitting at 39 challenges in breach without Chayola. 
I took forever to find Ulnatol. Uh, I did end up finding Ulnatol in a breach. Uh, the other three I got pretty easily. Uh, and then I wound up being like one of the only people with less than 36 challenges that had the, uh, that had the, um, the thing to kill all five, or to hit, to encounter all five breach lords inside their, uh, inside a map. Okay. That was really rare. That was like, I think, um, maybe, uh, five or six times rarer than the trial master was to get Chayola. Look at you being good at the game, like a prick. I wasn't good at the game, Rich. Another thing I will say about Ultimatum, Ultimatum is the first league that I have not gotten even 24 challenges. I got 12 challenges in Ultimatum. Oh, God, get 24 for the Vile Toucan. You've got time. I can help you in Trade League. Oh, what? Uh, you underestimate how few challenges I have. Yeah, but I can carry you through stuff. If you've got a character in Trade League, then just after this, you know, and I'll... How many you... maps would I have to do? Because I'm pretty sure it's like 100. Yeah, but you yeah, just like portal like, in for the boss like kill. But you can have you can have someone carry you if you if you just got a character, or I can just give you all the gear you need to get there. Slipgog a couple of exalts and he'll carry you to a hundred map boss kills and get you a toucan pet. It's not specifically the hundred map bosses. It's the um, I'd have to have a, I did a whole bunch of discussion on it earlier, but uh, like I think from memory the the progression point that you got to Eternal Lab was about your twelve challenge mark. Uh, and 24 took like a couple of hundred maps and a little bit of focus stuffing around. So, let me give you some perspective. This is the character that I one-shot the Shaper with, and I had 10 challenges until two days ago, and to get the 12 challenges, the 12th challenge that I did, I checked all of the challenges, and I'm like, which one is the fastest so I can get to 12? The one that was the fastest was a uh, vendor recipe for Jade Flask. So I had the three flasks in, in my stash, and I used all of my alts, all of my augs, all of my transmutes, all of my portal scrolls at the vendor to get Jade Flask, and that was my total Someone challenge. Someone forgot the 5-for-1 magic item recipe, didn't they? I five didn't have one. any Jade Flasks. Maybe you trade for them. I don't want to trade for How do you get to Shaper on 10 flasks? challenges? You're those people that see trading buying like an ADX item or something, and they've got three challenges. People call you a bot, you know that, right? <laughs> My character's budget was like an exalt. <sighs> Yosis fucking gremlin. Sorry, I saw a picture of a gremlin. I just I didn't wasn't calling you a gremlin. You're you're playing. You can you're, call me a gremlin if you want. You're on a different level, and that level is like really low sub basement. But he's doing his own thing and he's having a great time. Anyway, uh, sorry about that. You want to talk about expedition? Yes. We don't have to. We can talk about like gardening if you want, like. At this point, I'm just here to fuck with people. I mean, I like I like how everyone's calling it ex excavation. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's an excavating league, and it starts with X. It's it sounds better. There's no way it wasn't it's called excavation. Oh shit! I didn't even think of that. Path of Exile expansion expedition expansion. <gasps> X. Oh. Just e -X. Why are they, why are they called, called, uh, are they called cowgirls? Yeah, the Calgurian. Cowgirls, yeah. They should have just yeah, expectations exactly. Oh yeah, expecto patronum. So, what are your expectations of Expedition League? Uh, you think it's going to be good? Talking the expedition content specifically, or the other changes happening, the other stuff that's happening at the same time. Expedition content specifically. 
I don't even know how you answer that. You're the one who wanted the prompt. Here you go. Yeah, the uh, the thing that I think will be really strange, like, will be you're going to really have to pay attention to what you set off with the dynamite because of the hard, like, the thing, the mechanics that hard brick builds, like the monsters, monsters in this zone gain immunity to physical damage if you detonate Wild certain spots. That's gonna, I kind of think that they should be, they should have gone with like. 96%, 97% damage reduction. It's a, it's a big fuck you mechanic. <laughs> I mean, Most it just people. means you've got to. It means you've got to pay attention, which will be interesting. But I think the soccer to fist to lightning. If Poe players mess it up, and you really right. want to get the kill. Poe players are known to pay attention to what they're doing when they play the well, game. Right? Be funny. There are going to be some really funny moments with that where someone's like, uh, you know, like the same as like there's always a streamer that dies to reflect in, um, you know, in every every league where people are playing hardcore and it's like it's just funny it's like it's True. i know i make stupid mistakes too but i know that i'm going to make stupid mistakes so i play in softcore so players constantly want like there's there's quarry farming and then players go oh, i hate the fact that there's low level content in this league like why not make it rewarding to get to the hard maps and then make it make in, encourage people to get to the end of the atlas before get good in loot and then they put that in in ultimatum and then people go oh it's rng and it's really hard and all this stuff so that they're removing the fact that the you have to actually roll the logbooks yourself to get the world like the logbook oh my god i can't word good the boxes that you blow up with your expedition charges or whatever the fuck they're called have little modifiers on them that say this one gives you double loot for all the monsters and all the chests but it also does this they're taking the thing that you put on ultimatums previously from a map modifier that people didn't read, and they're putting him on the actual fucking box. Hopefully people are actually going to read it this time and not complain that the game's over-tweaked, is what I'm trying to say. Probably not, though. People, people won't read it. People are still mean, just yeah, going to... It will be hilarious when they lose encounters because of it, and it will just be like one of those things where it's like, you dug your own grave there, and that's just fine. With dynamite. You can take a break from making fun of Ziz and make fun of them instead. Exactly. Can you lose an encounter? That that's a question. I'm not exactly sure. You you can like you need to kill only Run the monsters that spawn from a specific node to unlock the rewards there. Are right? there portals even? Yeah, oh, there's the... portals. Six portals. Well, on the logbooks and then the other memory. ones are in your maps. And is that like yeah. abyss depths or something? There was there's a map encounter where when you die you respawn in the map so you don't waste a map portal. It's strong uh, boxes, but trials? redesigned. That's all it is. So if you open well, really scary yeah. strong boxes in a map, you've got your portals in your map to get back in. Otherwise, yeah. that's it. Wow, look at that! Strong box league. We've we done it. We've we covered everything. Really <laughs> like strong yeah. boxes. Like I really yeah. like it's it for the fact right. that it's... Open one and it opens all the ones around them. Or at least all the ones that you wanted to open around it. You like it for the fact of what, Catmaster? That it's like a combination of like I don't know. For me, it's like Legion and Blight or Harvest or and Abyss because it's kind of build your own Abyss, where like in Legion you unlock the rewards that you do want to unlock, and you pick your your risk and your reward scenario kind of by by selecting what you unlock. But you have to place infrastructure like in Blight or in Harvest in order to to do that. So it's like it has aspects quite of all the amalgamation of, of like previous leagues. It's a monstrous treasure map where you get 50 strong boxes. You can only open 10 and you have to click them in order and then press a button to open them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's just reskinned. They're just reusing assets. They're not. They're making very pretty assets like that. No, they're definitely reusing assets because the, oh, the new the, shield ability. Yeah, and the uniques. Saw, it's, it's just three Aegis Auroras stacked on top of each other. 
We've seen an image of that. I know a guy that we were watching the uh, the live stream or whatever, and hanging out in Discord, and everyone's typing their live reactions. And as soon as that shield ability came up, he's like, "Oh, oh I'm gonna play!" Oh, just losing his mind. So he's he's already like theory crafting his really shitty shield build. But yeah, nice. I, I want to see that work though. Seriously, like you can have you can have spectral shield throw in a pseudo like as a clear skill in a pseudo five link somewhere and have your six link be that um slap you over the head new skill use an armor evasion uh use an armor evasion shield because they'll have the maximum possible numbers i think there's some potential there should armor and evasion or armor or evasion uh armor uh, and evasion shield because you can get a or. shield that rolls it rolls like plus 400 armor and evasion and then it yeah. rolls like plus 100 percent armor and evasion so they stack yeah, yeah, it's higher potential if it's if it's a hybrid. Sure, the, the ability says per armor or evasion. Yeah, it's just that the cap is higher if you use a hybrid shield. Oh, okay, uh, that's what you're saying. Because you, of just the mechanics of them, the numbers on them. Yeah. Um, and then you probably want to use it with uh, iron reflexes and molten shell. Sounds like a plan with that. Maybe Speaking I just like molten shell. So. Uh, speaking of Molten Shell, uh, so they're adding mana costs to triggered gems. Yep. And so I just, I'm really hoping this, I want this more than anything. I want the mana cost to interact with Skull's Bridle. Don't. Because if the <laughs> mana cost interacts with Skull's Bridle, I can recreate Spellicopter with Casper Damage Taken, and I want that so badly. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be hilarious. That would be that would be fantastic if they do that. They can't. They can't have fucked it so bad that Spellslinger, Mjolnir, Cospreys, Maloney's all that shit. Uh, so I'm pretty cost. sure item skills and Spellslinger specifically will not have an additional mana cost. I hope so. I suspect but, they uh, might have crit, what? Cast and damage taken mana cost. They may have a mana cost, but a better low one. We'll just have to find out. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the Arschan Helm has a significant, like, has some significant mana cost on it, because it's like once every four seconds, isn't it? I think it's four four seconds. Probably wouldn't be used then, but that's cool. Well, yeah, I think you find that the idea of reserving a hundred percent of your mana and still being able to, uh, still being able to trigger spells is probably going away, but reserving ninety percent of your mana and it will probably still work. Blood magic. We'll all just get plugged in. Yeah, life tap will get used anyway. Yeah, life tap will get used there. Is life tap the one with the little hand things? I didn't use any of the new blood skills. Oh, it's blood magic for uh, for non. What's the one with the little hand thing on your health bar? Oh, petrified uh, blood. Petrified blood. Yeah. What's that do? Am I late to the part? I don't know. What, I don't know. This it's still confusing, was. to be fair. Yeah. Uh, basically, it, it caps your life recovery at 50%, so you'll never recover above that unless you use a flask. And there's some convoluted uh, damage taken later mechanic where you can sort of take less damage. Put your damage on layaway. <laughs> Just take, you, yeah, as long as you have strong damage. recovery, it's technically damage reduction. If you would take 1,000 damage now, instead you take you lose 6... Oh, sorry, if you would lose 1,000 life to damage now, you instead lose 600 now, plus some percentage of the other 400 later, over spread over four seconds. Percentage depends on gem level. 
I'm glad I've got two people here that know what they're doing, and Catmaster and Lighty that are also here. I'm just I'm just throwing out a desk while I praise some people. What's your opinion on wards and why is it not shit? Done a video on this. Um, I I highly disagree with that. Ward is just energy shield at worst. Yeah. yeah because um, it's all gone after one hit for five seconds. So there's yeah. two so if you can stack ward for free on top of your energy shield, that's good. If you have it in replacement of energy shield, like they showed on those items, energy shield is just better because what is more health if not a flat damage reduction, and you can recover energy shield faster. So there's a couple of reasons that I don't completely agree with that. The first one is that ward has ward appears to have higher numbers than energy shield does. Hubris circlet has a 76 energy shield. Uh, the ward helmet has 137 that is comparable minimum level. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is that energy shield has offers no mitigation for chaos damage under normal circumstances. Uh, ward will. The third thing is that energy shield is ruined by damage over time. So if you're running blood rage, uh, then you don't have any benefit from an energy shield buffer normally. Uh, whereas damage over time completely ignores ward. I think, broadly speaking, uninvested energy shield is superior to uninvested ward if the numbers are the same. Uh, but I think that given that the numbers are higher on ward, I think that there may there will be a niche for, for ward. Uh, and it is particularly good in situations where, there, where you are expecting to suffer damage over time that does not hit. Uh, in that situation, if the damage over time, you know, the fact that it will bypass your ward without triggering it, uh, then means that your ward is still there for when the big hit comes. Uh, I don't um, think it's a fantastic mechanic, but I do think it will be used. All very good points, and I have to say, as a softcore player, I forgot that chaos damage existed for a second. Ah. <laughs> Gog's the kind of person who will defend and make a crushed build based on ritual bases. Why do you think no, they added... No, 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 I will not. <laughs> based on ritual bases, I might be insane, but that is like, that is crossing the line. What were you gonna say, Laddie? Why, why ward? Just why? Why would they add ward? Or because... defensive mechanics? Because people are gonna complain, like, oh, I have less damage, therefore mods are alive longer, therefore uh, my defense. To confuse are bad players, because, because people are gonna try and dip into multiple pools and suffer for it. I just think you know it's where people are I like, I want you to go for a cat master. No, no, I, I'm just quickly. I'm gonna let you talk, and then I'll come back when when you all out of the things that you wanted to say. I'm paying attention. I can see when people like cheap. start a sentence and then cut it off. Just, just, just go talk over him. Fuck him. What is it? Okay, you know what I find interesting about the addition of war. Anyway, I'm gonna talk about my favorite type of cheese. Go ahead. Tell <laughs> us. Tell us. What do you find interesting? Is that they wrote that the monsters that uh, you excavate, uh, that you expedite, or whatever. Mm. Those monsters don't have armor evasion or energy shield, but they have ward instead, which means that those monsters will... I mean, it sounds to me like they, they will suffer more damage from small physical hits than the, the average monster, and they will basically be behave as if you had resolute technique because they can't evade if they don't have evasion. So th that's interesting to me. It's like they, they're gonna be a... yeah, so weird, you're, what you're saying is ward is put in the game specifically for monsters to use so that yosis comes along with his one hit build one hits and it hits a ward and then they're like well know you and then they stab him exactly yes, absolutely yeah. shit 
The perfect counter. Good thing my, if, if my Skull's Bridal thing works out, I will be constantly shooting out 10 damage spells. Nice. And melting yes, so surface. If people are interested in a bit of a thought experiment, though, I just suggest imagine you have a trillion armor on one character, a trillion evasion on another, a trillion energy shield on a third, and a trillion ward on a fourth, and you'll see that the weakest of those will be the trillion ward. But that, um, you know, energy shield is clearly the strongest. All the trillion armor because it hard cap or soft caps. I used 20% mitigation against this. Yeah, trillion uh, evasion, you will 1 in 20 hit, right? Correct. Yeah. But what if you if you had a trillion armor and you just get hit with one chaos damage? Then you take one damage. What if you have one life? Oh well, learn yourself. But you probably don't. You probably have like six thousand or so. Does Catmaster have um, wireless headphones? Anyway, uh... now that Catmaster has left his desk. Oh shit! Yes, uh, I do. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, you keep going. Whatever you were gonna say, shit, he does. So what's your saying about Catmaster again? What was that I was saying about Catmaster? I was saying now that he's no longer at his computer and he's the only one who's happened to be streaming, let's all plug our streams. Go sub me, Slippery Jimmy, at Twitch. And then Gog I is recently... I haven't streamed in two months. Joseph hasn't streamed in two months. Gog is, like, totally getting into, like, being a PoE content creator. You should go follow him as well. Or sub. <laughs> Fuck Laddie. He doesn't need it. Is it? I, I don't. I feel like that's an invitation for me to also jokingly tease, but I, I just want to say that I'm honored to be on this podcast with all of you, and I wouldn't be here if I didn't think that you're all uh, content creators that I would like my viewers to check out and to like and subscribe and whatnot. You're honored to be on this podcast. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, have you seen how many views these get? Hey, now I'll have you know I made eighty cents on the last I podcast, mean... and it only went for five hours. Yeah, show, show me the ball. I don't you think had. view numbers indicate quality in general. Show the what? Catmaster, uh, where's the bottle you had? I want to see the bottle again. I saw it on the side of the screen. Is it Mexican I Coke? Just, I just want to. Where's the bottle? I want to see the bottle. This is my homemade. Uh, like this is my homemade Sprite stuff. Hey man. Basically. Cheers. Like. Cheers, oh. brother. Cheers. <laughs> this is syrup. This is like sugar with yeah, water yeah, and lemon syrup. juice. I'm Cheers, uh, got home. I need to mix it down with water. Pringles. I'll just drink it straight. This is caffeine because it's quarter past nine on a Saturday morning. Yosis is holding up his, like, clay mug he drinks from, but no one can tell. Or something. Jim also has a caffeine yeah. problem, same as me, with the same solution. I, I refill this, you don't know what's in here. Ah. Fuck Nestle. Oh, there we go. Got rid of like 80% of possible sponsors right there. Wants to get sponsored by Nestle anyway. No one. Yeah, yeah I, I use a refillable metal water bottle. Half oh. water. That's good. I have some water here when I promised myself I would be like hydrating. It's half empty. I filled it up three weeks ago and I'm a little bit worried that I don't, I probably shouldn't drink this now that it's probably like got some like, it's got like some like colony at the top. It's started growing there. I don't know if I should. Yeah, it's probably fine. If they if they can drink it, then the water's probably fine. Just probiotics, bro. Yeah. You got it. I had a family member. My auntie started noticing that the water in her sink, like her tap water, started tasting a little bit weird. And called in a plumber, and they checked everything, and it was fine. And she was like, "No, no, no." Called the council. Council's like, "No, it's fine." Turns out a frog got into her 
kettle that she boils her water with and had been in there for like months and by the time that she found it it was just a skeleton so she'd just been drinking frog frog water frog water <laughs> oh. so, so someone boiled a frog in a kettle and, it, and the frog croaked oh fuck you but yes um probably was really tasty the first day or two yeah, you don't know. I mean, like a soup, like a soup or something like that. How could you not notice like little bits of frog falling off? Oh, it's just yeah. I mean, she's still kicking, so <laughs> no. Oh, fucking. Broken. She hasn't croaked yet. You're right. Garbage. I hate all of you. Thank you. Bring your grandma back. Why? I liked her more. She dropped off nugs and hasn't. She won't be back until tomorrow morning to drop off more nugs, nugs? because nuggets in the context oh. of food, lady. Come on. Thought your grandma was growing. It's all good. Chicky nuggies. Is that a chicken nugget? She did offer tendies, or she offered chicken tenders, and I said tendies, and I wanted to kill myself immediately afterwards. Fucking screech and run away like Naruto. Yeah. Nice. If I lived in America, I would have helped invade Area Fifty One. Representing. What happened to that in the end? It was just a. Uh, like, they just showed up and did like pictures with the gate guards and stuff. Yeah, I think the same thing that happens everywhere else in America. Brands got involved and we were like, we're cool, two kids, buy our merch. And then it kind of like died out. Forever 21 at Area 51. Damn, that's that's actually that's pretty good marketing right there. Because it rhymes and Forever everything. 51. Make mm -hmm. products targeted at midlife crisis people. New, 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 new alien-based dating website for middle-aged women. You will it's be like forever 21 if you die at Area 51. Rest in peace. There is cryostasis there, proven. Man, so like, we were uh, talking about expedition and then ward. Look at you go. And then trying we got sidetracked. Keep things on track. Yeah. How dare you? Getting sidetracked. Don't. It's not. A, it's I not sidetracked. It's not sidetracked. It's not a POE podcast. It's, it's just a related. It was an expedition to Area Fifty One. Oh my God! It all works out. Galaxy brain. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, during today's stream, for for since the whatever update they did last, everything is T posing now, in my game. Every single mob, every single piece of armor that drops, is all permanently T-posing, running around. And it's it's very frustrating to see that like they just put an update out that releases battle royale, but then my game is just T-posing around. Not that we've Wait, had what? these conversations about that's not where the assets are. I can pull up a, a clip from stream. Everything is T-posing. I don't know how else to describe yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've seen I've seen things T-pose, but like everything and like every. Armor on the ground, like body armor drops. Yeah. So ever since, like, since the, the second I started stream this morning, wow. everything's deep, including item drops. <laughs> the snakes from Hunter are erect <laughs> out of the ground, <laughs> totally straight up. And I know That's it's not the, the same thing, but I always, I always get this feeling, like, it always rubs me the wrong way. Where I'm like, not that I, I like that battle royale is added, but it's always like. Not that it works, but like allocating assets to battle royale when my game doesn't run properly still feels bad. To me. I mean, the same way yeah. it's not accurate, but like I feel like every time they make an MTX, part of me gets frustrated because I see in-game art, in-game armor that still doesn't have art. Like at Zero's Acuity, still don't have art, and we've talked about this in the last time, like ad nauseum. But it never, it never doesn't upset me when I see it, even though it's, it's totally not related in the different departments. 
You should go I around. Remember when they added the new MTX system, and they said that their plan was in the long run to make the consumable microtransaction where you can skin transfer something to make that not a consumable that you have to buy every time again, but one that you use to make an item an MTX so that you could use like uh, the yeah, um, like a one-time purchase limited edition uh, 2D art yep. stuff and 3D art from from alternate art uniques and uh, and permanently turn that into MTX and I wonder what happened to that plan if they're not consumable what else are they going to put in shit tier garbage scamming loot boxes apart from dupes and garbage it's like it's and like a dead fish you're going to put in your hideout during something. the what? live stream that when they, they said like don't forget this oh, you go first cat do you not? Sorry, sorry, no, no, I, I... No, you please, sir. I just wanted to correct Jim on that because there was never any consumable, uh, like, skin transfers on the on the boxes. Like, In loot boxes? Where the hell am box. I getting consumable skin chances from? I don't buy stuff. Oh, well. Like, there, there are consumable, like, fireworks and stuff like that. For, are there not like, consumable for, skin transfers? Not skin transfers. No. Skin transfers exist. They're not in loot boxes. Really? You probably have them at some point when there's been a. Yeah, they're they're like five or six points or something. Do they give you them must out? Have gotten them. Oh. Like gotten them to get a free loot box. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> might be what I'm thinking of. You're right. I do just talk out of my ass and can't remember what I did yesterday. So thank you for correcting me. They had during the live stream they mentioned Chris said during the part where he was like plugging the MT uh, the new supporter packs, he he said I could I should have pulled it up. But he said something along the lines of like, the this is how we exclusively fund Path of Exile. Did anyone else catch that or no? Is that yeah? Yeah, the, you're talking about the uh, the supporter packs would be something like ninety five percent of their revenue. He said exclusively. He didn't say he didn't say ninety five. He he said like this is the only like the sole thing that funds it. But that's that's not true, is it? Well, a long time ago, it was true. Yeah. At the moment, it's not. Yeah. Like me, I'm gonna find it. They, so they sell things like divination card commissions. But there's only 300 div cards in the game, so that's like only that's less than a quarter of a million American dollars that they've brought in from divination card commissions. They sell loose points like the five, ten, and twenty US dollar point packs, which, which you are need for private leagues. worse value than the supporter packs, and then private leagues get funded by points that have come primarily from supporter packs. Like every time, or, or you know, like every time that I've run a private league. Uh, the majority of the points have come from me and they've come from the points that I got either with a div card commission or with one of the big supporter packs. Devil's Advocate, he's a human and just says stuff that he remembers but yeah. might not necessarily be true. Yeah. Which is, you know, half the reason yeah. Reddit's... Like, immediately after that, people are already on Reddit with an exact quote of something he said and then two years earlier he said something else and they're different? Oh my god. You shouldn't view that cursed website. No one has read it. It's mm. fun. You go there, you sort by controversial, and you just have a really good time. That's that's the entire fucking page. Like <laughs> searching by controversial. Give me only the, the very nice, you know, thousand point comments at the top, and then I look at the first two or three replies, and then beyond that it, it's never good. It's only changed, I think, about Legion was when it changed. Like, I used to spend a lot of time on the Path of Exile subreddit, and I think I stayed there, stayed spending a lot of time longer than I should have. Uh, but at some point, you started seeing people, and I've, like, I've heard some speculation as to what happened here, but um, I'm not going to 
sort of publicly air it because I'm not sure it's true. Do it. uh, just that there were Go some, for it, Chris. There were some claims that trade guilds were involved in making the uh, in making the um, environment really toxic at the start of synthesis, like spreading hoaxes about maps being scarce and things like that in order to push, like, you know, because they were just selling enormous amounts of maps. Uh, they wanted to make it so that maps seemed scarce than they were, so they then started really weaponizing downvotes, you know, having, like, serious-level brigading going on. Uh, this matches my personal beliefs of what happened, but I'm not confident about it, so I won't name the guild involved. But um, this was the sort not of... Not the forbidden that... trove. Go ahead. Uh, no comment on that, but um, it's... Yeah, I, I, but this was a sort of time where the subreddit became a little bit more toxic. Then Legion hit, and it just went feral mm. um, during Legion and Blight. Like, and I really don't know why, but I set, I have pulled back quite a bit from that from that subreddit for a period. I was like the fourth most active person on it. I'd try to be constructive, and you know, like I'd I'd argue things that I thought were were best for the game, but it's I've just started moving away from it because it just there's this toxic elitism that pervades it where people think that the average player is terrible like someone who is average at the game wants to think of themselves as a power gamer so they think oh well only, there's only the one percent then there's people worse than me that's the way that they will generally put it whereas actually there's a huge spectrum of uh path of excel players and you know you see this every time you join a public group at league start like which is what i often do you find people that make the odd mistake but they're pretty good players they're the sort of people that will probably end up um maybe they're not confident to take on the shape or the elder but they'll be able to do it if they wanted to if they wanted to uh you know it's like it's and then yeah the reddit just gets there's reddit this hype that's as a system and... reddit as a system is just a flawed voting system though right like it's yeah. just like the way it works and the way the visibility works on it is garbage and every yes, like no. there's I mean, no there's other games that are huge that just have better subreds strictly yeah but like, like way bigger i mean like even the games like overwatch like most of subreddit is just like cool gifts or like things that happened in game or like maybe some advice or like special places to go i think it really boils down to like moderation on mm. those servers are, are a lot stricter and you have things like Pretty much every day you could probably check Reddit, and within the top 24 posts, there's there's definitely duplicate posts. There's definitely posts that are borderline harassment towards like, if not specifically Chris, like just GGG as a company. It's just like such a shit look to have, um, mm. like especially if this is like playing Pats as your job or your main thing, like to see your player base doing nothing for the most part but shitting on the game that they're playing for free. Is like it's like biting the hand that feeds you almost. And if they it's if so the mods try and censorship like that, they get called shills and, like, and yeah, or it's just called like oh this you know we're, you're censoring us. But but you have people on the Path of Exile subreddit that uh, it's really obvious. Again, I won't name any names, but there's people that are just there to stir shit. So there'll be like there's someone who I have seen make very different comments depending on what someone's saying. So like I saw one person saying that um, there's no longer any true endgame challenges like uber out 3 used to be and then someone pops in and says yeah well uh you know this is because tencent own the place now vote with your wallet da 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 then there's another comment so you know that on its own that seems like it's just a good faith comment they've just said oh yeah um that's a problem with the game then someone else 
someone else has gone and said, all GGD do now is cater to the no-lifers, cater to the 1% players, da-da-da-da-da. And then the same person, the same person that said that you should not buy a supporter pack because Tencent are now taking out all of the power gamer stuff, then comes in and says, well, it, you know, that that's um, because all GGD, all Tencent care about is, um, you know, is the power gamers. And so it's like you, you've got these two points that are being made that are completely kind of opposed to each other, uh, and it's by the same person that's just there to stir shit. And honestly, that person that I'm thinking of, again, won't name them, like any decent subreddit would have just banned them as a troll like 12 months that's ago. That's what it boils down to. Like, it's no longer... I don't, I don't think there's any real moderation to that extent. Not that it has to be, like, investigative, but if... Yeah. I think if you could, you could notice it at a cursory glance for a lot of these posts, then it's like there's just comments that essentially it's okay to be like ups like you could be upset if you like like love the coc your build could be dead now and you could be yeah, upset yeah, yeah. and that's fine but you could that's easily fine. check to say if you've had a history of these comments to the point where if you're adding literally fucking nothing to the conversation consistently month after month yeah. why like why you like the trash why are you here it's not like it's a public forum and the fact that they don't it's like a privately owned thing i mean you could just same with that if you know path wanted to ban me for no reason it could for the most part and i couldn't do anything about it because it's their it's their game their company but if they want to just stop the people from like doing nothing but stirring shit they could if they so were inclined yeah if i like i have actually thought i haven't raised this anyone but i have thought of creating like a path of exile low sodium subreddit at some, at some point because it's just so the the main ones become so unpleasant to be in quite the undertaking my friend don't make yeah, a wiki exactly. it's not yeah, worth it it's so difficult yeah, just yeah. You are we gonna make our own Poe subreddit spinoff? It's gonna be full of really shit memes with zero moderation. Sounds like Reddit. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, that's not. Like a Discord. Yeah. Oh yeah, new Discord. That could work. There's only like your Reddit will actually get banned if it has literally zero moderation. Yep. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's an automatic yeah, thing. But that's um, that takes a lot. Like. No, if you if you like. If you yeah, don't be a mod, way. it just bans us. We're all Reddit mods, right? In our own way, in our own custom areas that we've made our own Reddit things. I don't spend a lot of time on Reddit. What are you talking about? Don't give me that face. I, I attribute the popularity of my videos initially to me posting them on the subreddit because I had like two oh, yeah. subscribers or something. Yeah. That's why Reddit will always be, in my heart, an okay-ish place. I mean, it's shit right now, but, like, I wouldn't be where I am, which is not very far, but I wouldn't be where I am without shitposting my, like, videos on Reddit initially, and then back when, back yep. in the golden days where you could just post stuff and people would be like, wow, that's so cool, this is literally useless, but I'm glad someone did it and not me, you know? Like, all the GOGS posts. Yeah. Yeah, it still is the best place for anyone that's, uh, like, for anyone that is trying to get into content creation. If you've got less than 500, um, if you've got less than 500 subscribers on YouTube or followers on Twitch, uh, just making an informative post that is short on Reddit, uh, sorry, a video that you link on Reddit is the best way to get started. It's almost like there are people going to the Reddit looking for informative posts and not just there to complain. And they're just sitting there in the, like the current meta of the Reddit is to complain and everyone like 
fuels their own anger and shit, but that's just because, like, it's the perceived... Everyone's got their own opinions, but the perceived current community opinion based on the shit posting and upvotes is bad stuff. But if you come in and be like, check out this cool thing I found about the game, here's a video, check it out, and then, and then that, that'll break through all the shit. And it also seems like there's two fighting... I should have put a, a long pause there. It also seems like there's two fighting sides of, I hate this, I like this, and then each day there's a different upvote. It might be dependent on, maybe America really likes the game, and Australia really hates the game or something, and it's time zones, you know? I will say that there was one, uh, like, as much as we're talking about this at the Reddit, there was a genuinely constructive uh, couple of points that, w that were the top two, like, 16 hours ago. So one of them was feedback, lots of hate on the nerfs, just here to say I'm supportive of GGG taking action on the power creep. And then there was an opposite um, viewpoint that was constructive, which was opinion. Slow can be fun, but slow pay is incompatible with a grind. A slow uh, POE should be more rewarding per enemy and less grindy if it wants to stay fun. So, you know, like they were both constructive, uh, two points with pretty much opposite opinions. I, uh, let's just blame Chris. It's Chris's fault the Reddit is shit because he said one time we like hearing bad ideas or we like negative feedback or something like that because there was that wave of negative feedback and then there was that wave of don't hurt the devs, they're people too. And then there was that wave of, oh, we're so sorry. And then there was that wave of, oh, I'm sorry, you're a shill. And then there's that wave of someone cried at GGG. And then there's that wave of you work for a car. I'm, I'm getting to a point, maybe. But... I actually heard that uh, that they did have someone hired who was specifically looking at the Reddit and filtering yeah. it for feedback, and that yeah. that person actually quit his job, and since then they've not been looking at the Reddit with priority anymore for feedback. They shouldn't yeah. look at the Reddit. Like, it's exactly. gamers. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. They should listen to, like... It should just you know... be what they've been doing. They, they haven't been doing it even, really. They, they put up their forum post... Their announcement thing here's like the the times of what we're, when we're going to announce stuff someone takes that from the poe website slaps it on reddit and then that gets upvoted and pinned or whatever that's all it should be they shouldn't be clicking on the top most voted thing at x hour of the day fucking 3 a.m at night someone thinks that uh double all the nerfs remove porcupines or something like they'll be like oh shit that's a thousand people have clicked the up shiny button on this. We should totally do that. Like, no, just... you know what I do think they should do though. <sighs> they should be polling players who have been thirty-six challenge players in the past and dropped to twelve in a league. Polling people who have been twenty-four in the past and jump up to thirty-six. People who have been twelve in the past and jump to 20, 24. Find out why it is that people are changing their level of interest in the game. Uh, not necessarily polling, like you know, in terms Don't... of. They can't poll players because players are untrustworthy trade corporations. They have to look at, like, based on, like, if you poll the players, like, that entire polling the players to make a Tornado MTX got completely decimated as soon as Ziz went, hey guys, we should all just vote this. Private and then poll. sharks Private or something. Or yeah, this but exactly you can't. This is exactly what, like, a lot of places do. You know, every, time, every second time that I go to the bank, I get an email from them saying, how was your Commonwealth Bank uh, experience today? Oh, you've doxed yourself. People know I'm Australian. Oh, so there's only four banks I'm probably with. You're right, but, um, You know, like you have, you just send out, send out a survey. You would send this out to, let's say that there's 10,000 players that normally, that have historically got 24 challenges and that in the Ultimatum League happen to get 36. You would pick 600 of them at random, send them an email saying, Hey, uh, we're just curious of your thoughts on the ultimatum league. Don't tell them the condition that was uh, that you 
that brought them into the survey sample and just say we're polling a, we're polling a few thousand players we just want your opinions on this uh that will get you an actual uh as that would get you an unbiased look into why people's interest was changing uh that would filter out a lot of the biases inherent in reddit the there thing are is analysts where this is their job they yeah. they figure out how to get useful feedback out of uh, a group of people and so previously you said there was someone that their job was to comb the reddit for feedback i think i mean that's just a case of bad approach really yeah. i think there's st there should still probably be someone whose job it is is to figure out useful metrics oh yeah. yeah yeah just not trolling reddit comments because that's a great way to hate your job that's a, yeah and yeah, like that's why i reckon they made the community uh oh, shut up you're trying to speak no i finished i i, I was wondering i may i interject if, if no you're finished um okay then go uh, ahead <laughs> uh i i was wondering how you guys stand on like everyone like five to ten sentences on on like how do you stand on the game becoming harder or like them taking that direction because we're talking about the reddit reacting to that but like for context i would just like to know where you stand on it you go first fucking hell lady i go first or who who are you looking at uh, oh, you were the first I, to nod it i have a the beginnings of a point so okay I'll, I'll just speak it before i forget uh so in almost every game that i play i make a point to do the most difficult thing possible like full clear the hardest difficulty blah 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 that's almost every game that i play i i pride myself on being able to do mechanically complicated difficult things in games path of exile as, as I've noted earlier, I'm 12 challenges, I didn't even find the Trial Master, I've never fought the Maven yet, but I do things like one-shot the Shaper. It's just, uh, there's a difference between difficulty and having so much to do that is so difficult to do or so grindy to do that you just don't have the ability to do it. It's players constantly comparing themselves to streamers or whoever the hell they look up to, quote-unquote, the 1%. Like if, if that's another thing uh, that's a different conversation where like there, there's a lot of emphasis placed on streams mm. in this game and fundamentally what you have to understand is that people watch streams because they are atypical gaming experiences you don't yeah. watch someone stream who is the average player who does everything averagely people watch my stream because i do something stupid on purpose so that is not the average gaming experience. People watch Mathil because he's good at the game and he makes an effort to play good builds that are also fun, etc., etc. Entertainment value as well. But no one watches someone who is not independently entertaining and who is just playing the game. So there's a bunch of people that stream, like no one that's a big creator in, in this community, but there's a bunch of like quasi-successful people who have streams that are like that are quite new to the game and they're a lot of fun to watch because they're just good entertainers yeah yeah so independently entertaining that's what i was trying to cover my base there whereas well, you watch the streamer because the streamer is entertaining yes but yeah. uh you can you can watch someone who's not entertaining if the gameplay that they're doing is mechanically impressive or they're like speed running or blah 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 there has to be some aspect to your stream that makes it not 
what every single Path of Exile player is experiencing. What was the question again, Catbuster? The question is, how, where, where do you stand on the, the game becoming harder? Are you asking that specifically just because of the whole everything's what? getting nerfed and monsters well, are getting harder? We're talking harder? about the Reddit reacting to everything getting nerfed. Yeah, right? so Some we need to figure like, out. Okay, I welcome it that that the power creep is getting combated, and other people were like, "Well, I have concerns because of A, B, and C." And I was just like, "Where do you guys stand on that? Do you look forward right. to the game becoming harder, or do you not?" And from what I got from Joseph, is like you, you don't play the game for challenge. You actually play the game to have fun with builds. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we'll play the game the to have fun in our own way, right? Yeah. Except uh, Laddie. Another point that I can make is uh, when when they quadrupled Shaper HP and stuff and made their defenses higher, like that was a spike in difficulty that barely affected me. It's not that my build one shot the Shaper anyway. It's that shaper in isolation is something that you can practice at and get better so that basically no matter how much health he has you're going to be able to kill him now where the problem arises is where you make a blanket balance change where it's like oh uh every build is going to do 40 percent less damage or whatever to all content everywhere and so people that were being able to get up to tier six maps can now only get up to like tier three maps like just globally a difficulty spike yeah that is where i suspect that people would have a problem with it and that's not what's happening here because it's like the 40 percent figure was based on six link using optimum six gems and the people that are getting stuck in in tier sixes are the people that are probably on a four link or a five link and that are using a utility gem instead like they'll they'll get much less than a 40 would you prefer uh, advocate there are plenty of builds for which there are only five viable support gems. Would you prefer a, like they showed the graph of how, like the clear speed and like the, 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 the con, not the content creep, what's it called? The Just like power estimates. Power estimates power creep power. or whatever. Would you prefer them doing what they're doing, which is making the go like maybe not even down, but like leveling out and maybe eventually going down slowly each league like they're doing right now? Or would you prefer they just kept doing what they were doing and as soon as PoE 2 hit, they're like, boom, we're rebalancing literally everything. It's a whole new game. Get fucked. That would be a disaster. Because, like, yeah, as far as I can see, if they start nerfing skills, which they're probably going to do, and if they start rebalancing monsters slowly, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, until, like, the maps, map bosses change because they're linked and all that stuff. If they do that slowly over time and then PoE 2 hits and suddenly we have access to six, eight, six links or something, and then the goes back up to where we are wouldn't it be better that way like it, i don't understand the complaints because the whole point of the game is to hit your wall play for ages overcome it hit your next wall play for ages overcome it and uh, this is just reddit posts uh there was a an actual point that was a good point which is that yes it's reasonable to slowly increment towards poe2 but they're not incrementing other things at the same time. Like, they make a balance change where, oh, the game is slower now, they didn't increase the rewards to compensate. So now just for this league, it's not at PoE 2 level, it's not at pre-this-league yeah. level, it's, it just feels bad. We don't but know what, what it feels exactly, like. What exactly are they doing? They're doing the flask rebalance, they're adding some new behavioral stuff to monsters early game mostly, but that will also affect them in maps. Mm -hmm. And they will rebalance the support gems so that the extreme damage multiplier options are more in line with like all utility options, that the gap is not that big. 
that's what I got. And over they also overall reduced the power of like the optimal link setups from what I got. Yeah. I think none of that really matters yeah, so until it's you know the tree not nerfs as bad. Like if, if the tree nerfs come out and there's no more element immunity on any build, if they nerf certain damage aspects and utility aspects on things like Raider, Elementalist, that sort of stuff. Like all the stuff that's already getting hit from the sweep, like the blanket changes, like flasks, etc. If they also double down on the tree and on the on and on the ascendancy trees specifically, it's going to feel like hyper shit for certain scenarios. So I think it's yeah, a, is a good point. Yeah, I think one of really the most frustrating mechanics down. in any game is either stun or freeze. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure almost everyone tries to get at least some mitigation for freeze, stun, and chill. I don't play builds that don't have like immunity to stun, freeze, like ailment, stun, kinder, silence, corrupting blood. Like every single build I play at, the, at this point has all of them because yeah, it's not at a bare minimum, though. It's just not fun stun and freeze. at that point. Um, but yeah, that really boils down to like if they got that on tree, then it's gonna feel really shit. If it's just the flasks, I don't think it's really much of a difficulty increase. It's just like a annoyance at most. What if they got it on tree and added on an RNG item that you have to craft? Like the flasks thing? Yeah, but like not on flask, but like on like body armor or something. So you take off some of your that's resistance. Well, you can to get it. On. That's fine. The like the whole the whole idea for them is it's too easy to get with you pressing a button on a flask, and also players are pressing buttons on flasks too much and complaining that their hands sure. hurt. We need this somewhere that's else, fair. but they can put like the whole like the wording that it seemed like they want them to still have it. It want they want you to still be able to be immune to it in some way, but they want you to put in a whole yeah. lot more effort into obtaining it. One of the strange parts about them mentioning that they for some reason now care about the player's well-being as far as like wrist strain is that people have been requesting this for eight years who have carpal tunnel or who have uh, some sort of disfigurement or disability so mm -hmm. this is no longer new information it's just taking eight years to implement um that's i don't really totally buy that now this is like part of the spiel that because we now care about the player's wrist strain like clicking has been a problem since for many 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 leagues whether it's Parandus, Shekels, or whatever the fuck, like, it's, it's been a problem. Hey, Catmaster, your webcam's dead. Not that it matters. Or, he, or maybe Catmaster's dead. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm just quickly incognito. Okay, just make it sure. Ooh, Thanks for letting me know. Um, uh, uh, sure. That, that's actually a good point. I have no idea how long this is in the works. I mean, they have a history of only telling people about certain additions to the game and only bringing them out when they're really ready to add them but they they could have already started last year with like changing these flasks things there's around not and, enough like, coming up with the new currency there's not enough like communication but i understand why there isn't enough communication because if there was people wouldn't understand like how game dev works the fact that they could say oh we're working on this and then a week later can it and then never talk of it again whereas if you told the community hey we're working on this and this is why we made this change and then a week later you hear nothing and then a month later they never talk about trade again but like yeah. systems change internally all the time and the fact that they've implemented it now doesn't mean they want to leave it this way they mean it's this is the change we'll see how people react to it we'll see how it is three week, three months from now there's going to be another patch and everything's going to get worse or better and it's Fluid. If, if the idea was to make it like so this is some sort of option the player has and if there's even a, a added twist of like this is so we don't cause more risk strain for players or more rsi or whatever you know whatever you want to call it 
Um, why wouldn't they just make it a modality on flasks that was like guaranteed accessible versus a currency you have to now potentially farm for? They mentioned that uh, getting the right currency roll on the flask should be roughly the same difficulty as using enough baubles on it for 20 quality. I they agree, Laddie. That's the level of rarity of the enchants. If if the rarity of the times though, I've gotten the maps and not have four baubles. And if, if I'm if I'm to the point where I'm as well, because you're gonna be using magic flasks. Sure, but like if I'm, uh, you know, if my hands fucked up because I was in a car accident, and that 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 process might take me thirty hours to get to maps. The entire time I'm under the strain of what could have been just a toggleable thing. The idea of the changes is in quotes to stop the hand strain, but they've introduced new currency you have to pick up with clicking to get to the point where you stop your hand strain. Not to mention, if you're playing a, a build that used casting damage taken, a lot of people, I think, for a degree, will might be manually casting trigger, trigger, triggerable things now because they don't want to be paying the mana cost. So now you're actually clicking more in some scenarios. Like the currency the that they add that we'll cost. be dropping is not added on top, but it's actually dropping instead of other currency, so it's not additional clicking. You know, just takes away from your drops. Sorry, uh, Justin. Remember, when, remember when that happened? Where like certain like net drops were replacing currency drops or something? Oh yeah. Was that in Beast League? Yeah, I think. Yeah, they fixed like that pretty that. quick. Yeah. Was, even, was that even a thing? It could have been the trade, the secret trade guild spreading lies on Reddit. Nah, there I was think a there was official confirmation. Like, <sighs> alchemies were super rare at the start of Bestiality League. Excuse me? That's terms of service. Fortunately, I don't care about that. It's Catmaster who has to mute you and unfriend you and scold you for that. What? what? It's, it's not the proper term to refer to certain things. I, I feel like just just saying the word is not bad. Yeah. Like like doing. Wow, I'm gonna quote that out of context. Really? Just <laughs> saying the word is not bad, Catmaster, 2021. Someone agree on the lake now. <laughs> What's that? I mean, there are some some words that might be bad. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the correction. I but liked Bestiary League. I'm just saying that without any follow up. Bestiary, I like Bestiary. It's my favorite. And then they killed it. Hey, uh, what'd you say, Gog, if anything? Oh, no, I was just sort of waiting for everyone else's opinion on the on the increased difficulty. Yeah. I'll write in last. I don't think it is I, I, how much of an increased difficulty, honestly, for, for me. It isn't because I'm, or I, I'm shit, and I'm not saying that in a fishing for compliments kind of way. I'm saying that in a I'm shit, and so an increase of difficulty is unnoticed because the game is already still fucking hard. Yeah, and I could... Whatever the difficulty that might be added is just going to get outpaced by playtime for me, so it's irrelevant. Yeah, I, I can relate to both of those sentiments. I'm somewhere in between of those. But, like, I, I do think that it's... I really liked when in 3.9 they buffed boss health. And I thought that from that point on, like, with Metamorph League, when they dropped... Uh, what was it? When they dropped the Watchstone expansion, when the Atlas got reworked mm. to the Atlas that we got now with the Watchstones and Citadels and stuff. What was it? Conquerors of the Atlas was the name of the endgame expansion. And I, I I was really 
I've, I thought that that's what they're gonna do every league from then oh, on, right? Like I was hoping that they they keep adjusting monsters and bosses and everything so that everything feels like a nice linear progression, and that hasn't been the case. Like it was pretty bad before, but even after the changes, like things are still completely out of proportion. I feel like rogue exiles have way too little HP. They they drop dead instantly, and then. Yeah. Some bosses are way tankier than others, like especially the ones that were added with the like the new maps. Have you Even tried playing a shit build? Oh yeah, that doesn't make better. Oh, well, I think uh, like a large chunk, but also for like the the real end, like the what I want to call the real end game, which I'll uh, you know quantify in a second, is going to be like the difficulty changes that are going to be introduced through all of these nerfs at an end game level will only be felt in content that is no longer being run because it's just not profitable or effective so what i mean by that is like tier 19 hundreds and delirious maps delving past a thousand deaths like the things that are like truly difficult in the game at the upper upper echelon that's where it's going to probably hurt the most but that's just not even being running yeah. because it's just way too much effort and you're not getting anything off of it when you the could stuff... if you're talking about a trade league perspective i can just run white maps and ultimate is shitting out more loot or from a solo seven perspective it just doesn't drop anything so it's just not worth it so the stuff that would truly felt feel super impactful is not going to make a difference. Like things like the feared might be hard, but the fact of the matter is, even in Soul Southbound, you can get 200 million damage on a build that could totally crush the content. And if that went down to 20 million damage, that's still plenty to do the content. So that nerf is not going to be 10% damage reduction. I mean, whatever that equals out to, like 10 times less damage, is not going to be the case. So it's we're we're at the phase of whatever the player creep, like power creep is that Chris is saying. It's actually way overkill past that for for trade league builds for like end game builds to the point where it's not even like close to content being hard enough um and so i have no idea for the perspective of what we call the average player but for that stuff it's like out of the water like billions of damage is accessible in trade league so it's totally irrelevant for that for the average it's really player cool. it's like a 10 percent, 20 percent. you're going slightly slower for the high-end player it's nothing really changed for the just starting out player you're getting fucking one shot by white monsters like rowers now like the yeah, I mean, like, the, the damage scaling changes for every single thing that they're going to change patch note wise and stuff they've already announced the most terrifying change for the majority of players is rowers being faster and like the ai of hail rate yeah. changing that shit just, is like, gonna you know, the early act destroy people new player i think in general that's gonna feel really bad doing some of those early acts as like well i mean yeah, if, if people are currently dying to hillock the rest of the new act one is going to demolish them allegedly it could be bullshit do people you know, still sounds like. come into poe not like expecting it to be a really hardcore terrifying arpg well a lot of them yeah because a lot of them come from last well then they're gonna they're gonna get exactly what they asked for they're gonna get fucking destroyed and then they're gonna get out of act one and it's going to be slightly easier, and they're going to go, holy shit, I'm getting better at this game, and they're not going to know, and next league's going to roll around, Act 2 is going to fucking destroy them. Hell yeah. I, uh, it's not like it's super hard new. to level the content early on. Like that's, I feel like that's, that's what people often overlook yeah, but that's when the they point, talk about it? the new player experience, where, where they're like, oh, but this is so hard. Yeah, but Mervil is not that hard when you're like level 15 by the time that you do her. Like, yeah, I mean, I would just play the game that you can just throw yourself at stuff like 150 deaths at the end at the end of act one you you still cleared act one you're not gonna have That's 150 true. like you'll have like six yeah like if, if you were completely like That's default attacking everything maybe yeah 
yeah, you'll be like, you know, you'll finish Act 1 with maybe six or eight deaths with a lot of close calls and you'll kill Mavale at level 16 or 17 and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's that was an achievement. Then you'll get into Act 2 and Act 2 will be boring and trivial. Yo, I, what the fuck's happening? Did we lose someone? Someone's just gone on... Uh, has just gone... Fucking Lighty's changed his goddamn... Uh, whatever. How's your webcam? Laddie, are you okay? I don't know what's happening. Uh, this is being recorded on, like... I'm recording this. Catmasters. Oh, you have, like, a layout and... Uh, I have a layout, and every time one of you fuckers disconnect your See, webcam, if, if you everything's changing! Know that, it's fine. Everyone that. switches places. It's okay. With webcams, connect and disconnect. I, I'm just gonna call attention to it right now. If the webcam goes out, that's why I'm getting pissed off. Laddie's probably doing it on purpose, or his house has exploded. Anyway, I'm not I'm editing sure. it anyway. I, you know how hard it is to edit 1080p, 60fps, fucking five hours of stuff, and then export that, and then upload it, and then see that it's broken? It's okay to edit, but I want this to come out after I've recorded it, not 30 hours of encoding after I've encoded it. Hey, oh. Laddie, welcome back. I'm just going to call attention to the fact that if you're hearing Discord noises, it's because it's my fucking computer making Discord noises every time Lighty sends a meme in the fucking chat. Appreciate it, though, Lighty. Thank you so much. Welcome. I haven't seen the memes in a while. Oh, I'm drawing things. Elaborate. Oh, <laughs> Everyone ping Jim. Don't. Get, fucking Chris Wilson getting a Discord call in the Q&A was the funniest thing. I, don't, I shouldn't have laughed at it, but... That was hilarious. I was so... again, did that? that was amazing, yeah. Did it? No, it didn't happen again, right? That was a one time? Yeah, one time thing. He probably went, like, busy or whatever after that. Yeah. Dev check. Exactly, dev check. Fuck yeah. I need that emote. Um... So uh... with my thoughts on the difficulty changes, like, I think, for me, personally, the time I'm having the most fun is when I'm failing content. Uh, is when, or at least when I'm running content with a reasonable expectation that I might fail it. Uh, so this is, these changes are going to prolong the fun part of the league for me. Uh, the most fun I had in this league was playing the Maven's Invitation, the Formed, so the Shaper Guardian one, uh, on a build that is not at all optimised for bosses and really struggling and getting a four deaths kill on my second attempt at it. Like, that was the most fun I had this league. Um, and that's, you know, just because I was playing something goofy and I was like... You know, I had all four of them active for a protracted period of time. I'm running circles around the arena, trying to dodge stuff, stuffing some of it up. And, you know, it went to the nail. Was I going to win or was I going to lose? And eventually got through. Uh, so I think that this is going to expand the fun part of the league for me. Uh, for people who are at the Can very I say something real quick? You keep your, yep. keep your point of view just to the point of what you said. No offense, Yosis, but... Having a build that can't one-shot the boss and also can't get one-shot itself, like you just described, is the most fun I've ever had in this game. Because I did a Cortex fight, and it took me 40 minutes, and I never died, and it took 40 minutes, and it was the most fun I've ever had dodging mechanics and shit like that. I know they're really, like, trying to slow players down by adding one-shot mechanics and on-death effects and stuff like that, but honestly, if they just made a bullet magnet that hit like a wet noodle, I'd probably have a really good time with it. Sorry, yeah, go uh, ahead. I actually agree with well, what you Well, why the fuck, why do you play now? All the shit you play, okay. Mr. fucking 2 HP boss killer. Is something that is, it, it's very difficult, like, mechanically. Mm. Like, you, you I know, know the that one. there's a chance that you can fail. And then w what I enjoy is finally, like, the elation of doing it. 
Yep. Like, oh, it, it took me 10 attempts or whatever to one-shot the Shaper. And when I finally did it, I was like, yes, I got the clip. And in that clip, I didn't notice it at the time because I was just moving automatically to dodge everything. But in that clip, I was... The margin of error in that clip was so fine. <laughs> I was being chased by, like, six anomalies. There was a beam half a pixel away from me. If I had slammed 0.1 seconds later, I would have died. Do you like Dark Souls? Yes. I well, there you go. I 100 percented every Souls game, I think. I haven't... <sighs> I can't play Demon Souls. Sorry, Gog, uh, for interjecting. Go for it. Whatever you were saying. Uh, I kept doing that to you guys, so this is fine for revenge. Um, so, like, I reckon from perspectives of other types of players, like, the people that are the absolute best players in the game, you know, the Tai Killers, the Zizzerans, and the like, uh, will Sorry. probably <clears throat> find that there's little impact from these changes. Uh, you know, it won't be... It will slow down their progression at league start, but they'll still smash their way through everything. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that are at the rookie end of the spectrum will have very little effect as well. They'll just settle into farming a couple of tiers lower. So, you know, someone that might currently be farming tier 7 content might find that they're doing tier 6 instead or tier 5. Uh, but fundamentally, the game experience will be, will be much the same and they'll have more content to aspire to improving towards. I think the biggest change will be the people who are currently at the point where they can, where they're like the sort of people that are better, that are um, getting better. Like, you know, where I was, say, in um, oh, Harbinger League, when I was just starting to break into killing Shaper Guardians, uh, those people will find this is a bit of a setback in the sense that they've, there'll be fights that they can beat now that they can't beat after the, after the changes. But if they continue to improve they'll get they'll get there anyway and they'll just have more content ahead of them uh so i think in in general it's going to it's going to feel like for vo the vast majority of the player base uh, this is just going to add more engaging content to the end game so that's my thoughts on on dealing with power creep in general uh it will the people who will really hate this are the i want god mode now people and like honestly, I, I've never understood that because as soon as I feel like I've hit God mode on a character, uh, I'm like, okay, when's the next league? Uh, and that's why I hated Harvest League so much. It was like, oh, you know, the, I can see the path to becoming unkillable, so I'm just not interested in playing. My my counterpoint to that is, what content were you doing in Harvest League that you felt I like actually, you were unkillable in God mode? I I didn't play all that much because I could see how you would just go, you know, like, I mean, I'd done a bunch of grouping with people in 100% um, in Delirious Tier 19, uh, and, like, I wasn't particularly pulling my weight in those groups, but it was like, oh, this is... I can see exactly the pro the, the steps you need to trivialise all of this, uh, and so it's like it doesn't look like fun when you get there, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to goof off. Uh, so what was I doing in Harvest League? Probably... Uber Elder, uh, Uber Elder and Cirrus level and and down. Yeah, so like forty percent T nineteen was forty percent delirious T nineteen was probably the hardest thing solo. Yeah, so like the did you, you didn't try to do delve or anything like deep delve? No, nah, the setup's too much. Uh, the setup was too much for like I had to think. It's like uh, I've only got X amount of time to play the game. Do I want to do the setup? Yeah, there definitely was the option to deep delve, um, but was just 
the setup was just an overwhelming amount for it. So I was like, ah, can't be bothered. Yeah, I was. I, my nine to five was actually busier during harvest uh, during the pandemic than most people's than like than outside the pandemic, because with airlines going bust, there were lots of aircraft being repossessed. You said the p word, guys. Demonetized. Bum bum. Just mute it. You're supposed to call it the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Oh. Yes. I like. Yeah. Sorry. Silence is nice. I like it. What are we talking about? We haven't talked yet. Yeah, no, we have a little bit. Yep. Sorry. I was still looking to make my point that I set up earlier. Go for it. Where, no, um, I think it's the, the right direction to not power creep it up from patch to patch because I don't like being gaslighted into thinking that I'm better at the game every league and that that's what happened to some degree. It's really hard to tell apart if you if you have more progress in the following league than you had the previous league, whether like to what extent is that from the power creep and to what extent did you get better at the game that you're like, okay, I'm I'm in, in red maps like a couple of hours earlier or something like that. Or I, I made this and that much currency and so and so much time. And, and so you have I, noticed I you getting better and better? And you don't yeah, think that's... Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know whether I got better from 2014 to now, or whether I just got carried by power creep that I got more and more content done. Well, you can make your own builds, right? Well, I, I certainly. So got you've better gotten better than when I started. Yeah. Then yeah, that's like the main reason so I'm saying like I'm a, shit all like the time. They've forced the perspective of like a cheap victory on you because of that. Like yeah, saying, I think oh. that, that's like a large part of the uh, addiction of Path of Exile for a lot of people, and that's why people are also so upset when when the game doesn't like when they're nerfing things, because people are just used to getting more powerful every league. But if and you've got I this, I think part of that is like feeling a sort of accomplishment of of progressing further than before. But you've got the accomplishment and the satisfaction of progressing further and getting better. So now that you know that that's happening, if they scale it back and make it harder to do and you get to the same point you did previously, that means you've gotten better as a player and you get the same satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I'm If only all of Reddit could understand that. <sighs> yeah, but the, the thing is, the that... problem is that people like to, to compare... Sorry, just one sentence. You're good, you're good. Uh, compare to the past instead of like to compare like every league in isolation, like their own progress versus other people. Like people just compare it to how it was last league or the league before. Uh, anyway. I think it's almost like totally irrelevant everything that they ever do because it always boils down to where you place your own goalposts. So whether Gog is saying that the extent of the content he was experiencing, he felt like he could push it farther, to my like rebuttal of that would be you just probably didn't move your goalpost far enough as far as you could make up your own rules what you can and can't do. Like, you could self-impose challenges to the fact that it's not just, oh, I could do 100% Delirious Tier 19. It's like, well, try doing it with only blue items. Like, try you could do whatever you want. I mean, you could put any challenge in front of you to make the game as hard as you want it to be, since Path is so modular. Like, in my circumstance, I'm trying to collect every unique and solo self-found. That's not a prerequisite of completing the endgame. It's just the challenge I've set for myself. And even that could be done in hardcore. Even that could be done in hardcore under a time constraint. Like, you could always just make it more difficult. So I think ultimately the challenge you have is you'll be given a set of tools. And there's the basic game, sure, but within that you could do any sort of challenges you want. Like, they give you 40 a league, but you can make your own. So yeah. it's almost like 
at the end of the day, if you're just not deciding to push yourself to do more or to do harder content, like if your goal is a one-shot shaper, that's his goal. No one else has to do that, you know? That's his thing he wants to do. We can all make our own things, and then you will feel then fulfilled by completing those things. So, at, like, you could always do other stuff if you, if you wanted to, if you so desire. Yeah, I think one of the things with the, like, with the self-imposed challenges is that there there's that degree of less structure, in, like, you know, less structure to it. Um, most of the games I've played in the past have had, well, the games that I've really liked in the past, um, most of them have had some sort of really pretty extreme challenge that is just presented to you as part of the game. You know, I think, um, you know, you go back to the old NES days, things like uh, Ninja Gaiden, just, just completing that game was like, you know, not an extreme challenge, but it was a significant one. Uh, it took a lot of tries to, you know, to get there. Uh, Battletoads was another example of a game that just the core game experience, like I was never able to beat that. Um, then, you know, SNES days were similar. There are a couple of the games that I liked the most were the ones that just kicked your ass over and over again. Uh, and then eventually you, you eventually you beat them. Path of Exile is different in that, yeah, like, you know, you've got the sort of module, you can set your own things because the core game, I think, is a, is quite a bit easier than some of those games were. Uh, and then they, then you can, you can impose some sort of restriction. Uh, one of the things, though, is that I just don't like SSF, broadly speaking, because I like playing with random players. You know? I think that's, like, the only excuse I will ever accept for someone who says, I don't want to play solo seven is because they want to play with other people. And the reason I say this is because oftentimes they hear like, oh, well, I can't do, I can't play this build. Well, it's like, you definitely can. You just have to put the effort in to find the items. But other players, that's like the ultimate excuse. But if I want a hate forge? You can get a hate forge. You just have to that's do, just do, your be goal. Better, do better. That's like Lighty said, set your goal, hate forge. Take you two months. You better do better. Yeah. I didn't get hate forge because I wasn't good enough. Exactly, how much time I put in. If you're not good enough, what hope do I have? Zero. But that's just my You have RNG. Laddie's not good enough because his RNG yeah. is shit, but your RNG is different because your player seed is different. A hundred exalts drops league, but I can't get one hate forge. It just depends on, you know. That's why I played Trade League, because if I tried to get Hate Forge and got 100 Exalt Drops instead, I don't you know the price You still couldn't buy it, because you over two mirrors almost. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's quoted at the moment because Standard League speculators have bought them up. This happened with Zerfi's Heart as well in Incursion. Zerfi's Heart hit uh, three and a half mirrors at the end of Incursion. In Trade Never League, if you... If you try and get a hate forge in trade league, you're not going to be trying to get a hate forge. You're going to be trying to make money, and then in the process of trying to make money, you're not going to be. You couldn't accidentally your way into a hate forge, you know? Like I'm every time I've played SSF, I've been more rich and gotten better drops in SSF than I have ever gotten in trade league because I'm actually needing an item, going to farm it, and in the process of farming it, stumble into three unnatural instincts or something. I'm like, I don't have a use for these. Fucking SSF. If I was trying uh, to get a hate forge in, in uh, Trade League now, my approach would be to craft uh, six link solar in bombs for elemental hit because it's a right. need that's You've got two days. All the power game crafting the other two types of elemental hit bows. Uh, Solarines are not being done. And like I made something like 20 exalts just by accident doing that when I was yeah. like, oh, let's do a, let's do a crafting video. Uh, so I, I feel like we got sidetracked by Hateforge a little bit. What? Uh, sidetracked? Wanted... No. Only Forge is I was more... Here's a better example. So the build that I actually did this league, 
my plan was, okay, this is like a 1x budget. It's really, really doable. Maybe it's possible to do it in SSF for a lot of people. So I was like, okay, uh, the the big, the biggest, most important item in the build is Doriani's Fist. So I'm like, okay, you can nope. get the card by farming Dominus in Act 3 over and over and over. So I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the 10 acts and then go kill Dominus until I get the gloves. And, you know, after killing Dominus a bunch and you don't get the div card and it's like, oh, there's one on trade for 2C. I wasn't enjoying the grind, so I'm just going to pay two chaos to skip the grind. Things can be rare. That's why I don't play SSF. But still be cheap because no that, one uses that's it. That's a twofold thing. That's one is they did just do a massive nerf to div cards and axe, I assume because of possibly bots. And two, that's not the best way to get Duryani's Fist. So it's a combination what of What is the things. best way to get Duryani's Fist? Because I've gotten like one drop in 3,500 hours. It it's depends strong. if you're talking from like level one character to Doriani's Fist, the speed run would have probably been mostly heist. If, if not, you play excavation. If you play stacking Zana maps with winged relic right here. You just buy it from the lady in the store. Boom. The, yes. the chance orb lady. There you use, go. Use the, uh, the torchlight shop. Yeah. Alright. Tell yeah. me about that. Torchlight shop? In Torchlight or the one they've like modded into the game? It's the exact same thing. It's just Is it? it's a, an ID shop that shows mystery bases. You purchase them, they have random values that allegedly go higher, the higher the chance of getting the highest rarity of items. So if you see Leather Belt and it's 200, you know, artifact coins, whatever it is, it's probably like a, a rare. But if it's 20,000, it could be a headhunter, but it could also it won't be a be. rare. You know, they yeah. modified, how they said they modified, like, bosses in Axe to increase their rarity to make it have more items, but then they, they buffed removed, that... Like, they buffed it again on top because they're like, shit, we didn't buff it enough. That's the same people that are making that lady who you pay an extra ten times as many coins and you might get a unique. You won't. You'll never get a unique. It's RNG. Get fucked. It's a Chaos Orb. Just just buy the base off trade. Buy ten of the bases off trade. Buy ten Chaos Orbs and there you go. Yeah, but the, the yeah. thing is that the artifacts Chance that orbs. you get, do you, do, you, do you exchange for the... the is well, that I guess the only use for those ones? You can, you can sell them and trade, I guess, but like... I'm, I'm what shit, I'm trying to say yeah. is that these artifacts are specific to the uh, intended to, to the... that mechanic. I am shit talking exactly. at something I haven't played. I'm sorry for being Reddit. So you get like four things. different artifacts for the four different NPCs, like what? For the gambling, muttering, upselling, and exchanging, so they right. don't compete with each other. Your what? gambling currency is not your bartering currency or the your main, upselling. Or... The main guy. What do you do with him for his currency? The, the big guy the standing out front. The main guy. The main guy. For league specific stuff, he sells you logbooks and other artifacts and currency. Is there, was there a picture of that somewhere? Did I miss that? Like they didn't show a picture of that. They just said oh, okay. that. But Danik is the, the main guy. Right. And then there's Gwenon, who is gambling. There's Tuyin, who's bartering. And uh, Rog is upselling. Which, That's which the guy the with big the crafting chungus? options. Rog. Who's the who's the it's Grog? Okay. Rog. Big Chungus guy. Rog? Not not Grog. Rog. Greg? What's his name? Rog. His name is Rock. Best girl Rock. Rog. Rock Lake. R O G yeah. like the Asus monitors. Mm. He's half a rogue, but he's too fat to be a rogue, so he's a rog. Fair enough. Or he just oh. can't spell past three letters. He's best best girl. Ugh. You wanna know no, I shouldn't say that. Um Who's the best girl is? You can tell me too. I've heard no. I've already seen who best girl of this uh, league is, um, and I it's it's crazy how fast Rule Thirty Four artists work. Anyway, don't look it up. But people really like the Reaper skill gem, like really like it. Anyway, really what's your it. favorite skill gem? Oh God, Reaper. What's 
Rehab might too. But for other reasons, right? Or, or concoction, maybe. Concoction, I think, is flavor town. Is that the yeeting flask one, or is that not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They do look pretty good. Speaking of Doriani's fist or face breakers, there's ways to, on paper, it looks like, make those work together. I thought you were going somewhere entirely different with that. Yeah. Speaking That's of Doriani's fist. And the, the frozen orb thing. Totems mechanically, I mean, it's just, it's just mechanically I, I a good skill. I really didn't like the sound of slam totems. If they don't say you can't use Val skills, by the way. Do exerts? Would it? Would that even work? Like, what's? You're yeah, just trading exerts totems, for more totems. Everything that makes a slam good requires that you do the slam yeah. yourself. Yep. The ground slam could be done with attack speed, I think. Val ground slam. Yeah. You, you... The problem is you need attack speed. So th this is something that I might rant about. Uh, in my video is uh, slams are inherently, you know, very slow, big damage, big windup, and you can usually get hit and killed before the animation goes off, so you need to build attack speed anyway, just so you don't die. Now, totems, you summon them, they have an animation to spawn, and then they'll have that animation to slam, which also has a delay. So by the time the totem actually slams something, there's a pretty high likelihood that it's already dead. Also, the less multiple, it just has 30% less attack speed. Do yeah, you... it has 30% less no. attack speed on a slam Brutal. totem. Yeah. Hmm. Does it have 30% less attack speed on the gem? Brutal, bro. <laughs> yeah, so a slam yeah. with 30% less attack speed, and you have it to summon works the totem, and the totem has like... its own summoning animation. So it's Do Ancestral be Totems buff your other totems? Like, you know the Ancestral Totem that gives you, like, more attack speed or more attack damage? damage should, effectively. So then you you summon you're it's it's stacking against your own totem limit. But it, but then you're wasting a totem slot then. Yeah, but it's just like what are they called? I haven't played slams. What was the word I just used that you gotta scream before you fucking slam something? What are they called? War cry. Like war and stuff. You gotta you gotta throw down your war cry totems to then buff your three remaining totems, which then slam. It's fucking stupid. So a bit of a counterpoint here though. Exactly. Uh, spell totem has a lot of these issues as well. Uh, in the sense that you need to firstly go through the spell totem animation, uh, spell uh, summon, totem summoning animation, then the totem needs to cast, and then often the uh, like the damage projection of spells is sometimes not instant as well. So you think glacial cascade is still a skill that people use with spell totem most amount. I should say and it's stupid, but I love it. The best but slams though. in particular already had these weaknesses to the extreme, and the totem makes it worse. Didn't they say they're buffing melee skills to make up for newly added supports a Those little bit? Those are like strike skills. All oh, right. Do yeah, we know? It could, could be slams. Buffing yeah. could be a two percent. Yeah, but two percent. Yeah, at twenty percent, so that's at least five. Anyway, the, my point being that I'm just really annoyed that they didn't make slam animations work like flame dash. Yeah. Because the, if you're trying to encourage people to not build attack speed and then kill them for not building attack speed, it. All you need to do is front load the animation, like Flame Dash. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's the solution. Like, I don't think they it's, could it's, get, I mean, just to, in for the totem opinion, you mean, the or for, for self-attack? Just for the totems, not for actual melee. Fuck buffing actual melee. Um, you, can just you can just remove the less multiplier. Because yeah. you already have... Like, the difference between the spell totems and the slam totem is that... If a divine nair is, if they have all the same less multipliers and the same penalties, the, 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 the difference is still that when a mob walks off screen, your totem's going to start charging up. But for a slam skill, it might not have the same like aggro radius effectively because it's a melee ability. 
So it, it inherently is going to have a jump start at that whole process, which is like Ground Slam won't have because there's no way Ground Slam's targeting range is the same for the most part as Fireball or Divine Ire or whatever. So like inherently slams still get like triple fucked because of not only because they have all the things that are already bad about them, but now they're compounded. But now it's also less multiplier because it's totem. But now it's also yeah. because you have to that you're not in melee range. But you get like crush, five to six of them. I, because ice crush already has a less multiplier, so then you get double. Then you boils down to again, what's the what's the benefit of using it versus not using it? Well, let's see. Well, you can build diversity. What did you say, Gog? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, let's see what the uh, the less multiplier looks like at gem level twenty. If it's an eleven percent less yeah. less multiplier on attack speed, then I think that that ameliorates some of that issue. And I think I I reckon it's worth a try. There's sort of skill that I don't think it's going to be my playstyle, but I think it's it's not something that I would rule out as being worth investigating. The use case no is summon four it. totems on top of the boss. The instant the boss spawns, he gets slammed four times. Yep. And <laughs> ideally, that clear, four is bigger than your one. It's going to take like two seconds for it to slam a pack. So it's less efficient than just slamming yourself. Yeah. Does. This is unrelated. Does cooldown recovery for spell totems. Is, like, if you have a really good cooldown recovery and you have spell totems, does that mean they uh, it would use that? Uh, cooldown recovery rate does not interact with spell totems. Unless it's a totem that uses a spell that has a cooldown. I mean, it, that it does if I use Lightning Warp. You basically are the lightning totem. Warp, cooldown recovery rate does not affect Lightning Warp. Yeah. It's duration reduction. It goes from A to B in a set amount of time. You're just reducing that amount, Jim. Then why is my Lightning yeah, Warp faster? What? Lightning Warp's faster? Because you have higher cast speed? Or what do you mean? Uh, like skill cooldown recovery? I don't know. I it don't know. It only affects to... you from redoing it again, which is like a. Yeah, so very if small you press window. a skill oh, and like it does the, the little yeah. tick down animation on the hotbar, that's a cooldown. Can I just cool commission you, Yosis, to make me a build that works? I mean, none of your builds work, but can I? Can, can you just? Can you make me a leap slam totem build that works for clearing maps and stuff? Leap slam totem. I want it. Uh, that would be pretty easy. Though. I don't you think just... so. My 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 first thought is leap slam. The best way to make it do damage is to make it trigger shockwave. But I don't think totems can trigger things. Hmm. Uh, they don't have mana, so even if they could, they can't. I don't think yeah. shockwave should cost mana. Well, you said trigger. I was just making a joke. Yeah, it, oh, it gets okay. triggered by hitting things with the skill, so it, it has its own trigger built in. Hmm. But it doesn't have There's a no time for trigger jokes, it's only Jim. A support gem, yeah. Wound is too fresh. You said that like the trigger change only is for cast wound damage taken. It's not for items, but I don't believe Allegedly. you. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, like most of the discussions, we don't know until patch notes, like for sure. Like you're yeah, right. They could they could add a mana cost to cost freeze or get, something. Yeah, they could like basically rat fuck Joseph and just make all his dreams go to shit. <laughs> they I, should. I think cost freeze. There's a good chance because it's basically cast and crit, and you're still triggering a gem, and that gem has a mana cost. Which then means if, if they do it for Mjolnir, if you could somehow trigger Doriani's touch or something, Doriani's touch has a mana cost. It would yeah. cost mana. But I think if it's something like Shockwave that has no mana cost, it's not going to suddenly have a mana cost. So Flame Burst wouldn't have a mana cost because it has no inherent mana cost. Correct. I think Fire Burst will get a mana cost. Sorry, Fire Burst. I think they're gonna make it level fifteen. They should just make the trigger gem be the mana cost, and then they don't have to worry about fucking with all the other numbers. 
Fireburst like, nerfing is, I think, I in, in a line of many times in past history that a large swath of builds are going to get totally ruined because of one, like, you know, one kid in the class misbehaving. I didn't even Just get like to play when, it yet. Like when Flame Blast Prolif was so, so good, they decided to nerf Prolif instead of nerfing Flame Blast, and everyone playing Glacial Hammer cried because their builds no longer work. In a it, similar way, I think they're going to... Everyone playing cut. Glacial Hammer cried, so like All three six people? guys in the gym, yeah. I think they're going to... I think they're probably going to, like, severely gut Fire Dot Multi on Clusters and on Tree, which is really just going to be so sad for builds like Incinerate or Armageddon Brand that were just, like, just barely able to now do the entirety of the game are now going to be, like, getting gutted because of Fire Burst being just too strong. You know the other thing with Fireburst that surprised me? Like, I looked into the meta share of it, uh, Fireburst Ignite, and it's only like 6% of the ladder. Yeah, well, it requires some specific things that are not that expensive, but maybe just there might be a limitation of quantity. I don't know. I can build to like level 99 and full of health on it. It's the mistake of a build without question, but I just don't think the way of nerfing it is going to be nerfing everything else as a byproduct. It always feels bad to me. And like, further to that point, I just. It's always upsetting when they go for the mechanic versus the damage scaling. Like when they nerf Blade Vortex, like there's so much overkill involved in that nerf where it's. If you can nerf the damage effectiveness, you can nerf the damage it has. But when you start going for like duration, AoE, and cast speed, not only now is it do no damage, but it just feels like it like it didn't before. Like when they made Sunder have like no attack speed. It just I felt like I don't want to play many times about the double nerfs. The it's the one even there's like a four nerfs, but like yeah, again, it it's just the, the mechanical nerf. nerfs just feel so bad. Versus like I don't mind my build doing half the damage as long as visually and play wise it feels the same. Like I'll be able it, to get better gear eventually. You know, like it feels like they asked five different people how should we nerf this build, and they all gave five different answers, and they did all of them. Oh, I'm boy. convinced they're literally just throwing darts Shit. in the dark at this point. Like, it's like just, they, the they, they tell just... the dev team we need to nerf this skill, and then five devs independently do their own nerf. Could mm. be honestly, could be. And like, but it was, it was honestly, it was more than four because it was four on Blade Vortex, but then they also nerfed Signal Fire. They also nerfed Self Cursing. It was just so much. They're like, you know what, Spellbows, we don't like them. Which of I course is what Fire Fireburst uses now. What Fireburst uses. So it's like ironic, very strange. I just again like this. Every time they say we're buffing forty gems, I cringe a little bit because I know thirty of those buffs are going to be glacial hammer got five percent more damage. Now, now it's viable. Now ten percent faster. It's like f f this does nothing. This does absolutely nothing for anything. One but, thing like, though is that sometimes it's like so stat padding gem buffs. Sometimes they uh, that is enough to put a second best skill into best position. Uh, because, like, the way that the Path of Exile meta works is that there's such a strong flocking to whatever is actually best uh, that sometimes, like, the second best skill is only a couple of percent behind. No, I don't want to, like, call you up, but can you give an example of this in the past eight years? Where a, a minor a minor gem buff has caused a skill that was not good to be now considered what playable. What if I said a minor ascendancy buff? I say it again. What if I said a minor ascendancy buff instead? Well, how minor? Give me there were small numeric. There were small changes made numerically to the raider that took it from being broadly considered an absolute dumpster tier ascendancy to being one of the um, you know to being one of the more widely played ones. It was also numerical, right? They also made something that was conditional permanent. I think. 
they made it so that it was easy to get, uh, like, to have 100% uptime on phasing from memory. In their eyes, isn't there, like, a bunch of things that are utterly broken that players haven't discovered yet, though? Isn't that, yeah, like, the shtick? I think it's just them posturing, to be honest. Like... They could lie, and players could discover something they didn't find, Heralds, and then, fucking, boom, there's an entire meta I mean, that has no, to get patched. In my mind, there's no way, shape, or form that they knew about the interaction between cha Change of Emancipation and Hateforge to allow that build to exist. I, I know what some of those words mean. The, uh, the Change of Emancipation and Hateforge, basically instant infinite rage all the time constantly use all of I your i cannot bullets. believe that they thought that like I, I don't think that made it past i think that snuck past is what i'm saying yeah. i get you and um, there's things like that ilk like when they had during delirium league like i don't think they thought that percentage of aura effect was going to scale alt quality gems to the extent it did like i think that most of the time the things that they say are builds that are undiscovered or not because they implement them and they're like, oh, this is a cool thing to discover. It's they like, just know there's bugs. You know, they're just like throwing 50 things in a pot and seeing what the fuck is made, I think, half the time. And for the most part, it's always worked out, but sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes those key uniques spike to two mirrors and are now just like wet dreams for the average player. When I say average player, I mean 90% of the player base for hate forges. Like that's that's a very easy way to say average player because no one, most people do not have hate forges or cannot fathom even getting two mirrors in trade league. Well, let's say, I think a good way to say it is that 90% of players who have a level 90 character in this league are locked out of getting a hate forge now. Yeah, I mean, the, the rate in which you were, for, again, like, it's such a bad term, but the average player is accruing currency is almost less than the rate that that item is appreciating with value over the past three months. Every day it's going up more than they would be able to make in that day, almost. A it's like the real-life economy. I experienced this uh, a few yeah. leagues ago when... Uh, like Herald of Ash effect stacking was a huge thing. And oh, so and, and there was this badge of the Brotherhood Blade Vortex build. Oh, well, anyway, so the the yeah. the delirium unique gem or jewel that gave uh the keystone for like Herald of Ash effectiveness. Calamitous vision, yeah. Yeah, that build uh was super popular that league. I just wanted to do Herald of Thunder, man. And that <laughs> I had, like, three Exalt at the very beginning of the league, and I'm like, okay, this is two Exalt right now. Maybe it'll go down over time. Nope, it went 15, up to 20x 20. over the next yes. two weeks. And so I was <laughs> grinding X every day, and it was going up in price faster than I could grind. And then I bought that's it at 20x, and feeling. then it dropped down to 3x. Such a bad feeling. But I think that's also partially, like, I did, you know, thousands and thousands of maps in Delirium and hundreds of bosses, and I never saw nature's promise or whatever nature's resilience whatever that the, the green cluster jewel is called like it feels really bad like i don't think that most people i don't think that you necessarily should be able to experience get every single unique in the game but to the extent that where things end up in such a price point that is like crazy when it's almost like the year that i mean it's a bad thing but like the top trade league streamers are showcasing these builds with stream titles like number one build and path and then you have thousands of people watching that like oh i want to play that i want to emulate that but then it's like totally inaccessible that just kind of feels like I'm not sure what the resolution to that is because I'm not even playing trade. But well, if you want an interesting example of that, Garakan's flight. Have a look at the price of that this league, oh, and have a look. Yeah. It was June seventeenth, uh, when one of the like one of the largish content creators on YouTube posted a build guide around it, and Garakan's flight went from being fifty C all league uh, to then exploding to being like seven seven exalts in a sec in a single day. Uh, but that's the thing, the difference between 
a valuable unique and a, an elk shards unique is actually pretty small in terms of rarity. Uh, it really is a question of which side dominates or demand. And there are items where if they were 50% more common, uh, they would collapse in price. The best example, I, uh, uh, the example that's the extreme case of this that I always use is Atsuri's Promise. Uh, it is the best item that drops from the Atsuri encounters. Uh, it is widely used on in-game builds, but because it's got a 50% drop rate, it's, you know, it's elk shards when you get it. Um, nowadays though, oh, unless it's well rolled, but the thing is that that item, if that were a 5% drop rate instead of a 50% drop rate, that would be a two or three exalt flask. I think they should do that though. I think they should shift those tables around a little bit. And to, more to that point, I think that a unique item should not be crazy expensive in general because of that they're build enabling versus like what's a build where the rare is the number one linchpin item in the build build enabling wise Fireburst is the current example but aside from that the like 900 fizz dps foil or something that's about it but could you still play the build with a with a unique in that slot yep unique no 400 uh, like a, a random foil you pull out a heist that's a lot lower that's a lot lower quality yeah you can play it well i'm saying like ons heritage the sword is 350 dps with like 200 150 multi on saying you could you could fill a slot with a unique to the point where that the a build is not make or break because of that rare yeah 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 uh, so that, that doesn't exist with unique though are elevated um elevated elevated ailment avoidance maven mods uh, elevated cooldown avoidance. Um, oh, sorry, cooldown reduction shaper mods. Well, Some of those build is being made by those items. Do you want yeah. uniques to be more common, Lighty? I don't understand your I point. I want them to be accessible because they're the things that are enabling builds. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with this, specifically because I'm biased, because the thing that I enjoy most about this game is game-changing, uh, build-enabling modifiers on unique items, because, yeah. like... I don't, I don't care so much about numbers go up. I want a unique item that changes the way something interacts, and then I have, like, six unique exactly. items, and they all chain together. And so when one of those unique items, I mean, one of its effects is really, really powerful or something, and then it becomes, like, two mirrors expensive, I don't like that. You want a different thing? bad for the game. Yeah, I'll definitely go for it. What I would like to see more than anything else is Divine Orbs no longer be able to work on unique items. And the reason for this is that I like having chase unique items. Uh, and this way, if you had it so that divine orbs were no longer able to be used on um, uniques, and you've seen this done a bit with a lot of the chase uniques, like um, items that are designed as chase uniques. Uh, Watcher's Eye is largely immune to divine orbs. It's Divine orbs don't uh, re-roll the main function of a Watcher's Eye. Um, Leadership's Price is completely immune to divine orbs and that hasn't become a chase item but i think they intended it to be one uh what else is there that's uh voices is immune to chase uh, to divine orbs and these have become big big chase items um but you can get the core function of a voices on a voices five voices five in a trade league is four or five exalts uh voices five in a uh solo cell phone environment is about well it's one in three voices so you know what what's that maybe um 50 simulacrums to get definitely more than that since the last nerf but yeah keep going <laughs> and then you have um but you then have an upgrade path you have an upgrade path to a voices three you have an upgrade path to a path to a voices one 
and very few people are going to get there. But you get the core functionality of the item uh, and the upgrade is small. Contrast that to the upgrade between a pure stats belt, a replica headhunter, and then from a replica headhunter to a full headhunter. Uh, you know, those jumps are enormous. You're playing the game around the wrong way, lady. Sorry. Like, what? you're... You're playing POB more than you're playing POE. If your item, with, if the problem with your unique acquisition is you're not getting the one you want, shouldn't you like play SSF or whatever? Get your build enabling, get a random build enabling unique. You're like, holy shit, I have this now. I can make a build around this instead of going, I want to play this. There's three thousand uniques in the game. I need exactly that one. I'm gonna complain that I'm not getting exactly that one that I need because I've That's set up POB. That's what Yosis does. You should, I always say follow the drops and soul stuff. And so if you if you have your starter build which requires like minimal effort or investment, like whatever spells on your build, and then you get like a Mjolnir, it's like all right, cool, I'm rerolling Mjolnir. That's that's how I like to play Path in general. But yeah. it's more to the point of saying that there's just no shot in hell someone can play that inner or out of solo cell found for a lot of unique. I mean, you're saying like cool uniques that you love to play. I mean, Soul Seven. If you're playing Soul Seven, things like the Fulcrum, for example, like it's such a unique item. Because obviously, it's unique, but it's such a unique item in its mechanics. And if you were to try to get that, you could sit here for four thousand hours and you'd never get one. Mm. But it's just like realistically it's not even expensive in trade league and i just don't think there's any reason why it should be to the extent of inaccessible that it currently is especially for bosses like i'd rather do a boss you know uh more and have just more chance of getting the uniques and then they can have other drops like things like uh whether it's corrupted items or you know or orbs or something that have higher trade league value and just let the actual cool like you know the cool drop and thematic one be like the you know, the dying center of the star forge but maybe shaper has a one or not 50 drop of like a shaper's orb that makes an item into shaper influence or something what if they like destroy the bosses what if they destroy quant on items and rares and wind ripper and stuff but instead of just generic quant they make it you're more likely percentage increased chance to like get a quant? specific type like you're more likely to get an Aziri base or you're more likely to like you know take reliquary like take reliquary keys yeah watchstones but as an item fucking infant i mean just put them on watchstones maps in this area are more likely to drop I have a one percent chance when the killing a unique monster. Unique yeah, yeah, sure. They they so could definitely that, do that. If you make it target farmable, like if you make something that is broadly speaking, broadly spoken rare, uh, if you make it target farmable in some way, you're going to have a tremendous inf impact on trade league economies. Let's take for instance in this league, Chevron's wrapping and Prism Guardian are the same rarity tier, uh, but Chevron's wrappings has a divination card for it. And as a result, Chevron's Wrappings is miles cheaper than Prism Guardian, despite the fact that both of them are used on exactly the same percentage of endgame builds. And they're usually used together. Uh, Prism Guardian is just m the much more expensive item because there's a very small difference in supply. That small difference in supply is the divination card, the offering. I would say the difference in supply is Yes, yours is. Semi recently. Okay, that's why, because I'm like, but, I, I used to get like two or three of those per league. Yeah. Prison got a rarity nerf from tier three to two this league. Yeah. Uh, Both those items though are, as as far as I'm concerned, from my the way in my perspective, easy to obtain. Soul self found. Those are both easy to obtain items for me. So, like, you know, not that there's no direct path to farm them. In that, the best way to farm shavs isn't going to farm shavs bosses. It's farming heist. Yeah. and getting offerings and gambling them with hearts. So ultimately, it's not even as if things are target farmable 
in the way that you'd think they'd be target farmable, but target farmable in like a bastardized way. Bringing it but back to even why... Even then, if I was like, remove heist from the equation, the best way to get Unique's period is from Zana quantity uh, reliquary scarab stacked maps and using sextants to, scap to, to jump up the rarity. That's why I so, liked Bestiary, is because there's all the recipes and all the different things, like get a unique, get boots, get whatever. Yeah. Each of those beasts but then they, they ruined originally... That. Yeah, they, they ruined it. Like loose farming, I would say we... you would call it. You know, like segment... I don't, I, don't, I don't like like direct farming, if that... Maybe I didn't say that correctly, but I don't want like... I go kill shavs, I get shavs. I just want some form of more direction for the player to be able to loosely have a better chance of getting unique so they can make the builds. And even if, like, if you have a Prism Guardian and you have a Shavs, you still require so much to make most Prism Guardian Shavs build to the extent yeah. in which people are viewing builds that use those things. I mean, like, they... the rares are the linchpins of making things move smoothly, but you can't even get off the ground without the They kind of have it with Steel Rings and like Atlas Quadrant-specific items. Why can't they yeah. just extend that for uniques? Because, I mean, they're already... If they were uniques based on Steel Rings or whatever... You could assume that a unique steel ring would only drop in the Atlas Quadrant, then. So they just need Don't to. Hey, Stormfire is a unique opal ring, and I think it can drop anywhere. Correct. It's not like. So but... why the fuck do they make the base drop in a specific area, but then make the uniques drop everywhere? I think we're trying to decipher the ideology of, of hidden. The they just shadow count. They're like, we want to try this. Let's try it, and they try it, and they're, they're like, cool. I'm never going to remember anything we learned from this. Let's do something else. You're, but you're also assuming that they're divulging things that they try to a degree. I think there's most of the things that they've tried have been behind closed doors that we don't even know about. And I don't think they've, if they've been failed attempts or could have been responsible for certain possible slums or the cause of them could be issues in path that we've had, they wouldn't even say them. For example, if they said, like, they made some change that caused, like, okay, so during the league, they had a, a challenge that had unIDing uniques. And for some reason, the uniques, Cognum strategy and Allure, like, super fucking rare out of nowhere and that could have been something they did in the back end that they didn't want to say about and then now that item that was one elk is now 10 exalted for a challenge so you know they're not going to come out and say oh we made this change with how we identify our drops and allocate things because it's now affected the market in a massive way you, just, you have no idea what's going on in the back end so it, it's hard to say if they've even made changes that are re loosely related to what we're talking about because they may have we just don't know about it. I mean they Moses. did take the stuff that already was like that and I am reading your chat, Catmaster, like Guardian drops, and they made those drop everywhere now, instead yeah. of just specifically. If anything, they're going the opposite can, yeah. direction. That was a weird... Yeah, that was a weird decision, to be honest. <laughs> Very unthematic, in a way. Um... Question on unique farming. If you were trying to farm Rizlatha's coil, because that's considerably rarer than Chevron's wrappings, uh, yeah. or, you know, Garakan's flight, or one of, those, one of the Pantheon-themed uniques, how would you go about doing that? Would that be heist unique chests again? Or? No, that would be a, a quantity Zana map. You would have to craft up a triple beyond and then use a winged reliquary scarab on and then use the increased rarity farming, alva, stack. magic monster, It's basically monster, the equivalent of what we did in, in Harvest League to get the three, four, five thousand uniques in one harvest area. You do the exact same thing but in a quantity map instead. I mean, these days you could just, I, excluding Rislantha's Coil, if you want like any other unique, just go kill like fucking, what's his name? The big, Kata go kill Katava, they've buffed his rarity. You're gonna get so many uniques now. Yeah, I mean, if you did, if you did like five of those maps, you'll probably get 80% um, of the uniques in the game to drop within five of those maps. Multiple times over. If you were in, if you were in trade league and you had the like player quantity added to it, you're probably getting 
900, like every unique that could drop outside of boss locked situations would probably drop. Maybe bar like Maloney's or Headhunter. So they could. Maloney's is assigned tier rarity as Rosloth's coil now. They could segregate uniques into different quadrants of the Atlas as a fix to if they wanted to stop people doing specific, like if there's a watchstone in a certain area that enables that kind of thing happening or a skill gem, like the Alva one, like the magic monster, you only encounter magic monsters in Alva in like the top right quadrant at the moment. They could make only specific uniques drop in that quadrant. So if someone was doing that strat of printing 80% of every type of unique in the game, now you can only get like 7%. And people would appreciate it because if they wanted specific uniques, they'd go to a specific quadrant to farm it. And I it mean, would also... In general, of like, if I want to get, if I want to dedicate my time in this league to like these two mechanics, I can go, like, that's pretty much what I feel like the, because Echoes is too big for one person to experience all of it fully now, I think. Definitely, if you're playing only a couple hours a night, you're no way you're maxing out on everything Echoes related as far as truly delving into those mechanics in one league. Like, there's no way you're doing, like, oh, I'm going to run 200 temples. I'm also going to get to delve 2,000. Like, it's just too much to do, I think. I mean, it's general. not about you're supposed to do everything. It's about player choice, and you just pick what you want, and you do it. Most people yeah, are like, I mean, I my player choice is to make as much money as I can, and I'm going to pick everything Everything else is, everyone else is picking, and I'm going to follow my... See, Cat, Cat Master, you're making faces like you want to say something. I'm thinking. I'm, I was trying to calculate. That's why I was making a face. But you said three hours a night. Let's say six days per week. That's like eighteen oh. hours per week. I think it's probably like generous for like the average, the mm -hmm. average player again. The, the three hours is not. That's not two hundred hours. I mean, yeah, for for the average player, definitely you're not delving into all the echo stuff. But if that's your goal, then you can do that in two hundred hours. I think you could probably dip your toe in everything a little bit. But I think you'd feel ultimately unsatisfied. Where it's like, I got to, I mean, I don't know, because again, it's all based on the person. It's like, I did everything once, and then I'm done. Like, I think that would be, like, the kind of time you'd have yeah. to invest. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't like be that. farming Maven repeatedly or something like that. Yeah. You'd be like, I did one Maven, I got to depth 200, I, I did, I got a couple temples, and then I'm done. And that's it. Just because, I think, that's another thing, is the bloating path now, like, the overall mechanic bloat has been, like, it's pretty, pretty big if you're not playing a lot. Where there's just a lot of shit to do, which I think is a double-edged sword because it's obviously yeah. daunting for someone who's never played, but it is, in a yeah. way, also endless content. Incursion, Delve, Heist didn't exist for me this league. I didn't have time. Betrayal? Oh, Betrayal. Uh, I think I needed a very specific Betrayal craft. I keep naming it. Ashling? Uh, it Level was uh, trigger-socketed spells in Helmet oh, when you focus. Yeah. I needed that. What the... Don't ask, he's very proud, and he will go into great detail to the, explain his 20-step process to one-stopping shaper. my turn. Yes, I, I will take any opportunity to sneak he's the vegan the of PoE that I'm making a video of next week. It's like the guy at the Trader Joe's who walks up with the fucking clipboard trying to save the whales. <laughs> Let me tell you about the whales, man. Hey, check out my 1x budget one-shot build. Yep. Please sign my petition. Let's see how long it stays 1x once you post a video on it. Let's see if it survives oh, the patch. I'm it to be nerfed into the ground in next league anyway. So. If there's 20 steps to it, that's 20 possible things could, that could get destroyed in the upcoming patch. It's called the, the Mathel effect of back in the old day when it first happened. Just like... It's noticeable, like, the Mathel effect is really noticeable. Even, uh, like, I caused a mini Mathel effect once on um, Legion, Legion League start. I caused a mini Mathel effect on Zephy's heart. And I, w I was goofing around with it. I wasn't trying to use it seriously. And I caused the item price to triple. 
in oh, like... I made I made a wand go from one C to one X. Yeah. yeah. I, I during uh Harbin Julie, I just posted the picture in, in like the chat room, but I when I used to play this like the last one of the last leagues I played trade, we would be getting like me and my trade group, which was like fifteen, twenty people, um, we would this we just monitor YouTube channels for things and then we would just totally annihilate the markets the next day. Yeah. Pretty much. To the point where it was just nothing but detrimental. Which is also one of the reasons why I left Solo Southland, because all that shit's like it's a conversation to have, you know, weekly in, in stream, but like I'm convinced trade is just like a bad place because everything is like on limits. Like you could you could effectively scam, lie, cheat, market manipulate as much as you want. I've never seen any real repercussions because effectively if you do it within the game state, it's all it's all kosher as long as it happens to a degree. So I played EVE Online and there was a bunch of like market manipulation that I was involved in there and god that was fun. Like I remember once um, I found like there's a, I realised there was going to be an upcoming shortage of an item so I bought six or seven thousand of it of just a common consumable. Uh, I guess the equivalent in Path of Exile would be like something you have six or seven thousand of on the market at a given time. Let's say the sorry, like a the glass blower bobbles or something like that. No, nah, no, nah, it's going to be rarer than that. Um, like essences. divination card, the hoarder. Say uh, okay, oh, sure. the hoarder would would have no. Actually, let's go divination card, arrogance of the Vile. There'd be a few thousand of those on the market at once, but you could efficiently just bulk purchase things in Eve. So I just bought all of them, uh, and then I made a post explaining why this was going to be rarer in the future, and people agreed with it. And so uh, I just sold them back at like 160, 170% of what I bought them for and did this over, you know, over a period of a week or two. Uh, now, I wasn't lying about that post. Uh, you know, like the shortage was real and I just was the first person to realize it was coming. Uh, but the sort of things you can do like that in, a, in anything we... where there's real loss PvP and that's what trade is. We could all be scumbags, but instead we chose to be content creators. Some of us chose to be scumbags and content creators, like Lighty, but... We don't. He's in SSF now, so he doesn't have the time to be market manipulating. And it's totally easy to do because of our shit trading system. And I'm not. I, I don't care, Chris. Do what you like. Like you're not watching this. That's fine. I don't care, Chris's underling who used to be on Reddit all the time, but is now listening to podcasts and still wants to die. Trade's fine as it is. If we had a trade that wasn't for like console trade like you can search rares and stuff if we had a trade that was specifically for bulk items like maps and currency it would be like eve online and it would be a shit show i agree like, yeah you really it would scale up the ability of an actor like i like what i was doing in eve that stuff wouldn't work in path of exile because the labor time would be too high uh but you could really really do it i crap yeah, if you had some sort of RuneScape Grand Exchange oh, hell yeah. Chaos Orb or something. Someone just would just buy every single Chaos Orb. And then delete them, them to spite the to economy. To be fair, though, Grand Exchanges have purchase caps and items. Yes, holds. that you would have to have a very specific system like the Grand Exchange where it's like, I think like even I want, when they I had have have like that. restrictions on... Just have it for a league like, like we had Harvest. You couldn't give someone 100k. Like there was a trade limit Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. to prevent like world trading when they and had that it. and the Grand Exchange at the same time. Yep. And there were purchase limits that vary by I, item. I'm not sure if that's still in Path, but that used to be in Path. You couldn't trade until level 30. I'm not sure if that's still in that's Path. That's still a thing. It's like 20 level 20 right? character on your account. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why you trade with someone with the lush hideout who's level 25. No gear. It's I, always a bot. 
I was going to ask, since everyone else shared their story, if Catmaster has ever impacted the economy, but then I remembered he plays like SSF hardcore, so probably not. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't impact economies. Your well, impact is like bit, maybe you could a little make a build bit. that was so good in SSF hardcore that someone tries to replicate it in trade. Or no, I, I, it's I so good that, that you get a patch note. build and like when I when I first started streaming during Abyss League, I made that build with the uh, the white wind dagger, and I'm yeah. pretty sure that that raised the prices of some things in relation to that Hell build. Yeah. But it's just one of many elemental attack builds at the time because that's before they were dead. But I do remember that like uh, several people rebuilt the build after the build video and then yeah came up to me and were like, oh, I got the build too, so and so many DPS. And <laughs> I was like, wow, that's way better than mine. <laughs> it happened like artificially in Harvest. Like for, I started I started Golems in Harvest and so did like three other people who streamed. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what, as like my, I, I started Golems, Pox started Golems and someone else did. And it golems didn't get buffed for four leagues from that point previously, so I don't know why the fuck it just happened to be we all played golems, but it totally fucked up the gem. Like jewels were just so expensive out of nowhere, and that entire not sorry not harvest heist league, um, it was just like crazy well, how the price of. Do you not like see a build? Do you not look at a league and go, "What build would be good for this?" I assume most no, people I, do that. I spin a wheel. I spin oh, okay. A, I well. Think, Heist League is literally, hey, there's going to be some doors and you're going to have to wait for them to open. And people are like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to play Totems and Golems. That's, Blaze, that's what I saw when, when Heist was spoiled. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm going GC Mines. I don't know if I should share my market manipulation. Like, I didn't do it on purpose, but it turns oh, out if you... RMT? No, it turns out I don't, I didn't, uh, because <laughs> I like living, being poor. Um... I like my in-game currency. Number go up, very good. Incremental games are so fun. Uh, if you list something, if you list a hundred of something, you're on the entire page, right? Ooh, so yeah. I listed a hundred Windrippers in Standard that were all Legacy. So my price, which I didn't list a price, I just listed them and they were on the API. So people who were looking for Legacy ones got a, got like their pings, right? And it went crazy. And they're like, oh, there's a hundred of this crazy. And they and then I delisted them because fucking sta standard scammers started DMing me and scam offering me and all this stuff. But because I had listed a hundred of them and had filled the page, the Poninja API saw a hundred of them get listed for like a chaos each because I was being a cunt. And then saw them all disappear and Poninja API went, oh shit, a hundred legacy Windrippers just sold for a chaos each. And the graph of like the price in standard was like, dit, 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 boom. And then some guy like literally... Someone sent it to me. There was a post on Reddit. There's this guy named Slippery Jim. He's price fixing Windrippers in standard. What can we do about this? And I'm just like, well, shit. But nothing came of it because it's standard. No one cares. No one's gonna. I, I destroyed a legacy item market. Yeah, right. Did it bounce get... back to the same, or did it? Bounce it it bounced back to like 20 C cheaper or something. Like they're not they're not quant legacy. They're crit legacy or whatever. So it's like. GGG well. cares about standard. Never yeah, they, yeah, they totally. Otherwise, we wouldn't have void leaks. I think more people should play standard. To be honest, I think like everyone that says <sighs> leagues are too short to do everything I want to do should should consider playing standard. Yeah, and that's a common that is a common section of the player base. Like if you're someone that is skilled enough to beat the Maven, uh, but does not have enough play time to get to the Maven in a temp league then you should... Standard's the right place for you. Especially since I don't know what your goals there. are again. 
Like yeah. a lot of people enjoy the fresh start and getting their hands on the newest content. And even I would like play in standard. the time when, when I didn't like finish the Atlas or whatever, like I enjoyed Templeeks way more than permanent. So, Before you start, yeah. Yosis, is the fact of you would play standard? Is it you would play standard, but you want people to try and replicate the cancer that you make? And like standards full of broken stuff, but if a new player comes in and tries to replicate you, they can't exactly do it in standard because you got to be rich. Almost all of my videos, I have some sort of don't try this at home. I don't yeah, want but people, people to replicate my build. Well, they're gonna. Uh, so the reason I almost play standard is I I absolutely hate losing progress, which is why I don't play hardcore. So you could say, oh, every league I lose my entire character. But uh, the reason I don't play standard is because usually when the league's over, my build gets nerfed for the next league. So it gets nerfed in standard too. Yeah, that's because you play broken stuff, like silly broken bit. Yeah, it, it almost always abuses something that's going to get nerfed eventually. Do you play things to try and get them nerfed, or do you just play things that you find that are cool? I'm pretty sure the uh, the one video where I abused Ball Molten Shell, I think that directly led to it getting nerfed. What the fuck? Sorry, that got a weird DM. Um, Stop it. Please. <laughs> He's in my stream all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, another thing that came from that video, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that got uh, Elementalist Prolif removed. Why? Like on the Elementalist Dick? Ascendancy, it used to prolif all elemental ailments on that one node, and they just totally got rid of it. Because they're like, well, all of these prolif procs are just sitting there and slowing down the server. That was, I'm 90% certain that I had something to do with that. So when they nerf something into the ground and destroy it in five separate ways instead of just destroying it in one way, could it be that there are five different versions of the build that, like, there's the there's the ultimate build that is on the highest point. It's not the best version of the build. It's just the highest point of the build section in Pwn Ninja, right? And that's the one that all the Reddit people try to copy. And they make their own version of it, but they only use like one aspect and it's not as good but it's still the majority of players are playing fire burst in five different ways and then they nerf each of them instead of nerfing the main one in like its main damage capacity no the no? reason that's that's total bullshit is because they all share a common thread that could be nerfed but Which... being fire burst so if you're saying oh there's a fire burst initial hit there's a fire burst ignite there's a fire burst whatever cold conversion build and you, instead of nerfing cold conversion instead of nerfing ignite instead of nerfing initial hit you just nerf Firebird, and that takes care of the problem. So the yeah. same way that instead of nerfing, if the issue is that, oh, there's a, uh, you know, a, a self-cursing Bladefall Bladebuster, Blade self-cursing, you know, Bow Builder, self-cursing Blade Vortex, you don't nerf each individual skill, you nerf the thing that the common threat is, which is self-cursing. I don't think they play their own game. <laughs> I've said this many times. But they I don't have think to, they play right? their own game to the extent that the, the, these decisions make sense and i am in, totally in a bubble but still but like, if they're it like seemed, it's so clear to me that if their goal is to slow the players down wouldn't nerfing extra shit be good if if they're already known for nerfing a whole bunch of shit every league if they suddenly stop doing that like people are going to notice yeah, but i don't think that's a badge you want to wear with pride as a developer to be Why known not? as the, the because that's just because... A, it's a not fun position Right. Yeah, uh, I have I have survive. something of a perspective on that. Yeah. Where it's um, 
obviously you nerf the things that are totally game breaking and trivialize the game, right? Like if, mm -hmm. if for some reason Blade Vortex with this one particular item did literally a billion damage, then of course you would get rid of that. But if you spend all of your time nerfing anything that is not baseline, you end up being like those uh, game developers who see someone speedrunning their game and they fix every single speedrunning bug. It's like some games, their popularity, their enjoyment depends at least slightly upon being able to do yeah. stuff like that. And they're like, no, we don't want someone to be able to speedrun our game, be faster than normal players. And they just take away everything that's fun for that community. We've been given yeah. the lore that our characters have literally killed gods, yet we somehow are getting flicker strike to death in the fucking cave. Like, I, I don't understand how even the, that at, crab's at the killed like four like, gods on the way here. What are you talking about? It's, it's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> hmm. Well, I can't keep adding new and amazing things every league without destroying other things. Otherwise, it's just going to be that crap. New and amazing things every league, though, to a degree. I mean, we, we've seen that revisiting old content is, is an effective way to create excitement through. A lot of these things, like, you know, even adding a singular drop to Mastermind has opened up a lot of builds, like, doors. But if they didn't add something, like, amazing and build-enabling, there's, like, a third of the player base who are here for a for playing new things, Yosus, etc. Like, everyone's got their own unique goals that they want to get out of a league, and so they need to add a new skill gem, or they need to add a new loot thing, or they need to add a new boss for each individual person who are playing the game specifically for that reason. It depends. Like sometimes, there, sometimes there's um, like yeah, adding relevance to an existing boss is enough. I think like, they just so have to give us the tools. It's, the burden isn't on them to make builds. The burden on them is to provide tools for us to do with them what we want within the game. That's like right. not that it's not their decision to make, but that's like for it to be a healthy meta. It's essentially like these are this is your play doh. Let's see what you make with it. And if it's overly r ridiculous, then it'll be nerfed next league. I think yeah. that's. For the but most like, part. but instead, it's like here they're giving us pre-done molds for certain things, or they're like just it's just too much constraint. I feel. Well, like. you're like, here's when my they... build. I made it. It's made with this, and they come along with a hammer and smash it in five different ways. And then you go, okay, I'm not going to play this again. I'm going to play something else. And then you make that, and they smash that one with a hammer in five different ways. And even if they did that, that would be okay. But the issue is when they're smashing your build, the shrapnel's hitting ten of the builds. Yeah, that's, that's but the deal with it. Just. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah, there are builds that only last a couple of leagues and they weren't particularly broken, but that's fine. That, that, I don't think anyone complains about that, though, to be honest. I, I don't think the, I mean, you, someone's always complaining, but the vast majority of players aren't being like, you know, if when, like, Slayer Cyclone got nerfed after Legion, it was good for, like, four leagues. And it's like, okay, you know, our time is now. Like, Archmage, big mana builds. If, it, if when, when slash if it gets nerfed in three days, no one's surprised by that. It's like, yeah. this is, yeah, this has been really fucking good for a really long time and our time has come, and that's okay. But the problem is, the nerf they're going to do to that, I fear, is going to be hitting not Archmage Big Mana. It's going to be hitting, like, Hierophant and Raider, which is then going to be killing ten other builds, and then it's, oh, it's just, like, the, the collateral damage can be brutal when they do these things. More surgical would be better. And, like, yeah, the well, yeah. surgical nerf there would be to simply accept that, Arch like, would be to say to Archmage, all right, we're changing Archmage, we are making it so that we accept this is going to ruin its use during leveling, but we're just going to reduce the numbers on Archmage hard. And that's okay. Uh, I guess, I guess you're, you, you know, it's like, like you said, surgical. Right now they're performing surgery with like a chainsaw, but it needs to be like a scalpel. Or you could smash um, Pledge of Hands. 
be the other thing sure. you could do in that build that's pr that's much but even more... then the best archmage builds are dual wielding double influence scepters so like so you smash pledge of yeah. hands and the other shit you can you can by doing and you lower like... mana scaling on the tree and you nerf hierophant for some reason yeah so it could be a combination of like just touching the like this is a good example of when you think things like we've got 40 gem buffs they make glacial hammer five percent better that does nothing but if you were to take a build like archmage and then maybe reduce the effectiveness of your mana node on tree by 10 15 percent and also make agnostic 18 from 20 also make mom 25 from 30 like that doesn't affect the builds just using mom and just using agnostic and just using the mana nodes what that does do is that make the one offensive build archmage agnostic big mana builds uh now more in line with where it should be considering its investment which is all we really can ask is considering this investment is it relatively in line with other builds with a similar investment if the answer is yes then that's probably good balance if the answer is no then you have like the fire burst builds or flame burst builds that are just like 10x and they could shit on the entire game like that feels a little bit disingenuous for power scaling would you like it if they complete opposite spectrum specifically buffed one thing and they knew full well that that's going to be the op broken thing but the thing that would limit most people from playing it is the economy I mean, they, or do you like finding do you like legion yeah i mean do you yeah. like finding things on your own or would you rather them so, coming out being like here's the herald sort of like inherit need to play what is best or what is most effective but in a way like that burden is none of like their and my business if they feel like oh if i'm not playing the best build i'm not playing path right mm -hmm. then that's just a mindset that they now have that i would view as like incorrect i guess which is just like you, you could do everything in the game with a variety of builds that should be the focus is that there's you know you have different routes to take not that if i'm not taking the best route, i'm not doing it right so if they made a build that was like oh this build is the best build well if you've played path for any extent of time there's always a best build i mean even right now the best build is also dependent slightly on your your wallet like if the like everyone how do we go around sorry with you cat what's the best build in path of exile Valor always brings us up. There's like the best build. It also depends on like how fast you are. He he knows the best the build. Extent. He's not saying it because he doesn't want other people to know the best build. What's the best yeah. build you're willing to say publicly, Cat? Uh, the, the, the slam duelist. Okay. What what about you, Gog? What's the best build? Probably be inclined to uh, to lean towards uh, some sort of stat stacking ranged attack. Okay, Juices. He's going to say his build. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think the best build in the game is just a really zoom-zoom, magic-fine character. Okay, Jim? Herald of Thunder, Autobomber. Okay, everyone gave a different answer. Yeah. Which is interesting in itself. Which I, is I would say the best build is, is aura stacking, and it requires roughly 45 mirrors to do. Oh, I thought we meant I, obtainable. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, but I was like, actually, like, by my definition of best... That's fair. I would say best is just can do the most content the fastest. But you can't like, do the content if you can't afford the build, buddy. But that's the point is that you know, you know, affording a build is is like a twofold luxury. Like you could say that oh, not everyone should be able to afford to build, but then you could all say oh, we should have chase items. So it's like it's a cursed stance to take. And if we were to say that, they would be, you know make a decision like well, we think the best build is like well, it's been around for three leagues. It hasn't changed. Or stacking has been the best build. The difference is the price mark has just gone up. It's like you require four one passive voices to make the best version of aura stacking. And it's like crazy. Is that a chocolate bar? What is that? <laughs> okay. 
In before, is... every build we just said gets nerfed in the patch notes. Just saying. Go ahead. Yeah, What's I mean, your it's, chocolate? it's just like, if they want to say we've got a best build coming out, it happened, the league that went over was the best. It, I don't know what the best build is this league as far as what they, people would perceive it is in trade league, but you could easily say it's a Fireburst build. You could easily say it's even COC, which I don't think is the case, but it's just whatever build can kill everything the fastest and never die. To me, that's what the definition of best build is. But when you start bringing like the price point to the equation, that's when it's like, it's almost irrelevant in trade league. Because if a group can do it, then anyone, then you could do it technically, you know. You could just cheat. <laughs> it's a route too. I mean. The best build like, is the one you, you play in a party. Because then you're supported by your best friends. And sharing. Are... And sharing. And then, and like a weekend, honor. you get banned, and then you play next league MB. Yeah. Hmm. Even I haven't even played this league. What's that, sorry? Uh, you you said MP? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I said he might not even play this league. There's a good oh, chance. Right. Maybe playing the new. He might be playing the Amazon game in this group. The new world. It's called. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Either way. So what do people say to moving on to discussing some of the new skills? I'd say you're a train conductor and stop trying to keep it on the rails, bitch. I'm not. It's fine. Go for it. Pick something. Go. Go. Yeah. Whatever you want to talk about. Let's do it. I can talk about Reaper if you want. Yeah. Yeah, go, go, go. It's a she lady. It's, uh, well, we don't know that for a fact, you know. He, no, 2021 is the current year. He said she like 17 times. Chat was exploding every I time. What, I don't know who you're talking about. Sorry. Chris said um, she. You know, Caesar, all of them's to me, okay. Um, either way, yeah, Reaper's an interesting one. Reaper's a, a, a minion skill that it says, uh, at least on level one, it says you can summon one maximum Reaper. Um, we have no idea if that number could somehow increase. It the will same stay way one because if you had more than one, they'd just eat each other. Yeah, but that could that could be a thing. We have no idea. I don't know. I'm just saying, in general, Spectre's at level it, it 26. and level. what it does when it eats something. It just says it gets more Correct. powerful. Correct. That's what I'm saying. The verbiage is open to interpretation, so that could be an option for maybe a specific unique even that says you you can have two Reapers and they don't eat each other. Long story short, it's a minion that makes your other minions more shit and weaker, and it occasionally will eat minions including Anime Guardian. And there's some interesting interactions that it could have. Um, one is it specifies that it does a range of AoE, melee, fizz, bleed attacks. And if you were to reactivate the skill, similar to like Deathmark, it will target a location to an AoE ability. Um, there's some little uh, alleged cheese you could do by playing it as an elementalist, which it would be eating your golems, and they would be re coming back to life instantly, and you could basically have an infinite food supply. That's predicated on golems not getting nerfed in two days which is totally possible that they remove that interaction or make it maybe cost mana with the new mana changes to trigger skills, and that would be sad. Um, either way, though, uh, it looks like it's a cool thing. <laughs> do you think it has an animation for eating a minion that stops it from attacking things? I almost guarantee it. Didn't you I'm see sure the... Did anyone actually close. watch the live stream? It eats a minion. It, I, yeah, but I'm saying what he's saying is that animation might be animation canceling ability that was now on cooldown, or that was off cooldown that might not be put back on cooldown, maybe either. Right. I'm saying like it's, it's possible that if you infinitely summon golems next to it, it'll just spend 100% of its time eating the golems. It only eats when it's low on hit points, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't eat when it's topped off, and it doesn't eat when it has whatever the Yosis has is gonna set it on fire with infinitely spawning golems and sit in his hideout totally like a madman. It, it could have interactions that could eat your skitterbots. I have no idea. Like, there's certain things that it could do. It could eat your SRSs, which really trigger minion instability. That could be a thing. It could be like, oh, I SRS, it eats the SRS, they blow up from instability. 
that now does damage. You know, there's tons of go delve and it eats the miner that eats your yeah. light source and you die. It could eat, it could eat the, it could eat the actual delve unit. It eats, eat your, eats the cat from heist. You know, conversion just... trap. You convert the enemy, exactly. and then your reaper eats it for a one-hit kill. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the possibilities already that I could have it's are interesting, gone. but like the idea of having one giga minion has been something honestly that I would say a lot of players have wanted ever since they first introduced Montgrules, the one-hand scepter that made your zombies bigger, and they I... hoped the verbiage would be like we get one giga zombie, but that was never the case. Which is what Diablo has is like the Garg, you know, the Goliath, big gargantuan thing. And now we have one giga minion, Hell which yeah. is either going to be really cool really and shit. fun or super clunky and have terrible AI. Yeah, I'm it better be really be good. The other concern is it's not going to be aggressive because based off the video, its aggro radius did not look like the same aggro radius as if a minion had feeding frenzy. And if you have to run feeding frenzy with it in its six link, that'll kind of feel bad that you're now have to allocate like the Grim Reaper isn't aggressive enough towards killing things thematically feels kind of shit but the mechanic itself looks really interesting and it's at level 28 so it's basically the same loose progression as specters i guess so i look forward to playing that and interacting with it and hoping it's not absolute dog shit i just think the damage projection is going to be an issue with it uh, uh yeah i mean the scaling could be terrible <laughs> no, we're not suggesting the damage will be bad just the oh, projection okay. hit, to hit things in different spots on the screen simultaneously. Sure, yeah, because it doesn't have tags, which is a little spooky. It doesn't have, like, AoE um, projectile tags. But, it again, that's the thing. We don't really know for a fact, because there actually is some specters that inherently only have melee tags, but actually have abilities that technically have projectiles you can multiply. Like, I think even Crush Claws are actually tagged as having like, no projectile, no multiple ability, but then you could give them like a multi-strike, and now they actually do multiple geysers. So it's like a pseudo AoE increase. So they could have something like that where maybe not, like whatever side of, sort of like cyclone of blades it puts out might not be able to be increased inherently from projectiles, but if you give a multi-strike, it might shoot out three of them. So, we, you know, it's just one of those things we have to mess around with. Make it a support, then give it a different spell, and then it can use that. Boom. I want to flick a strike Reaper. Arcanist brand minion? Yes. That would be cool. Which is that's just like instead of playing the game yourself, you're specking out a minion to play it for you, and like, yeah, I'm in the back. Good well, job. I'll pick up the like, loot. Minions right now are in a very terrible spot overall, unfortunately, and that's that's like again like the unfun way of nerfing minions is they have consistently gone after their survivability, which mm. is just like the least fun shit. Because if you're trying to do like even now doing, like I have a, a minion build in Soul Seven that's basically mirror tier gear from Harvest. Um, and it's like five specters as juice as they can go, and they die in like tier 16s with investment. And that feels really fucking bad because you now have to stop what you're doing, desecrate, go back to my hideout, let me find the corpse. And it's just like, you know, I wish there was ways to get around that. And I think that it would have been a lot, a lot better again if they just go after the damage. Like the damage is the thing that's going to slow down your clear and make you have to invest more. But now survivability, like if you're playing a minion build. I think it's almost like 30 of your passive points on tree go to either jewel sockets, which mostly invest in the survivability, or clusters, or actual just survivability on tree, for them to really survive in like high tier content, like delirious tier 16s. That's a, and that's on top of you already investing that much survivability into yourself. So now you're babysitting yourself and them, and it just feels like at this point, why am I playing minions for loose automation? Well, then you know, you have auto bomber builds, you have mines that auto target. So it's yeah, if like... you're making an aura bot to buff your really strong reaper, why not just 
play Which a skill is yourself. A sad point that most minion builds now look just like aura stacking builds. Yeah. Which kind of has gone away from like if you looked at a Golomancer now, you'd be like, Oh look at that guy aura stacking. Oh, he happens to be using a convoking wand. Like you would be surprised that these builds aren't just playing aura stacking builds. Um they're basically taking a big hit in damage and a little bit in survivability to instead play aura stacking to just have their playstyle automated. Which is fine, but it's become so homogenous, like it's so samey when you look at aura stacking your minions. Which is maybe a problem. It could be blinks in my ass. I have no idea. But it just feels bad when you look at, like, Peewee, you know, not this accurate, but you look at Peewee Ninja and you type in, like, a lot of the key uniques for aura stacking and then minion builds are coming out. You're like, oh, is this some party play? And you're like, nope, soul self found. They're just like, this is the best thing to do now. It's just aura stack still. And then, yeah, it feels kind of bad. But again, they're doing it for defensive reasons. Like, most aura stacking minion builds are doing it because of purities, because of even the bubble from discipline, like to make sure the minions don't die. Mm. So, yeah. I Your mean, turn, cat. We'll what, talk what about the say? concoction what, build. Go. <laughs> I have no concoction build plan. That was not my skill that I picked. Honestly, what, what, that, what that's you pick? part of a preparation that I. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually interested in seeing how much you can stack bone shatter yeah, bone that, shatter. yeah. I'm go with the, the juggernaut bone shatter league start maybe mm. and then uh, transition into when that sucks transition into the, the meaty slam build I, I just look at the earthbreaker support it does have 50% increased totem placement speed so it doesn't seem that bad I mean yeah it's going to yeah. take ages to get that slam out but then you can I don't know how far you can place them, right? Like a spell totem, you can put to the edge of the screen, technically. A ballista, yeah. which also has the increased totem placement speed, you have to drop at your feet. But the other melee totems, like Protector and Warchief, you can, you All can different summon a little bit further. Yeah. So I, I have no idea how it's going to be. Like, that actually is going to determine for me how good it's going to be. Because if I can place that on the edge of the screen, instead of walking to the edge of the screen and slamming myself, then, then there might be some... Tower in safety to, uh, and place it really far away near the boss. Get a little. Yeah, uh, it, looked, it looked pretty good in the video, and shield. they said that they specifically were not decking out the characters in in mirror tier gear this time in order to demonstrate the skills or yeah, something like I that. I like that also. They did that. They specified yeah. like this. We're all wearing shit gear, so this is like the baseline, <laughs> or even below it. You know, even the um where they turned off the, like the uh, enemy AI and just did like target dummies to show you how the skill works really low yeah, level like, like, and just, then like yeah because in, in a in a way that kind of like disappoints people because you see a lot of those builds that were like you know this has terrible AOE it's like yeah but we've invested zero AOE entry zero gems zero anything and this is what it looks like you can imagine from the scaled up so it's yeah. kind of weird when they like it's a double edged sword you know yeah when they uh, show off those things. Yeah, I haven't played haven't played melee in like one or two leagues. I think was that a ritual that I actually started with uh, with um, the bleed gladiator. But yeah, what Last was the name league, of the um, only spellcaster? The flask throwing skill, concoction is it? Concoction, explosive concoction. Let's call it flask. Does it do ignite? Is that what it is? And then it's like depending on your flask. It depends on the flask stuff. you you have. It yep. Well, it has things. base fire damage. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't actually. Yeah, it has fire base damage. fire damage, and then ruby so flask just makes it do more damage with ignite. 
if it eats mm. if it eats ruby charge, it gets thirty percent more ignite damage. Like to me, one. it reeks of Trinity. Like I just think instantly Trinity, because it's like one of the best supports in the game for scaling. But it is the, the tricky part you're going to have with that is that the base fire damage is so high, and the ba and the lightning and cold damage is quite low in comparison. Okay. Uh, you may find that you end up doing mostly fire damage most of the time. Because Trinity, yeah. yeah. Could be. May just go Avatar of Fire. Who knows? <laughs> just make it all fire. I think you can make Trinity work. I just don't think it's going to be straightforward. That was the thing I strive to make work because on paper it's such an insane support. If it if working optimally. Yeah. It is. The skill that jumped out at me as like something I wanted to raise because it's something that's really flown under the radar because it doesn't look very exciting is Blade Trap. And I was doing a bit of thinking about it. So Blade Trap is the, basically puts a melee uh, trap on the ground. That trap hits the monster at like, you know, assuming you're throwing it at T equals zero seconds and assuming that it's a quarter turn away from where it starts. It's going to hit them at 250, 1250, 2250, and 3250 milliseconds if you're not dual wielding. And if you're dual wielding, it'll be at 250, 1000, 1750, 2500, and 3250 milliseconds after you throw it. Just, so just for clarity, real quick, it, it does use melee weapons, but it's not melee damage. It's not. It, it doesn't have the melee it's tag. It's not the attack speed. It will not attack scale speed with based on the damage. It seems to be an attack tag skill. Correct. Yep. Yeah, so it, it uses, will it, it will benefit from trap, court. but it will also do attack damage. But not the attack speed. The attack speed is the thing that's Yeah, attack set. speed is completely it's irrelevant. It's one one rotation per per second per blade or or per eight hundred yeah. yeah. So you could have like a I don't know an example, but like a Congor or something, like that has shit attack speed or, or Morohi has terrible it attack only speed. Daggers, uh, or claws. Uh, daggers and claws. Okay, yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying, like something oh, along the lines or something. Yeah, the worst attack, the worst attack speed base than the highest possible. Okay, this this makes night. me mad. Mark of the Doubting Knight. This yeah. makes me mad because daggers should not have the lowest attack speed. Thematically, yes. It's like it's thematically speeding. you're you're choosing the biggest, heaviest, slowest dagger and throwing a trap that swings it for you instead of stabbing someone. Yeah. yeah. But, um, also, why can't we inherently throw a dagger? It should be a, a you know a modality projectile. Spectral throw. It it has all these uh, things on the skill tree that make it seem like oh you, it should do the most crit damage. Like if you if you're trying to get like yeah. night blade support back. Except one hand swords are like, higher crit. Damage. Should do way higher damage, but no. It, and failing that, you should be able to swing it real fast because it's a dagger. But no, it's slow. It's inefficient at crit. It's inefficient at DPS in general. Yeah, the reason that daggers are like this is because they were once so, so absolutely yes. hegemonic. Uh, they were absolutely the only weapon you would ever use. Uh, and then they made some nerfs to daggers, some buffs to other things. Uh, and they just have never gotten into a good spot since then. But um, where I was thinking you'd go with it, yeah, there's Mark of the Doubting Knight is one weapon you could use. Volconis is another the thing that had me thinking, though, was a pneumatic dagger, the high space that is a uh, reasonable damage, but its implicit is that all damage can yeah. poison, yeah. Uh, and elemental roll lab to just get a large amount of absolute damage on it. You don't need attack speed, uh, and so you can then try to get some sort of weird poison scaling going with it. 
Now, the first dead end that I was thinking of was the assassin uh, poison duration. That will not work. Like, the um, the assassin poison duration is based upon uh, poisons you have inflicted. So it's yeah. the, it doesn't count your traps. There are a lot of ways to bulk inflict poisons very quickly, like the new Winter Orb skill, if you grant that the ability to poison. So that was somewhere that I was sort of uh, brainstorming in my head. Like, you could, you could stack up a lot of poison duration that way. Uh, whilst your traps are doing the actual damage, and you've just got a, um, you know, either a Stormbrand or a, a Stormbrand of Ball Lightning or a whatever the Diablo 2 Winter Orb skill is called, uh, inflicting an enormous amount of poisons for you. So some of the ideas that I had bouncing around in my head, they'll probably all be terrible, but, you know, you got to start somewhere with thinking of it. Um, but this should be an absolute boss shredder. Like, the amount of traps that you can get out, the amount of these blade traps you can have on the screen at once, uh, I think that if you can stay alive, uh, this is a sort of, and, you know, Decoy Totem will help with that, then you should be able to absolutely obliterate bosses with this. Uh, my only issue with that is that it takes potentially, like, three seconds for it to do its full damage, and as I've experienced many times, if your build relies on something standing still for an extended period of time to deal damage, it's not a good build. But I do agree with you should be able to do a crapload of damage by stacking a bunch of these near boss. Yeah, I'm not, not assuming you get all... Don't expect to get more than 50%. Yeah. I'm not working under the assumption that every single that every single hit will connect. Poison but stacking... Arakali's fang fucking trap build, baby. I'm copy marketing, copy, copywriting, copy marking? South Park gift, done. Ugh. Spider poison is, is really interesting to interact with because it still counts as your poison on it, but it doesn't count as you having poisoned them. Yeah. Don't you have to wear that hat or the shield or whatever? You get kill well? credit, you mean, yeah. 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 But, like, when you use the Threshold Jewel for, like, Viper Strike, where it says deal more dam increased damage based on how many poisons are on the enemy, it obviously counts the Spider Poison stacks. Spider Poison is People Poison? Sorry, that's a Simpsons reference. Um, yeah, well, I mean, my whole problem with, like, an Arakali's build was getting something that could actually kill bosses, and if you're saying that Blade Trap can kill bosses but have shit clear and spiders have good clear but shit bosses... Yeah, yep. my problem with Aragali's Fang was the 1.2 attack speed because that basically kills anything that you try to do with a dagger, but Blade Trap, aha, completely oh bypass my... attack speed. Uh... That's interesting, I forgot Aragali's Fang existed, so... It's like my second favorite weapon. Hard, you need to get I really that. love the invincible, yes, untargetable is. minions that are just constantly aggro. Speaking of invincible, untargetable minions, we have to fight some of those soon. Will Reaper eat spiders? Yes. We'll find out. What skill caught your eye, Jim? Is Catmaster moving? No, I think he's dead. Sorry, I just... No, he's, he's just JPEG. very still, don't worry. No, he's... he's... What? No, no, he's incredibly very still. still. He's very he's still. Incredibly invisible. It's Drax. It's taken years of practice to get to here. I mean, Reaper looks cool. Uh, all of them looked cool apart from like two of them. Yeeting flasks look cool. If like the high base fire damage on it is cool, and, and if I like ignite spread proliferation in anything, yeah. and if I can find something that replaces discharge for just having the most amount of ignite damage. I will yeet flasks instead of discharge. I will happily do that because that frees up like a whole bunch of 
unique items and whatnot. Uh oh. Did you I also have Voltax oh, first? Looks very powerful, but annoying enough to use that it's useless. That's the Soul Red looking thing? It's the, uh, you cast it, and then it waits two and a half seconds, and then it explodes and proliferates explosions. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm thinking of the, uh, the purple shit. Is that two and a half seconds? Yeah, two and a half seconds. So you cast it, it has a 0.5 base cast time, so it's really fast, but then two and a half seconds later, it delays the damage. It converts lightning to chaos for some reason, and then when it kills things, they explode. So it seems more like a utility Real. skill that you use to aid your clear speed. I think it's just crangled on. Uh, it's just crangled on birth because, because of the two and a half seconds. It doesn't away. have to kill the thing to make them explode. It's if they die to something else within a short duration, they still explode. What's the time on power siphon? Because power siphon uses a similar mechanic. Power siphon's time is like a hundred milliseconds or so. That that it grants a power charge. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. If it's a hundred milliseconds, oh. it's not going to work. Yeah. You'd, you'd have to be using Blade Vortex, and then you cast Voltaxic Burst. God. And then two and a half seconds later, walk into the pack, Voltaxic Burst happens, and then the perfectly timed Blade Vortex hits, and then it explodes. So the use case for this, assuming you don't actually scale its damage, is really, really bad. And if you do scale its damage, it's still really, really bad, because you can only deal damage with it once per 2.5 seconds. Effectively become a shit tier two stage skill. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's any good. Did everyone else get just like hyper cucked when they started to announce that inspired learning support, and then they just threw in that line where it's like, and if you get a rare, it replaces the replaces the other rare mod. Everyone just collectively went, "Yeah, what?" It was like such a quick turnaround. Just dead in arrival. Just literally dead in arrival. It was. I mean, it does theoretically give it 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 gives a decent amount of damage. So, thirty percent more damage against someone someone on low life. Uh, yeah, which is why? nicer now, but... So you're just going to oh, link right. it It's going to be on Vigilant Strike and Cull. That's how I would use that skill. I, I just wouldn't use it. That's too much. <laughs> too, that's too much to do. Uh, and it would have to be Ancestral now. Call as well because it's a strike yeah. skill. Is it you yeah. can only have one modifier and it overwrites every 20 seconds? Correct. Or is yeah. it you... Yeah. Or when you kill another thing, it overwrites? If you're hitting... A, it, Notice that it says thing? a 20% chance to refresh up to 5 seconds, which means that it seems One like there's second. a diminishing return mechanic where if yeah. you're hitting the boss 20 times per second, it will still eventually run out. Yeah, it's like, it's like Rage Decay, or Berserk Decay, like eventually it gets there kind of... Yeah, so you kill a mob, you get uh, increased fire resistance, and then you're hitting the boss, and it's refreshing your increased fire resistance, and it still goes away. That's That's the use case I see for that. I like but you will still get a modest uptime of haste aura. Like the a bad part for, for, like, imagine you steal Soul Eater, and then it instantly gets overridden by, like, Cold Rest. Like, or another Soul Eater is horrible. Yeah. Like, that'd be so fucking sad. You'd be like, oh, I, oh, no, it's gone. Like, oh, now I'm going to need a trade I mean, it's basically, it's like a shit-inspired learning. That's, that's what it feels like to me. It might still, it, like, the fact that it's worse than inspired learning, though. There's a lot of room for worse than inspired learning and still good. Yeah, but for it's, a socket, I'm, like the value of a socket. The headhunter mod that you can roll on a weapon. War, the warlord uh, ones or whatever it's called. I, yeah. At one point I calculated this and then they buffed it. It, it was like one-tenth as good as an inspired learning. But this, because you can only have one buff, 
Like, at least that other one could stack. This one yeah. can't stack. So it's worse than what already existed as a mod on a weapon. I mean, if you can get it at a low level, it's just, you know, slight funness. It's like a it would be fun. optional fun. It, it, it's fun, yes. That, noticing good, it half the time. So. You'd be like, oh shit, it's working. And then you'd be like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> you okay, Catmaster? You're looking confused yeah. again. Yeah, I'm so, he's sorry dead. for uh, disappearing randomly. My oh, provider decided to, for the third day in a row, somewhere between three and four, to have a random DC. I think I have to, to call them. The first one and a half months were so good, I didn't have a single DC internet just running straight for like my, uh, like, what, 50, 60 days? It was great. Nice. Oh god, the POE wiki has changed and it's terrible. There's a Reddit already. thread for formatting it with uBlock. Hey, oh, you, have... you, you basically just block most of the stuff on the wiki, and it makes it more readable. Let me just turn off my uBlock no, real quick. The screen is so, uh, like, the width of the screen, it's like oh, I'm what the fuck? It. It's Holy like shit. I'm looking at it as something designed for portrait mode, except I'm on a PC. So... Yeah. Landscape. That's what I. There is a button to make it wider, but you also have to get rid of all of the elements on the side. Mine is wider, and I just refreshed it and I went to the shit one you're all talking about. Now I'm upset. Wait, oh, you can't just hit expand and collapse though. I don't know. On the left side. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm talking about. That's to make it wider, but okay. you still need to get rid of a bunch of stuff. And oh, there's little then... fucking X's everywhere. I see what you're saying. What is this? Yeah, and the, there's also um, like icons aren't lining up properly. Oh yeah, it's all kind of crangled. Yeah. Like, like you have a buff icon, and that buff icon has like the border around Nothing's it. Those don't match up. Eighty percent of my page is advertisements <laughs> for other Wikipedias about shit I don't care about. The spacing yep, is why, also uh, totally. Here, let, totally let me send off. a screenshot of mine. That's yeah, terrible. Crazy, crazy. So there's the screenshot of mine. This is how mine looks. Oh god. Okay, Justice's one is fine. I think. Well. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, let's all make our own Wikipedia. Oh, I already tried and it's actually a lot of fucking pain like and suffering. It's always had incorrect information for the most uniques as far as their acquisition. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the Eye of Innocence page department. hasn't been updated since uh, my second video. Fucking Cold War. It's not so much fandom changing their website, it's they got bought out by a different company and they've been slowly like converting every wikipedia they own and oh, they left the biggest it. ones for last and like poe is like one oh, of the yeah. second largest wikis they run and they finally Go converted the it over any item with energy shield yeah oh, i don't want i think it. i uh mentioned this last time we did this but when heist league was happening oh, they fixed it. the lady who updates one of the ladies who updates the wiki page was messaging me in discord asking where heist unique dropped which was like the strangest thing ever I was like, shouldn't you know this? <laughs> Isn't this your department? You're asking me? Like, I looked yeah, up Energy Shield, and it and said, like, okay, did you cool. mean Rising of the Shield Hero Wiki? No, I meant yes, Energy Shield, because no, I'm on did, my... You did mean that. Oh, oh. You, you used the wrong search, Oh, why is that a... Where's the searches. search? Yeah, oh, no, this is so shit. Function. It's not because the... it's convoluted. Don't worry. Whatever. Uh, anyway, about an hour ago when I checked this, if you went to the page of an item that had energy shield, it would say it can't find what ward is in the database, yeah. and it would just not load. I saw that. Quite apropos, I would say. <laughs> ah, it's fine. There's... The wish.com energy shield. We never had, like, organized information for Peely anyway. It's all misinformation. 
Been Clearly, you need to look at party. someone's YouTube videos. <laughs> PoEDB is the real Wikipedia, am I right? True. Because it's all just data mined and it's then automatically everything. updated. It's Even everything. then, it was also incorrect in Heist League. So. That's just like because oh, yeah. someone forgot to comment out something in the actual source code. They were what I like about the wiki is. Drop you can go to the wiki and be like, does it interact with this thing? And the wiki will usually say yes or no. Yep. You cut out, Gog. What were you saying? Drop locations? Uh, drop locations on the on PoEDB are just pulled from the wiki. So if, if the wiki is wrong, then PoEDB oh. will be Ah, <sighs> uh, yes. It's come full circle. And the blind leading the blind. Yeah. They used to they used to say that you can get replica headhunter from a replica belt from like the belt cards. Like that's one of the biggest ones that never get right is dim cards. Like it just like looks for tags loosely and it's just like, yep, that'll do. Slap it in there. Yeah, like, there's... oh yeah, Jack in the Box can get any unique item. It's like except for the other two hundred and fifty, it can't. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a Discord that's trying to track down some of the um, div cards, but it's just not very. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, track down the dip cards? What? Hunting drop locations. Drop oh, can... Like, where do I find the card that's 1 in 12 for Mjolnir or something? The Avenger. Yeah, he's given an example. Yeah. What, well, what's the... that, that's one that I don't know off the top of my head. I've only gotten it from Stack Deck. What's the uh, Discord called? Divcord. Oh, God. That's <laughs> honestly a great name. I like that. I can't. Yeah. Google that. Yeah, I they know where uh, public enemy something. number one hunting haunting shadows is located. Um, for Metamorph Phoenix. But I mean, that was what uh, league did that come out in? Last league, I believe. Um. All it's yeah, all it's got is just like explicitly stated unconfirmed reports. It's a zone drop from Twilight mm. the unique map, but that is listed as unconfirmed. Like a second hand. Ninety nine percent sure it drops in heist, but hmm, we'll never know. Um, never really know. What else is unconfirmed is um, is uh, broken promises is unconfirmed as Tolman. Uh, map Tolman, Mausoleum yeah. Boss. Can you can you confirm that? No, I have not. Let me double check. Broken promise. Can Tolman. you send me like a Discord invite link to that Gog? Yeah, yeah, sure. Appreciate so, it. Oh, I'm not Poe. Uh, I've gotten it. I'll just put it in our chat. Yep. Where is that chat? There it is. What's the voices div card called? Never seen that card. I dropped this some of my favorite. Confirmed. Item acquisition. Just a question mark icon. Nothing else. Right. Voices. Is there a megalomaniac div card? Uh, Map Dominus. No. I don't think. Oh, maybe there is. I don't know. Yeah, modest, modest request, a modest proposal. Yeah, like... modest. Uh, it's a fucking poem. Um, Beep -bop -boop. By Jonathan Swift, I think. Something. Megalomaniac. Yeah. Remember that community poll div card that gives a random unique watchstone. Yep. Oh, and it drops 100% drop rate from Cortex, Cortex right? Cortex, yeah. Yep. Is, is it 100 100%? 100%. How hard Cortex. is it to get cool. a unique watchstone compared to killing eight Cortexes? So, I can right. tell you, because I've... <laughs> it's, That's it's why it's 100%. Much, yeah, so it's actually... It depends. But 
trying to get watchstones. I have done um, at this point almost a hundred and like fifteen to twenty Maven kills. I'm still missing three watchstones. It took me almost like four to five hundred Sirith eights to get all the watchstones for that. So it's like specifically to get them off of kills, you maybe get one per every eight kills. So I probably get about twenty Cortexes a league this on average. Um, since they've implemented the synthesis stuff, Holy and if I can shit. get like two to three free watchstones, it's actually like saving me at sometimes a hundred Sarah skills. So it's it's a pretty huge chunk of potential watchstone yeah. acquisition. And I should just state that I was wrong about modest request. It's not Dominus. It's Malachi. That's a bannable offense. Get him out of here. Who's Malachi? Matt Malachi, Primordial Pool, and the other one, Core. Are you sure? Yes, correct. Yep, that's what the div court is saying. Uh, who dropped? Oh, God, fuck. God what's, the, what's the palace boss? Yeah, the wiki says Dominus? the Dominus. hollowed husk, the Dominus demon map boss. That's what it says. Ah, okay, wiki. that's what I'm thinking of. The fucking Dominus boss. Dom in. Yeah, this palace, right? Mm -hmm. It's irrelevant because you just you just do heist for stack decks for all this bullshit. Like none of this is the best way to get the div card, unfortunately. It's like one in forty <laughs> map boss. Kills very or rarely is farming the actual drop of the div card the best way to get the div card, simply because of stack yeah, decks. It's not the best way. It's just a way, no and way. more options are good. Yeah, uh, at least I'm not stack so sure. decks. Like you said that earlier about the random nerf. Offering. I think. I said what about what about uh, huh? Catmaster? The offering. You is said that earlier about the, the offering, but I think like offering. I've, I've, maybe I've not tried and farmed your div cards properly. With heist or from heist you're saying or no? yeah it's it's pretty nice i mean like so if i run a grand heist that i partially complete you're getting like probably 80 to 100 stack decks from one grand heist if it's in the in the wings that have the specific div cards like it can get pretty ridiculous okay. i'm not even thinking when i'm talking about heist though i'm not thinking of uh stack decks from divination chess i'm thinking of armor chess armor chess dropped the offering a lot like i saw yeah, when i wasn't trying like, to... like respective chess for those slots of unique so like but like like you're saying, uniques that give a body armor or armor pieces drop very commonly from armor chests. Like jewelry div cards drop very commonly from jewelry chests. Yeah, yeah. Two of my nurses. That's why jewelry chests can drop the haunting shadows card for metamorph uniques because they're all jewelry. Hmm. So it's like, and also the same wings that have jewelry have div cards. So yeah. it's normally like a compounded thing. Yeah. Heist is problematic. I still think. For just because of div cards, like I, div cards, I feel like initially were designed as like a payment plan almost to like getting an item. Like I can get like a little nickel and dime my way to something, and now it's just become the best form of acquisition, which feels kind of strange. I think divination cards in general, more of them should be moved to map bosses, uh, agree, rather yeah. than drops, and then Absolutely. they and they could have higher drop rates because at the moment. The drop rates of zone drops are constrained by the existence of two things. Firstly, they're reduced because uh, divination scarabs are a thing. Divination scarabs should not be a thing at all. They should just go legacy. And the then you have the um, you have the fact that they have to be balanced somewhat around some of all of the forms of juice you can put on a map. But you can't juice the drops of a map boss very much. Uh, you can juice it a bit, but not not like out the wazoo. So if you had it so that say, um, oh, what's let's take a popular divination card, the nurse. Uh, I don't know the stats as to how many maps you need to run on average to get a nurse now. Uh, so it might be something like 150 tower maps. 
uh, instead of having it be 150, and when I say maps, I'm talking um, chisel elked only. Uh, instead of having it be one in 150 chisel elked tower maps, just give it a 1.1% chance to drop from the boss only. And then all of the things like monstrous treasure in conjunction with uh, enraged sextant uh, that can be used to target farm things, uh, then they don't they don't cause problems anymore. And then the speed meta can reign supreme. Yeah, then we, you just sprint yeah. to the boss. And Hell yeah, the boss. lab farmers everywhere. Then you're not going to be getting experience, so you're going to be inherently yeah. gating yourself anyway. So it's I like mean, that, if, that's if you're really on this level, you probably don't care about experience. Yeah, and that's fine. But that like, but that's the thing is, you're not getting the best of both worlds then, because currently you are getting the best of both worlds. You're also not you're getting, getting experience, and you're getting div cards. But then you can't just like randomly be in a white burial chambers and get a doctor out of a pot. No, but you, you still can because you, but you would just be killing the boss. The, the overall chance of would increase, but it would just be gated behind actually clearing the boss content, which is you could scale more targetably than just generic. Yeah, it would also basically yeah. prevent you from getting multiple per map. Which I mean, ultimately is fine if you're getting more on average. It might be a worse feeling, but yeah. And to be honest, like, the chances of getting even even with the nurse getting two of them in a map is ridiculously rare. Like getting a headhunter to drop now, possible. Basically impossible. I mean, if you can get div cards randomly from a monster, you could still get a div card randomly from a boss. But if you kill a boss with like a high atlas thing, isn't there still a chance to just get a random unique league specific? Correct. Yeah. So it already is a thing that you could just get what you're trying to get from any random boss. Yeah. And then you could get a div card in a monster pack. It's well, just rare as fuck. The chance would go down because you just want the specific thing. You want the chances to go up, but you want it to be whatever the hell. Ladio Yosis was saying about it being like a you're buying a fraction of it and a, a little bit more. You just want a, just want a route, a viable yeah. route. Yeah. So, so little Timmy could play, you know, Doriani's fifth. Snowball your way into whatever the fuck you want. Yes, exactly. I'm little Timmy in this scenario. Yeah. He just he just he needs his little his little fucking cracker. He just wants a little cracker. Yeah. And right now he's just digging in the dirt for fucking scraps. We got to give little Timmy his cracker. I think with this set, uh, setup, you'd still have a lot of divination cards that would be zone drops. Uh, you know, something like the Wrath, which is the one eighth of ten chaos orbs, is the sort of thing that's perfect to keep as a zone drop. But the ones that are more chase items, uh, the ones where it is much harder to self-compile a set, you would then just have them be with be tagged to map bosses or to, even to uh, special bosses like some of the, you know, like some of the um, invasion and stuff like that. Or gets the divination card for voices beyond isn't there like a billion more div card types than there are small that's weird that you get completely cut out anytime someone talks sorry what were you saying oh i was just saying i think that uh my new div card might get um might also drop from all as same as the voices one which will be in 315. that's not another chateau one is it what's your div card uh it's a meat grinder map 100% Delirious Vile Temple. What do you want, Cat? You oh, put man. your pen up if for a second. If they're making specific diff cards, like boss-only drops, do you think they should still be available from stack decks and from diff card boxes? Because, like, the way that I see it is that they should make the diff cards sort of pity drops for the boss uniques which should be boss uniques again and not like global drop uniques but like guardians and then every everyone should have their 
drop pool and then if you don't get the uniques you should at least have a higher chance to get the the card that stands for the unique we're just and... discussing like two different ways to fix the same problem you wouldn't implement both you just do one or the other right what if like... we're the problem we are the problem. We're bitching and complaining about something that's free. There is always the problem. If no yeah. one played the game, there would be no problems. True. <laughs> there isn't a problem. I like it how it is. All you people think there's a problem. Well, you're wrong, Jim. All I right? know I'm wrong. That's why I'm so bringing you here for a different opinion. Stop playing the game and we will enjoy the perfect game. The, that's the way to win is to not play. Enjoy. Hell yeah. Tactics are problematic, though. Like, I think that yeah. if they before legion they were much better than they are now but they were much rarer then in legion they were made common and people liked them being like people liked the way they were in legion they were nerfed quite hard between synthesis and legion um but then they were nerfed harder again later on um they're a fun reward but like the, the fact that they're so bad now like that they're so nerfed takes a lot of the fun out of them and i'd rather get like fewer of them with yeah. like an average better card than having so many yeah you i think, think that, you think that what you're getting from stack decks is bad is what you're saying yeah they got worse so you think the reward is bad from stack decks like the, the change the thing with stack decks statistically is that the best one percent of stack decks quite literally have something like 95 percent of the value of stack decks like in a trade league environment like the so mirror headhunter that sort of shit like uh, just the chance of getting house of mirrors if house of mirrors is one in fifty thousand, as people speculate then that is something like uh you know that is an appreciable fraction of a chaos orb for every stack deck that you open just represented in the house of mirrors like what's a what's a mirror worth in the current league i think a, a house of mirrors is like last i looked was 90x so that's 9,000 chaos. So that's uh, 0.18 chaos. Just in your chance, your 1 in 50,000 chance to hit a House of Mirrors. Then you've got the uh, Doctor, you've got all the others as well. The top couple of percent of possibilities. And once you sort of extend it to Nurse and Better cards, uh, they end up being something like, um, yeah, they end up contributing something like 0.8 chaos per, car, uh, per uh, deck that you open. It's crazy. And that's just the nature of the nature of um, a trade league where stack decks have devalued a lot of the cards that would otherwise be worth something. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see a league where stack decks were almost non-existent. So I'd be did. okay with what they've done with making them drop more shit cards, like change the weightings. I'd be okay with it if you could just pick up literally the deck and put it on the floor and it explodes into 10 cards instead of doing them one at a time. One at a time is horrible. 52 pickup. Yeah, That's maybe. why I don't yeah. hoard them and I use them the instant I get them. That's fair. Same. Yeah. It does feel more impactful if you use them one at a time. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, the other thing you can do with them is hoard them until a content creator puts out a video and gets lucky. Because again, with stack decks being so high variance, it is the case that if people rip 500 of them, if you've got a thousand people and each of them rip 500 of them, you will have someone that will get a house of mirrors and a doctor in that. I know a guy who is collecting he them. He's, 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 saving, he's saving a million. Stack Sorry? decks? Huh? He's saving a million stack decks. Who's this? To open them all at once. I don't know, some guy who DM'd me on Discord and asked if I wanted so to break long. my wrists. 
He's saving like fifty thousand a league. That's a lot of and money. Waiting for a mold to go to standard. Right. No, no, he's he's filling his stash tabs like it's it's his league goal every league to get fifty thousand or something like that or a hundred thousand. Oh, so putting pushing him to standard and then doing it in standard. Fifty thousand though, Jim. That's how many leagues is that? You'd have to go through lifetimes. I don't know. I think he's at like two hundred thousand or something right now. But ripping a million of them is like if they take a second each. I know it's years, right? It's gonna take ages. To collect them, yeah, let alone yeah, open them. Distribute them to different people. That's going to be, like, gonna be one here. hell of a video. Path's going to be around for another 50 years, laddie. What are you talking about? Didn't so. you I watch the live stream? Maker, I think that if it's not around for... If, if Path doesn't survive the next two years, I don't think it's going to survive at all. Yikes. Personally. I've opened a lot of stack decks, and I can tell you that if you keep doing it in one zone for long enough, you will take out the instance, because the servers just can't handle shit being on the floor yeah, like I that. Do, I do open my stack decks in Delve, though. My filter applies at 93. What that did that you just sense. say? Could you illuminate that a little bit more? If Path doesn't survive the next two years, then it's not going to survive at all. Yeah. Isn't that true? Do you think that doesn't survive the next two years? Lottie, if you die tomorrow, you won't be here three days from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I'm right. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say. It's a profound statement. So what you're saying is you're expecting it to die in the next two years, therefore it Sometimes won't be here in ten years. it's big time. Sometimes it's not so big time. You know? No, I don't. What the fuck okay, are you even saying? <laughs> Fine. Floor is made out of floor. These snarsberries. When it is, like yeah. Snarsberries. Yeah. What's your point? What did I actually say? To be specific, what did I say? That's what I you said. said. What did I say? If, if you said, you said if a... if the game uh, doesn't survive the next two years, then it won't survive. Literally, that is one hundred percent logically correct. Yeah. There is for, no room exactly. for argument. It's a profound statement. What did I mean? I don't know. I meant, I meant that if uh, it needs to survive the it... next two years, correct. That's what I meant. Be able yeah. to if... survive long term. Yes. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got any suggestions on how to make it survive? This game will be the market oh. until Diablo Four comes out, and we'll probably re reclaim that after D Four has been out a while because I, uh, Blizzard have just not been good at cultivating long term fan bases. Yeah. Their goal is to drown out Diablo 4's release with PoE 2's release. Correct. PoE 2's done. They're just waiting for Diablo 4 to release. They can push it out immediately. But well, you know, there's something to be said about like D4. D4 will D4 will be a smash just on the back. But wait until people are starting to get bored of D4, then use uh, Path of Exile six, 2. To six play. months after D Diablo 4, I think is where like the the wave will come back in. But yep. I just mean, like Cyberpunk. Right. Well, well, I mean, God forbid. You think this league was pushed back a week because of issues? It was because Cyberpunk almost had a DLC drop. Let's yeah, be yeah. Honest, right. That that uh, Cyberpunk uh, patch fixed all those bugs. I mean, Ultimatum's launch was, without question, the like the worst launch in Path ever. What about uh, incursion? Because of the first uh, initial server. The first issues, like yeah. the first day launch, like the launch day was the, was the biggest clusterfuck, right? That was I, the nightmare scenario that every didn't they roll back? Yeah, I was the trying to think, how, for one of them. We've, I've been joking like with people. How could it be possibly worse? It would have to like install a rootkit on your computer or like uninstall. It, it would have to, to be like the servers explode and are unrecoverable. Yeah, That's the only like, thing Pompeii worse. occurs or something. The, the absolute worst login servers die. Days of Eve Online, 
when they pushed an update that if it was if it was received at the wrong time on your PC, like if you, if you got interrupted while you were downloading the update uh, and then it started again, it would then install something that would delete boot.ini on your PC. What? Like, what? Pretty rough. <laughs> it would brick your PC to the point that it would require a... Uh, like a BIOS um, reset or something? I was going to try and one-up you, but as soon as you said there was nothing... I think that Herald of Storm, one of those Dota-type clones, um, one of the developers made a crypto miner as a joke just to see if they could, and then that got pushed to a live update and it melted some people's GPUs because it didn't have any flags set on it. But I don't remember which MOBA that was. Heroes of New Earth. Yeah, So when's the uh, MOBA League? We have Royale now. We got, there's two things missing. We're missing some sort of MOBA and some sort of card game. Once we have that... We already we had the card game, Lighty. You just didn't show up. Can, the okay. MOBA can be a slight variation of Capture the Flag, and it just spawns minions. Sure. Or it could be like a Blight map, almost, with lanes. Yep. Yeah, and then, boom, you have a MOBA. So two Blight maps on either side with like lanes that connect, and, and you've got to build game, the you just start, You just slap some mana costs and attack defense and all the div cards, and you're good to go. There was yeah, already a card game lighter. You missed it. They just need to digitize it. They probably are yeah. digitizing it. Card game doesn't I wonder if work. you were able to play with a deck of only wooden hammers. Yeah. The problem was, it was like fucking Zelda Breath of the Wild card game where everything you had had durability. So if you had good gear and you fought something and you like had an, like, an extended fight, all your gear was broken by the end of it. Yeah. I bet, well, I bet you, could, you could use the exile con cards to just play like gwent yeah probably how, how many yeah. um how many companies the size of ggg now maybe not the size of the staffing or their whatever but like the access and le like breadth of the game how many companies only have one game not many very few that seems that that poses the next question is just uh... when will when will the second game come for GGG? When will it I mean, be grinding many, your games how many companies... instead of grinding your game? I can't think yeah. of any. How many games do uh, do do regular updates like PoE, like the amount of expansion content that we get every league? I Even mean, though that, that's unmatched. Like in terms of like they were the other game that had the free every three months every three months content, right? But it's and... how they get their money, right? They got to pump the players back up and get them back through the funnel of shinies. I don't. Th I can't think of anything else that do that. Sorry, Gog. Go. Eve kept trying to make a second game that was a success and kept failing. Like or CCP back in the like before that. I I just quit playing that game. It went really pay to cheat in recent times. But um, and that was about the time they were acquired by the owners of, of Black Desert Online. But um, before that, they were definitely um, an example like like uh, GGG, and they lasted. I think you would say that Eve was going strong, like was growing slowly from 2003 through to about 2013. That was when the game started to hit the skids. Uh, another thing, like what game, uh, you asked, what game pushes out as much content as Path of Exile does? Um, it's it's not the same, but a lot of mobile games, the entire strategy is to just keep pushing. Like every every day or every week, there's a new event that gets you to keep launching the app. What's, oh yeah. What's your raid code, Lighty? You want to do a plug for the four people still watching? I do not 
have a raid code, sir. What? At the moment. Oh, rest I'm in not peace. Sponsored by raid. I'm sponsored by. You're not company. You're not sponsored by raid. You're just addicted to it. I play raid. I play a lot of games. Jump. Okay. I play Scrabble. I don't always attack they you. Me. They ask me. I don't want to do it though. I'm not doing a raid. Raid promo code. Alright. I play free to play. It would be so anti. That's every fair. big, you know, big money. <laughs> We want to talk about At real uh, gacha games. There's a certain person here who may or may not have played a certain uh, waifu-related video game. Yosa says that not. he's not wanting, he not. doesn't want I to have, advertise that spent, game to other people. Yeah, I have spent zero dollars and zero cents, and I want the game to not exist. That's good. When's the last time you logged in? Today. You're banned. That's it. Just stop, Yosas. Think of all the free time you'll have to actually make the stupid video you've been trying to make all league. It's that's your mistake, Jim. You're thinking it takes up time that would have been allocated to that. That's that, and it's only it's it's like twenty minutes a day tops. We could they play Among Us instead. You from playing after a certain amount. Is it got energy systems? Yeah, it's got an energy system. Why the fuck are you playing a game with energy systems? Rain is an energy system, but it, you you have to where you'd have to play eight hours straight to use up all your resources. It's like no. Nope, this is this whatever. is twenty minutes tops. The better you are at the yeah. game, the less you're able to play the game. So, so what do people do who are extremely good at the game? Do they make multi accounts or pay money? Uh, they stream doing self set challenges. Yeah. Or they uh, get their viewers to donate money, spend it on the game, and then uh, tax it as a uh, work expense. From there. Hell. Anyway, if anyone wants to donate so I can buy um, POE loot boxes to claim on tax, let me know. It's interesting you say that, because I, I have such a, a like an open stance about disliking microtransactions in Path of Exile mm -hmm. that I I do allow viewers to purchase MTXs. Like, they can donate, and I'm like, you could donate me $40, and I'll put 20 towards MTX if that's what you want. Like, that's your money to spend. I'll put a chunk of it towards that. And I, I have... A, a pile of microtransactions now. They always want to buy loot boxes. And it's always such a fucking scumaz loot boxes in the past. A uh, loot box is terrible. Brutal. It's brutal, man. I was always surprised, but it's like, oh, I got a pair of boots for the sixth time. It's like such a scam, the loot boxes. For my 12 legs that I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm not this was, I wanted, I wanted the very specific, I, I wanted Ringmaster weapon. I wanted one thing in particular out of the box. It took like, you know, an obscene amount of boxes to get it and then at the end of the league they do hey one free box when you spend points that oh, one man. duplicated it yeah that's that's <laughs> like that every barrel has a mirror logic you're gonna track yourself insane yeah that's, that's a problem with the loot boxes really is like the fewer you open the better they are i i usually get the free one and then from some leftover points after an mtx purchase after i upgrade a supporter pack or something like that and they I'll do buy that quite like often. a handful yeah. of boxes but yeah. like I never buy more than ten per league. I'd say probably more on the side, like six, five, four. So the best result is to not play, and the best result is to not buy loot boxes. Hmm. Yeah. I opened. I don't know. Five One loot box black and white boxes, one. and I got two white dragons. How many wetters do you all own? I have like twelve wetters. I don't want them. I just do it to get a loot box that I don't even open. Have you seen two the Reddit post of someone who put hundreds of wetters in their hideout? Every single human? It's, it's horrifying. Oh. I used to have... I got a face save, it can handle it. 
I used to have hundreds of the the embers, like the smoldering ember MTX, like 200 or something. And if I would enter my MTX, I would go down to 2 FPS. Right next yeah. to my map device. <sighs> it's just... There's, there's actually, it's interesting, because there's actually some particle plateau you reach with MTXs. If you get to a certain amount, it, like, exponentially increases the bloom value. So, like, if you get to 50, it's, like, really bright. If you get to 100, it's, like, way more than twice as bright. It becomes, like, 10 times as bright. And your entire screen is, like, a flare. It's, yeah, I don't know how, why it works it or like how it works. It, overflows the brightness value. It does, yeah. Like the, what it, like, like, the decimal, like, ticks over, like, you know, it's like you're playing, a, like, Civ Five and you play Gandhi. Like, the, somehow the, the number went back around, and, like, the bloom is just through the moon. You got, like, an actual sun in your hideout. It's odd. It's very strange. just in the background going to set a bunch of automaton beams in the hideout because they are the most obnoxious MTX ever and my old PC couldn't handle them. Who here plays with Bloom cranked to the match? The max. Red circle. Do not, do not does, does everyone have no. Bloom all the way down? Yes. Yeah. Do you I used have, to have like, Bloom disabled. Do you have the post-processing? Fuck you, Catmaster. <laughs> do, you, do you have, like, the post-processing, like, portal effects, like, when you enter a incursion or whatever turned on? That's a tick box you can... Okay. I recently uh, switched I have that on again. incursion effect turned off because uh, I had some viewers complain about it. That's fair. I noticed a different type of, like, screen shake in the Ultimatum trailer. It was, like, instead of everything shaking, it was, like, only one side shaking to try and give, like, 3D depth to it. It made me sick. I hope that isn't enabled by default. What's the, what's the setting that's for the camera rotation? 130 Fucking what? Hellcat Master? I think that was for, for, for some screenshots or something. Make it look pretty. There's that like camera rotation thing for like places like Rogue's yeah. uh, Harbor and oh, Veritania. Yeah, that, that... Okay, Rogue's yeah. Harbor. I had so many viewers that were so confused that my perspective was different from theirs. And when I mean, we found the camera rotation setting that very slightly rotates Rogue's Harbor, we all yeah. lost our minds. I yeah. have it. I have it, the Same. default one on, and I can't go back now. So I have everything. Everything's rotating. Like if I do Veritania, I spin around the pillar. If I do Rogue's Harbor, you can't it's switch off. I will, I can, but now I'm so used to it after thousands mm. of times that it's like it feels, it feels icky. I, I like still... I've I've been using um, a mouse, a cursor MTX. The really super like chunky Val one, and now if I try to turn it off, I feel like I'm I can't like I have no hand-eye coordination, so now I'm just stuck using this chunky MTX. And I'm I can't stuck wondering it. why did they very slightly rotate the entirety of Rogue's Harbor? Yeah, it's strange. For yeah, visual reasons, if like it's a slightly different perspective, they get away with using the same or reusing the same assets and uh, having them look slightly differently. Yeah, it's so weird that they like. like that automaton beam thing in the uh, oh, chat God. there, uh, that yeah. image, just putting those five automaton beams sent my GPU up to 21%, and this is a 3080. 21% ut uh, utilization from, um, from like. that, just by being on the screen of having those five next to each other. Gog's hosting the fucking Olympics in his hideout. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So anyone that wants to trade with me uh, <laughs> in the current league, uh, that is just going to like it's going to crash people when they zone in it that's only a negative for you you know right sorry they want to buy your stuff you could get money from it but you've set up the olympics to crash people could i possibly be a bit of a troll sometimes just go and least uh exalts for three you're an eve player you're naturally a troll this has happened to me i traded yeah. with someone who had a bunch of these in their hideout all in the same spot 
<laughs> I didn't crash, but it was very painful. What was your what sort of PC were you doing it on? A powerhouse or something that just made uh, the this was back in the day, so I had I had a ten seventy. Yeah. Yeah, my old nine seventy would have crashed to five automaton beams on the screen at once. Hmm. And like that's miles above the minimum specs of the of the game. What was the? I um... love what. Uh, Go ahead. The release state of pyroclast mines. <laughs> Big womp 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 fire. Literally blue screened a streamer. Yeah, yeah, that was absurd. I knew not to play that skill. Whoops. Game because it's actually very good. It was very powerful, but uh, required Still a is. PC like I've got now. If you if you deep delve with ice core mines, that's how you that's how you do single target damage. Spire class. Mm. If you decide to do crystal king at ten thousand deaths. That was uh, I think MP's group for one of the leagues. Uh, their DPS was just a pirate class miner. The helm enchant was bananas also for that. Like it was like something like it doubled or tripled your damage. The original helm. I can't remember the exact verbiage, but it basically made it so it repeated like two extra times. It's it was just like it just straight up was like oh it naturally repeats twice now it repeats four times and it's like okay cool. <laughs> some I mean some of the old helm enchants were absolutely bananas for how much damage it gave you. Why can't they just take the thing they put on for like uh, dynamic culling or whatever it is to like smooth out mass projectile gameplay and then just apply that to MTX? You can stack a billion, but it doesn't like kill your GPU. It's less that, oh, there's 20 projectiles going on. It's that projectile is like a 4K texture. Ah. Uh, and I also think the automaton beams intersections are what cause the problems, not the actual beams themselves. Yeah. You can actually see it, though, but the automaton beams, if you zoom in, that's actually the credits to Path of Exile when you beat the game. Each oh, when you kill the Ender Dragon and jump in the portal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what's scrolling down. They reuse so uh, many yeah, assets. They're, they're like, let's just take this texture that we already have and then make it red and squish it. I mean, mm -hmm. you saw the picture I posted of the fucking shield ability, right? In, in the yeah, no, yeah. That's the exclamation awesome. mark that shows above NPCs is just a totem texture. What? Yeah, when you when you, you go to an NPC and they have an exclamation oh, mark yes. above their head, the, the texture on the exclamation mark Correct. is just a totem. I mean, people forget that beyond enemies are just humans that were just cell shaded yeah, like the... black and purple and red. They're just bandits. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with reusing assets because it takes you some time to realize even that's what it was at first. But, like, it's funny when you see it. But that's it Chris funny. Wilson, especially for Beyond, was like, they're just bandits. I want to get rid of them. I want I want Beyond gone just because it's just Which is the bandits. same because it's, it's such a good mechanic. They could just replace the monsters, but they would rather make a completely new league mechanic because they could sell it or market it as a new... Neat mechanic. I love like when they like something. they make something new, right? And you, obviously in their database they've like slotted it in somewhere, and all the numbers have rolled down. So then you'll randomly encounter a bandit in a map that's a tree, and he's running around as a tree, t posing and shit. You know, you've seen those bugs? Like if people who can some respecter a, a bandit camp to be their specter, they're my favorite bugs. You could do that with a you could specter a, a shack in uh, I think it was Act Three at one point. Hell yeah. Like one of the, the shacks from the... Like, it was coded as like a bandit or something. You could just have shacks like wobbling around behind you. Or like the unknown... Like the citizens from Cirrus Fight. 
Yeah, the like Warrior of Citizens, and they would just continuously yeah. scream. They would just scream nonstop. It was all, someone did a build where they had the the one of the worms that Malachi spits out in Act Four. Yep. As, yep. That was uh, a, they had that as a specter. It literally doesn't attack. It did nothing. It like it did like a two damage auto attack, and they're like tried so hard to scale with like envy and shit. You gotta get it was the, just uh, the most pathetic creature. Betrayal worms. They're the ones who kill people. Yeah, well, the ones from the uh, the safe houses. Yeah, the bloodworms. Yeah, oh, fuck oh, my favorite else. is uh, the prophecy that gives you a scour orb when you uh, kill a unique enemy. It procs on betrayal doors. <laughs> it yeah. says like, "Oh, a foe feared for an eon, a door feared for an eon." <laughs> it's bad. Also, um, those are being those are showing up in ritual. The doors, the syndicate doors. <laughs> when oh, you yeah, that did happen. Ones? Yeah. You had a fractured, um, fractured uh, nemesis mod on them for a period, and you could get eight doors spawn. Yep. It would just be, like, or yeah, it would just have a bunch of just giant, like, palisade walls following you around. No ritual leash. Then you could conversion trap the door. <laughs> and then you could become the door god. Uh, Yosis, mana bond, the skill. With the one that's, like, you get more damage, lightning damage Anti based on missing mana. The problem is you have to, it costs mana itself, so you can't just constantly drain your mana to zero. You need to sustain roughly But wouldn't uh, it be like a, mana. wouldn't it be like a ramp? Like you, uh, you clear with like your mana full and then you ramp your mana down by casting something else a shit ton so you get a bunch of damage for buffs. Or you could just self-cast mana can. bond really quickly. If you were wearing Omeokan boots that, are, that could keep your mana at zero and you had like no mana regen. And you could use mana bond somehow, like with like a, I don't know, uh, the covenant chest or something, or to so cast so it off your. Let's life assume that you could keep your mana at exactly the mana cost of mana bond, and then by the time you cast it again, it's already regened to exactly that point. Yeah. Uh, it seems okay, but it's not as powerful by itself as just like an existing archmage build. But what's like the because highest? Mess up your mind of a matter, also. What's the highest theoretical mana that you could get? So what's like the highest base damage, lightning damage you could get from it? So with extreme a investment, lot. you could get like a, like we're uh, getting rid of survivability here. But let's say you have 10k mana, mm -hmm. like you you could probably get way higher than that. But for math being easy, let's say you have that's 10K baseline mana. for archmage builds, just 10k mana. Yeah, so. 10k mana and the archmage builds can make use of like mind over matter or something this assumes that you're getting rid of all of your mana i mean so just throw throw would, a ward you on you'll be okay survivability so yeah some ward let's say you have 10k mana so 15 percent of missing unreserved mana 1500 damage that's not discharge much. has way more damage than that that's like yeah, yeah okay you're right yeah, but discharge is plus six to length per twenty-five percent of unreserved maximum mana you have. I assume it's not possible to get the remaining twenty-five percent, so that that only happens three times. Then, plus eighteen, yeah. not that far. Yeah, but that's like that can be scaled with like a increased AOE and stuff, right? Yeah, it, like your plus weird. length is your length. base, and then your so it's more like ice trap. Length, not just... not not uh, range. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it it's like a tectonic slam or something where it 
it goes in a direction for a length. But if you spell cascade it, would that work? Like awaken spell cascade, and then you have a bunch uh, of long boys? You can cast it at a targeted location, yeah, so it seems like spell cascade would work. And so with awaken spell cascade and a huge length, because that's not the same thing as AoE, I bet you could cast five of them and have at least three of them hit the same target. Hmm. Ooh. I think Frost Bomb is more efficient. Yeah, I think Frost Bomb is better, but you mentioned um, 1500 damage. Like, that's comparable to a level 21 Fireball. Uh, but yeah. that doesn't count That doesn't count the base scaling of the gem itself. So, And that's assuming that it is 15% at gem level 20 as well. Yeah, it might go up. So at gem level 20, I'm estimating something like 100 to 800 lightning damage base by itself and then assuming the 15 doesn't go up that would be still roughly the same as a fireball so i think you're looking at level 20 a gem level 24 or so fireball at this point and then keep in mind fireball has like 240 percent added damage effectiveness and this appears to have 100 percent hmm yeah I think you're right, but it's weaker than Frostbomb. It's, it's in the same niche as Frostbomb, but weaker, probably. I haven't played Diablo or whatever. What's the uh, the Eye of Winter with the projectile that shoots all the spikes out? Was that in Diablo 2 or something? What? Yeah. No, Diablos. Capstone like, Cold Spell. Everything's also. stolen from Diablo and reskin these days? Hell yeah. Would you just scale that with, like, projectile uh, chain? Or would you just, print like, print projectiles out of it? Like, I have winter, I mean. Just fucking, like, 800 crit multi. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't even bother. Herald device, I would get 800 crit multi. And then I would be like, okay, dual scepters, you're good to go. Yep. Yeah. If you're, like, any other caster crit build. You'd, you'd go one of two ways. You'd either go plus one, uh, sorry, plus one or plus two, depending on budget, cold scepter in each hand, and use it. Or you'd go um, replica cold iron point in each hand and convert to fire, and scale yep. it. Replica cold iron point would be the budget approach, as would be the plus one scepter in each hand. Plus yep. two scepter in each hand is much more expensive. Not derailing my current conversation. What was the name of that uh, high stagger that guarantees poisons, or not guarantees but pneumatic. makes it... pneumatic? pneumatic? Pneumatic dagger. Okay, I'm gonna just write that down so I remember. So it doesn't guarantee. It doesn't guarantee, but it makes it so to poison as though it were physical or chaos. Okay, uh, and then Arakali. And what was the name of that other thing that works with Arakali? Oh yeah, Reaper. Reaper. Definitely not going to make a really shit what? build out of that. What? Blade trap. Blade no, trap. Blade, blade, trap yeah, right. blade, blade trap was the entire reason to use new. Blade trap. My memory. Uh, Holy shit. Someone a while ago was DMing me trying to figure out how to get. Uh, pneumatic dagger poison to work and you know they were like oh yeah three elemental damage prefixes and something like viper strike or something and we were running the numbers and we're like it's not appreciably better than just using like a, a rare with uh at the time 60 percent chance to do 100 percent more damage with poison mm -hmm. so back then when that mod still existed it was basically worse than that mod just I by mean, itself. Now it might be usable. I'd just get a pneumatic dagger and just slap it with fucking harvest until it's something with a shit ton of PD. 
do you know do you have Elishar's cookbook for Harvest as well? Because that might be useful for that. I have no idea what that is. Oh, let me link it. So um, the, the triple elemental oh, it's attack like a spreadsheet. prefixes. You definitely want to use Harvest for that as opposed to any other crafting method. I think. I think you can be able to do a the blade trap thing with uh, void fangs, just with the, the flat amount of chaos damage. Void fang. Another replica or experimenter. Hmm. So, so you know that malicious is the other pre as another prefix, and then the yeah. other chaos damage prefix. That's so what Custom's strike cells are using is double void fangs. So it could be the same similar thing. Yeah, that's worth a thought too. Yeah, the crit should matter here, right? On the trap. Yeah, it's just, it's just your attack speed that doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it should inherit the crit from the weapon. Unfortunate that this is a high crit, high attacks per second thing that you're trying to abuse with the traps here. Although it, it's probably still better just because of the implicit. Yeah. Well, yeah. The crit's not wasted because you could conceivably look into perfect agony. Just replica Xerius uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, replica. Save time slash whatever. You okay, Cat? Good thing, it's a good thing they didn't do uh, swords with yeah. this skill because then you could just use the Fate of the Vol or whatever it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, it'd be nuts. Rebuke. Rebuke of the Vol with it would be nuts. Fate's also insane. They're both on paper insane. They tend to not translate past paper, but <laughs> it doesn't hold up well to an anarchic spirit blade. Now you can really roll incredible anarchic spirit blades. I got a, I I did one in this league, um, a spirit blade, that is five hundred and fifty DPS, PDPS, with like crit strike chance, attack speed, mul like multi suffixes. I live in a bubble, and, and I'm gonna derail. Sorry. What was the thing that happened with, like, Infinite Rage in Ultimatum? Uh, it's, okay, so it's just based off of the Chains of Emancipation belt that allows you, essentially, to keep up your rage to a point where you could, with Hateforge, use it to cast Val skills indefinitely. And certain Val skills, in them themselves are strong, but are confined by the fact that they're not used, can't be used frequently. Things like Val Lightning Strike or Val Double Strike like making yoked clones of yourself or like doing super amounts of this like lightning dot that also does AOE but if you could shit them everywhere turns out it's pretty fucking good um, so that's that was the problem with Hateforge is it was able to do that and I think that interaction was just not intended initially. Ignoring Hateforge, looking at this Chains of Emancipation belt, now that flasks are changed are there any other items unique that you can think of that rely on triggering or doing something when you are ignited or not ignited now that you can't like get rid of ignite with your flask preemptively now that eventually you will be have to be shocked and you will get rid of it are there any items like this this thing says when you lose temp chains you gain maximum rage you no longer have you're not going to have a build that's just immune you lose ignite you get whatever whatever well, I mean, you'll still, you'll still get immunity. I mean, not curse immunity, but you'll still aim or shoot for ailment immunity. I mean, I, I yeah. doubt that they're completely going to remove the avoid elemental ailment stacking. They are probably going to rebalance it, and what I do hope is that they uh, make it so that reduced effect of ailments would be a, uh, 
a uh, maybe they can do less effect of ailments or something like that. Yeah, so they can stack that to one hundred percent because currently it is like it doesn't work with that stat because there are certain ailment applications in the game that have a minimum effect, so you can't reduce below that minimum effect. So that that's kind of a useless stat. In is there even to, to make it to like on tree the ones that currently have like elementalist inquisitor raider have a hundred percent immunity if they made them 50 percent immunity then you could easily get on the rest of the tree or on one shaper item you can reach a hundred percent that would be fine but to the point of the flask thing i do believe that it said that if you were to re like the, the flask that says removes the ignite i think they, they said if it does remove it ignite you get a small window of immunity one mm. second, yeah. yeah. One second. What, which is, I guess, all you need for like bleed, but it's pretty brutal for certain things like CI builds to have that ignite yeah, go right back on you. Yeah. Okay, let's. Oh yeah, ignite as well. Let's... It's because of your fucking recharge. Is like speed run. That's the why changes. ward is number one, guys. I mean, yeah, go ward because I mean, well, I mean, scale down that five seconds somehow, which you won't be able to. We got to. With, with enough uh, with like uh, the the ES recharge quiver and and a little bit of faster start of recharge, you get it below one second, right? And then yeah, that one second window would be enough okay. for the research uh, recharge. Yeah, you're using soul strike then. True. Which is I feel like already a loss now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a bad quiver. I feel like you work for like big pharma of soul strike. Like you're working for big soul strike over there. Uh... Propaganda. <laughs> Keep in mind, though, uh, ward restoration is a different stat than energy recharge. Yep. Oh, no. Okay. I'm head off, folks. Yep. All good. Thank you all. See you later. Yeah. I'd go get my 35th and 36th challenges today. In between... Ooh, soon. In between... not get my 13th. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Hey, you offered you. Have have fun. Thanks for hanging yeah. out. But thanks all. Have fun, and I'll see you around. Thank you, buddy. Mute right. your mic and and then just uh, cover the camera. No, so it's, that... it's fine. <laughs> so that Jim's layout Crank, break. Crangle that shit. I'm fine. I can adapt. Do it. Uh, oh my God, he's crangled it. What happened? How oh, how dare he? Bigger quality. Bigger Look quality. I love yeah. me some bigger quality, bigger numbers. What Ooh, bigger, better. Everyone loves numbers go up. Hell yeah. Well, it's perfect. I was just gonna, like, try and speedrun the remaining skill changes, because I know he loves talking about them, but... I mean, okay. I, th I think we talked enough about the skills. I, I mean, or just your is favorites. there something that you still want to highlight? I, mean, I, I like I just... the I like... idea of ambush, but it's just As a, a worse skill? flicker strike. Shadow step, but worse. It doesn't do any damage, right? It's just blinding or something? It, I mean, it, it blinds them, but it also exerts and gives you 200% uh, crit chance and 100% crit multi. So it's like you're trying to assassinate whatever this target is. Hmm. It'd be great if it went behind them. Like the, the five second the cooldown, though. So that's kind of brutal. Yeah, it says it teleports you to them. It would be great if it was behind them so you could stack it with, like, Nightblade. Stab that yeah. bitch. Ambush. Is what we're talking about, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see. So what I, I initially sort of panicked when I read this because it has that line: uh, attacks exerted by this skill cannot be exerted by other skills. And I thought that that was setting a precedent for war cries not being able to stack. Does it actually? But attack? then I went and looked at uh, 
Battle Mage's Cry, which does not have that on it. Yeah, Battle so Mage's Cry is the one that I found interesting. Hmm. Tell us about it, Catmaster. Why yeah, did you it causes it them to be triggered, but it seemed they would have a mana cost. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that's triggered now has a, the default mana cost of the skill. So you, you Battle Mage's Cry, you hit an enemy with your attack, and then all of your mana is gone. Well, I mean, you can life tap. I mean, it's a different link. You can put the life tap into the spell link with the Battle Mage's Cry, and then uh, the, the Cry So then all of your health is gone instead, and you die. All your health? It depends. Like, people were speculating how much the mana cost would actually be. Like, if it's if it's there's no multiplier on triggered stuff, then it's totally fine. But uh, people were like, in the video, man, they Catherine damage taken, and all of their mana was gone. Really? Well, I'm, I mean, I don't think there's anything beyond the multipliers of the support gems that are linked to the uh, triggered ability. And, that, I mean, yeah. I don't know how much mana they had, but I, I can't imagine, like, something... To... We're talking, like, maybe... If, if you're triggering one spell that has a reasonable amount of supports on it, you're maybe 100 mana. I mean, not not more than four supports, though, because Battle Mage's Cry is a support, and that, that doesn't have a multiplier. So... It's at yeah. At worst, it's like a five-link skill cost. I can't imagine it to be more put, than hundred mana. You could put mana. four spells that individually have really high mana cost, and it would still only be like a hundred. It, it says exerted attacks trigger a supported spell, not all. Oh, supported a supported spells. spell. What what was I reading that was triggering all the supported spells? I might have conflated two things together. Is that a hat or something? Possibly. Whoops. Oh, right, it exerts it five times, yeah. Okay, so you support it four times, and then you exert it five times. So it's it's basically just... You're, you're getting the mana cost of the attack and the spell, so it's sort of like cast on crit. Or guaranteed. If cast on crit gets the bop, the trigger bop, the mana bop, or whatever, wouldn't... um. That one we were talking about that has length and like increased damage based on how much lack of mana you have be good for cast on crit? Do you reckon they just added that as a we know we're gonna nerf your thing, but here's a little thing to make it slightly viable? The problem here All would right, be the don't... regenning of mana. I mean you just have enough to keep it you'd have to balance your mana regen to keep it nice and low so that you could still cast it, but then have your mana be Nice and low. Or With cast on crit, you're triggering it like six times per second, and so you need to regen uh, at least five percent of your mana six times per second. Oh wait, so you you su you suppose that you could use five different abilities, and every single exert would trigger a different spell? Because on the bottom it says supported spells are triggered by attacks exerted by Battle Mage's Cry, so there it uses the plural and says supported spells. But on top, with the Battle Mage's Cry, it says exerted attacks trigger a supported spell with their first melee hit. But I misread that earlier. That that means that every single exert will trigger a spell as long as there's spells, right? Uh, yeah. And so the, I don't think there's a cooldown applied to the spell that it triggers. So I think it would just choose the first one five times in a row. What are you reading that on? Oh, uh, Battle Mage's the, Cry. On... Okay. So I think if if you were to support multiple spells, it would just choose the wouldn't... first one, 
and then that okay. one wouldn't That's go in cooldown, so we would just choose it again. Because, uh, for so? example, if you're uh, Asnath's uh, chant, and you have multiple spells in it, it will uh, it will trigger them in sequence, because they'll go on cooldown. Yeah, because that adds a cooldown though. But like, the cast when damage taken doesn't add a cooldown to to trigger skills, right? Uh, it it technically does because of the way the cast when damage taken's cooldown works, but it, it does trigger all of them at once. But in sequence, in linked sequence. Yeah. Uh, there was there was some misinformation about that. Uh, the wiki for Actually? years said that um, there was a specific trigger order, and someone came forward saying like th they took this from my thread from several years ago. That was some misinformation. the The idea oh, okay. was that there was a trigger order that went like main hand, helmet, chest, blah blah blah. That's actually oh, okay. Not no, correct. no, I meant I meant within the is... links, not throughout all your gear. Yeah, but yeah, the the trigger order is always one, two, three, four, five, six, regardless of what item it's in. Okay. So, uh, the trigger order, if, if you had a six link, it would always be from the top left link to the bottom right link, following the lines of the link in order. Ah, see, I'm learning. I'm learning about how the game used to be. That's not like so that anymore. If, if you had cast and damage taken everywhere on all of your gear, it would be the first socket on all of the items triggers first, then the second At the same time. Oh, the wow. All the first sockets would trigger at the same time. Yeah, this is something you only figure out when you're using cast and damage taken in every slot. How are you going to get enough mana to, to keep doing that? Uh, I'm going to self-damage myself an incredible amount and going to recoup a lot of that as mana and then some other mechanics. Mm. You haven't figured out the other mechanics, or you're going to be coy? Is it going to work? Go ahead. Like, I'd have to use Voidbringer or something. So, theoretically, Skull's Bridle multiplies the mana cost by 4 and then damages you by that. So if you had 25% Riku, you would get all of your mana back. But that assumes you have zero physical damage reduction. God, there's too many layers of math in these things. It's super easy. You so, just need to like know if what you're order going for helicopter, then you need to use Juggernaut, which means you have to have like two hundred thousand armor or something, so that you have enough damage reduction, so that it you want to mitigate as much damage as possible, because then that increases your health regen by the Juggernaut node. Then that means you you're basically burning as much mana as possible to increase your life regen. Why? Uh, and so the the reason you do all of this is to self-damage yourself a lot for uh, Vaal Molten Shell. Because once you have a build that has so much mana and so much mana regen and so much armor and so much uh, health regen, you have no room left for damage. So you need to use Vaal Molten Shell because it doesn't care about any sort of damage scaling. Does that still like reflect when you get hit the damage nearby, or why? Yeah, uh, nine thousand percent of ah. thirty-five percent of the damage that you take. So it's it's a lot, and then you buff the gem level, and it gets to like twenty thousand percent of damage you take. So this change, how much do you think it's impacting you? Like theoretically, you've got everything sorted. How long is this going to take you to? How long does it typically take you to get a build up and running? 
I say, knowing uh, you've tried to make a build up and running for the last league, and there's like two days left. Oh no! I finished the build this league two weeks in, and the oh, rest of good. it is just making the song. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a really good song, then, right? Uh, I'm still working on the vocals because, like, it's a really difficult vocal performance to emulate. But I'm really proud of the instrumental. That's good. Okay, I'm gonna read out the names of every skill that they've introduced and you just tell me like your short description of whether you like it and why or whether you hate it and why everyone yeah there's only like just 19 those... everyone yeah go around you could do, do Catmaster first then yosis then lady and we'll get through this we'll do what I'll other do podcasts do Wait. yeah Wait, we'll do what it. about you you have oh, to also say something okay fine i know nothing about them so i'm just going to use what you're saying and reword it Rage Vortex, Catmaster. Do you know anything about Rage Vortex? No, I don't know anything about Rage Fucking, Vortex. Fucking, what the fuck? How about it you, guys? It's a rage thing. That, that uh, I have to go rage. reread it. I looked at it and... Uh... I'll give you the fucking link so you can see what shit does. And I just want like your raw opinion of... Let's see. Here you go. Wait, 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 wait. There you go. Well, but Spectral Helix is the first one. They are, it's an attack. Not, not by that, because the skill gems don't load for me for some reason. I'm using the Reddit compilation of everything we know so far, and if you scroll down to skill gems, it's in uh, A order. So sorry, that makes sense. There you go. Seems like I'm, yeah, my websites don't variation, load. It seems like a variation of Bladestorm. It seems like you only get one, and it does more damage. So it's like Bladestorm, but if you use Rage properly, better than Bladestorm. For single okay. target purposes. Fair enough. How about I just read out the skill and then anyone can say anything? Is that better? This is what I. This is what happens when I try try and put some form of construction on top of anything. And I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Earth Shatter, Earthbreaker. Is that the Slam Totem one we talked about? That yeah, Bone that's Shatter. The slam totem I you like about already. you like Bone Shatter, Catmaster. Why you like it? Uh, bone Shatter is interesting because you self you damage yourself and uh, I mean. They... As a hardcore player, why would you want to damage yourself? Because of the, because it's a trade-off for like insane damage on on low budget, and I, I assume, I hope. That's, I mean, it's otherwise, a strike why, skill why that you? has an eighty-five percent attack speed multiplier, which makes me hate it instantly. Even though it has a self-damage mechanic. How shit is? What's the sword you get uh, from Cyrus? That uh, uses your melee. Yeah. Savior, is that crap now? No. I need to pee real quick. Oh, good. It's, it's still extremely good. Pretty much best if, in slot for a lot of builds. If anything if in this, like, go ahead, buddy. Fucking seven hundred PDPS main hander offhand. You got any other one? That's pretty much it. Either, either for sword builds, either you got a paradox gear, you got a savior. Uh huh. Like scale it out the ass. Or because, both. Or both, because one does double damage and one gives you two copies of yourself. Would that work with anything in the skill gem list that we've got? Like uh, probably only shatter. It any... should work, but you yeah. can, the the savior clones won't target multiple, so you would have to use like melee splash. Is it or only dumb, dumb. melee does, skills? Does it, it does a pulse. It does release a damaging pulse, but it requires a mace, scepter, axe, or staff, so it wouldn't be usable with savior. Would rage vortex? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, rage vortex. You can only have one, uh, right? It, it says a sword or an axe, and yeah, you can only have one, so I don't think 
the savior clones will be able to summon their own rage storm. God damn it. Essentially, right? Like, the problem with all these melee skills they're introducing is mechanically they don't seem to have close to the amount of clear as the current ones that are in the game. Yeah. So, unless. Yeah, every whenever they skill... release something new, <laughs> I inevitably compare it to something that exists and find and it wanting. You're looking at the, the steel skills and slam skills are already pretty fucking good. So, and the only things I think they're going to be nerfing about them are most likely going to be, if anything, Warcry and probably Fortify. And those are things that would be universally hitting not only these skills, but the new ones introduced. And if the current ones are already working and are already pretty fucking good, I doubt these new ones will be, like, usurping the throne of melee builds. Uh, people are excited about Spectral Helix. I am not. It, it seems uh, like an inferior version clunky. of inferior version of Maybe. either Spectral Throw or Cyclone. And Spectral or like Blade not Wars, great. And stationary. Like, I would rather use either of any of those three than Spectral. And if you get enough... Like, it seems like it's like Cyclone with a delay, which is like, why have the delay? If you get enough damage yeah, with it, like... you're gonna kill shit with the small helix, and by, and then it's just a wasted why is it still there kind of thing. Like, you've moved on. If anything, it's Again, just it's... FPS. To me, it boils down to the same principle as two-stage skills. There's a lot of skills that are very good that are two-stage skills, whether it's, you know, detonate dead or cremation or bladefall blade blast. And effectively, unless you're bypassing the first stage and automating it, if you're manually casting a two-stage skill, it essentially has to either double your clear or double your damage, or what's the point of doing it? And I don't think this, which is effectively going to work as a two-stage skill because you're doing something and then the damage is happening as, after the fact. Like, it's like a two-stage step still. Unless it has insane damage or insane clear, I don't think it's worth the investment to it just do would, that when I can just cycle it I think, I it would think stack, Spectral right? Helix would have been perfect for ultimatum. Sure. Yeah, for Stationary. sure. Anything <laughs> when you're walking in circles, it's fine. Or if it's a really slow good boss. In 3.16 when ultimatum yeah. goes core. Triangle League or some shit. Uh, Defiance Banner, I have no idea. Storm Rain, is okay, that the well, one? You're blowing past Defiance Banner, but that shit's actually insane. Well, I mean, because... I have no idea because right. it's hard to visualize something that's defensive-based. It's, it's not hard to visualize it because you just think about it. It's, it's a very, uh, it's a, like a 1% reservation for an aura stacking build that now has a, a level 1 base value of giving 30% increased armor, which at level 21, and then scaled up, could be insane numbers for certain builds. So what, wait, really wait, what it's wait, doing... wait, wait, wait. Gain one stage every 0.2 seconds while an enemy is nearby. And then it yeah. taunts and gives 50% aura effect. Yeah. 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 So it's it seems like actually insane for aura stackers. The only problem is I don't know if they can fit it in their build. It might require more specific valves to give yourself like additional auras on like rings and shields and stuff. But for builds like that, it seems like it's insane for that upper, upper echelon of scaling. Is it only aura effect when you slap it on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, even then, it's place... my reservation for a pretty big chunk of, like, if you're building Iron Reflex or something aura like that. effect for 10 seconds. Like, for an Iron Reflex build, I believe it's 30% it's increased armor and evasion at, like, level 1 or something. Like, that's Yeah, you, you that's can a just lot. run this on an aura bot. You could, 100%. But even, because even it gives off an aura bot, like... while near an enemy. Yeah, it's not even if you're hitting them or engaging with just being locally nearby. And again, nearby, like, nearby is a is an interesting phrase because you have nearby, like, certain abilities and you have nearby, like, the, the blind cluster, which is, like, two miles away. So it just depends on, like, disorienting yeah, displays if, nearby. Yeah, if this is intended for aura bots, uh, the nearby could be, like, 120. 
it can be huge. Yeah. So I think that's like very overlooked, to be honest. As far as in the, like, it's not impactful because it's a little dinky banner, but what it does do is actually insane in the places that it will be used. Shield crush. Shield Have crush you played a spectral shield throw and... build? We talked about this. You would use Spectral Shield Throw for clear because it can chain and send a lot of projectiles everywhere, and then yep. you would use Shield Crush for single target because Spectral Shield Throw, single target is garbage. I'm personally against using two different abilities to play path as far as like clearing and killing, so I just would never use yeah, it. Yeah, unless you can like, use until two, PoE two, like you're, you're sure, going to have everything in the grandma six link, sure. Yeah, when you, when you have a four link clear skill and then a six link single target, it's kind of clunky. But as of I mean, right now. It, you can do influence support mods, right? Like you can, you can make yeah, but why use blobs many for your clear skill, like pseudo five link, pseudo six link. If those still exist in PoE two, they will be super OP. <laughs> I cannot imagine. That's that's a whole other dimension of conversation. Uh, storm rain. Wait, you didn't say we had uh, that seems really good. It's like uh, what do you call it? Toxic rain. What's the caustic arrow? That kind of no. That means you, you can rain shoot, for lightning. You can attack uh, like five times roughly, mm -hmm. and like okay, a maximum a hundred arrows in the ground. So let's say you you attack a few times and you get a hundred arrows in the ground. Mm -hmm. That's potentially five hundred hits. A lot of poison. Okay. Oh, that okay. that joins firestorm and ball lightning in terms of hits per second. What the fuck have I done? So think about like immolate. Even you could do something like that. Even like things that add like it has very low damage effectiveness, which is obvious because it's hitting a billion times. But any ways to like add sort of stacking abilities like poison or like stacking flat hits like immolate things that of that ilk, it could be pretty insane for it. Just any time you introduce an ability that hits. Hundreds of times per second, or potentially, or you know, a hundred times per arrow per second. Like it's, it's either going to be like dog shit, or like the floodgates have just been opened for something that shouldn't have been happening. I'm picturing Quill Rain with every potential uh, increased projectile mod in the game, and literally the the totem build that I did with the totem knockback, uh, ignite, eye of innocence, yeah. torchoke step, explode. Just this amplifies it by ten. Mm. Yep. We just need to wake and demolate just so we can truly smash the game. Just a thousand flat fire. I'm sure the thing that you want that will melt the servers they'll put in, right? Just ask them. Like, what are they going to say? They did say no? maximum 100 arrows in the ground, so maybe not that, yeah. the Quill Rain totem thing. Uh, Focus Ballista support? I mean, I guess it's a death mark really, for totems, right? Yeah, you really, yeah. really want single target damage and for some reason your min max bow build isn't enough you bout some four link ballistic but they only see that I, th I think or uh, accuracy stacking builds to me this is what that screams well yeah but they they only attack when you attack they so it's like taking the fun stuff out attack. of totems yeah, you can just auto attack once though yeah but like if you auto attack like the clear or something Shrapnel Ballista if you're accuracy stacking. And I would I yeah. would be very surprised if accuracy stacking doesn't get nerfed. I think they're going to nerf the uh um mostly just the jewels. I think that's it. But that's all they really need to do. They just, they just have to 
have the damage those each jewel gives basically. If that's all they building. need to do, they're gonna do like four other things as well though, right? That, that's what I'm always Yeah, they're gonna nerf the juggernaut node. Which would be just like again the stupidest shit because like you're you know just making every jug build that was already there's not that many jug builds let's be honest not like the most popular ascendants here at the moment especially for builds that are doing like we even pick up that accuracy it. it's be amazing yeah I got I made a oh, post in their chat thing I, I a bingo card for uh... behead support that's the uh the shitty head onto one right yeah uh someone in chat said that it wouldn't overwrite the buff until the first buff expires. But what if you get, sh like, the shittest, what's that one? Shroudwalker? Yeah, so yeah, if the first buff worse. you get is garbage, that would be even worse, actually. You can still manually turn it off, though, right? Is that a thing? If you right-click the buff, can, you yeah. You can right-click the buff. That's so the clunkiest anything, thing. This is literally getting worse the more we talk about it. If anything, it's quality of life, because with a headhunter, you're stealing so many buffs and you can't right-click Shroudwalker. But now that you can only get one, and it's bad, you can just get rid of it immediately. And if you got rid of it, category. if you yeah. hover the buff, I don't think it tells you what it is. You have yeah, to no, figure it, it out. But if you've only got one icon for Headhunter instead of one icon for Headhunter that says 20 on it because you've stolen 20 buffs, and you get one icon and you know that you've got Shroudwalker because you're involuntary teleporting, you could just get rid of it and then get a new one. A real common scenario there, just Jim. just not run behead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, it's got good damage. Like 30% on Yeah, I don't think that Melee is missing lacking damaging supports though at the moment. You're right. Put it, uh, I'm, put I'm it on a big fucking... fan of this bingo card, by the way. Thank put you. Put it on a totem build. Problem solved. Uh, I'm going to be taking a I shot. Think, I think the top hit. row is a bingo. If we complete a row, I'm going to just like drink a strawberry margarita on stream. And every, every one we do is going to be like a shot or a sip of a drink on stream on Tuesday. Explosive concoction. I've already talked about that. Yeah. What the fuck is this? I really want to leak star blade trap now, but I know that if I do it in SSF, I'm not going to get the trapper gloves. Well, I would no. I would say you could you could guarantee that in two weeks. In two blade weeks. Blade myths. Two weeks. You can guarantee it. If you just slat, if you just like sit and glen glitch for two weeks, you're getting the gloves. Okay. It's you it's the second tier did, of, uh, is... of vials. Not Try to get the. Uh... Ice hideout, and that map drops mitts, and then turn in one pair and get it. You think of Machina mitts, I think. Yeah, Machina mitts. That's what I, I think. He meant. You think he meant Slave Driver? Oh yeah, Slave Driver is the other one. That's the incursion only one, right? That's that's the one that gives you the, all the charges. Yeah, the incursion one upgrade. Is what yeah, I that mean. one's that's the one that's like I don't want to say mandatory for trap builds, but if you're not using them, it feels really fucking bad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it makes it not have every like, charge uh... generation and AOE and blood magic on your thing. Ah, like, but it makes it so that cast speed uh, works with traps. What's Because it's, it's attack speed. Oh, uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. But it's like what attack, I'm saying so is... you get cast speed with attack damage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's hard to get to, to stack mage. cast speed in the tree. You just gotta get battle mage. Or whatever it's called, the uh, thing in Inquisitor. I don't know. <laughs> Figure it out, your problem. Instead of... So know, when you craft your weapons, they have to have cast speed and attack damage on them. You dug this grave for yourself, man. This is... You wanted to go this route. Use the, nah, the it, deafening it, it just, of zeal. I, I just was living in a in a lie. I made just this up. A dream world. Yeah. Tempting to start with. Start chanting. There's got to be a dagger that gives cast speed. Well, as a suffix. Well, yeah, as a suffix. You no like, longer need attack speed there... as a suffix. You could get a cast speed through essence on your attack dagger. 
That'd be the most scuffed crafting process. You'd have you'd have crit rate, crit multi, cast speed. Then you'd have Just three fizz Ah, Oh my god. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Sorry. Right. Uh, what's the next one? You were talking about blade trap just then. We already talked about concoction. We were talking voltaxic burst. I actually really like the uh the look of voltaxic burst. It it looks cool. Uh, I think it its uses are limited as as I mentioned earlier. The fact that you can only do one every two point five seconds. What? Base duration. Uh, is you cast it and it gives you a buff. Reddit. And then that buff ends to. I don't read it. I look later. at the fucking. I look at someone playing a shit version of it. Go. That looks really cool. It's, I don't know. It's like an aftershock that is super clunky to actually pull off. You ever but, had that glove uh... enchant that when you get hit, it takes a few seconds and then lightning hits everywhere? Good for clear, I had bad that for glove enchant for a while, and it it never once hit anything. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Sometimes I tell myself that's not the worst for my build. It will trigger equilibrium for me, for example. Living in the like wild once again. Never hits anything. It's like your caster dagger build. I mean, I'm just gonna keep saying skill effect duration. Yeah, that'll fix it. <sighs> Fucking that hell. makes it worse. What do you mean it makes you'd it worse? You have to get less duration. You'd have to yeah, get I less would. Duration. I would get less duration. What do you mean? Okay, less duration, uh, you, you could reduce its duration realistically to about one second, unless you use, yeah. like, tornado gear. Fuck yeah, tornado gear, full spec into yeah, lightning. Less duration if, built, you, if you get the duration to less than its cast time, then you can spam it. Yeah, less duration sucks. Yeah, with, because with the, the rest of your build is now both duration. Yeah. yeah. Like, any, any other thing that you're doing is now shit on because of this build you're playing. I mean, yeah. just build around it, just use lightning warp as a move skill. Yeah, but then, like, you're... I fucking will. I made a video about skill. this. Lightning warp is a viable damage skill. I'm softcore. I can do what I want, Catmaster. Forbidden right. I don't even know what this is. I think you that's going to be... You can 80% reduced duration without us. Yeah, forbidden right could be actually bananas on an occultist, I think. Oh, this is like, the one that, like, auto-targets if they're nearby? It's, it's just like Blazing oh, yeah. Salvo, but Chaos, pretty much. But it, it's, like, huge amounts of damage, it looks like. Hmm. But it's just, like, eating your life full. But if you go CI, As it's kind chaos of fine. damage. 40% you, of maximum life. You CI? Yeah, you can just go CI. No, because you would take... You would take in, in the video demo, someone was CI, and they chaos. were doing it. Okay, yeah, so it would deal 5% of your energy shield as base chaos, which is which potentially is... insane. Oh yeah, that that that's what yeah it's base damage. So then it's then multiplied to the fucking moon. So okay. I'll write that one yeah, down. I think this could be really added damage effect. Yeah, yeah, chaos skills generally have very very low base damage. This is very very high base damage. It looks like so. You have ten k energy shield. That's five hundred base chaos. <laughs> mm -hmm. And also this could we don't know, we don't know what could scale up from this right. So it's like. Yeah, that number could go up. Uh, a lot. The base the chaos of, could be an extra surrounding 500. enemies could go up, plus it overlaps. Wait, let me calculate the base chaos. The damage you take to your energy shield. I love that it up. says at the end, casting this spell damages you. What? Oh yeah. Just to be Wait, sure that is, people get it. I'm always be very well, I'm always sure that people know like, that this will kill them. But that's to me, that's like a red flag for something in the future. Every time I see things like that, where it's like, well, that verbiage is now put in place because something's going to be introduced that this is not relevant for. Like, I feel like seldom do they add things, even to the, the green text of skills, that it's just for flavor. Oh, Like, normally this is the other like thing. something. 
it fires thing. extra projectiles at up to six surrounding enemies, do those also explode? Because that is shotgunning. Yeah, I think that's how they. That, that's how it looked in the video. Like it was being on at least double hit things, because like there were overlaps. So I believe each projectile yeah, so could if, overlap. If you aim your lobbed projectile at, at the boss, and then it yeah. also shoots an additional projectile, and those both explode. That could be insane. That's, yeah, that's double dipping. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a very very powerful skill. Hmm. For occultists type type things, I mean, to me it screams you occultist. Could be but... a, you could be a life based uh, divine flesh build. Sure, yeah. It does have a high cast time though, but it does have six percent crit, which is really good for a chaos spell. Yep, yep. You want to talk about Reaper again? I no. think uh, so. Now that I know it's not just going to constantly eat all of your minions, so it's possible to run it with other minions. Uh, that significantly takes the burden off of it for being really overpowered. Uh, I like that it you can press the skill again to manually do damage to something because the the worst part of minion builds is them not attacking what you want them to attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still worry that that fact that that line like that exists implies that its AI is not going to be naturally aggressive. Yeah, it's I I'm very certain that its AI is not going to be as good it's as you want it to be. It's going to be just a docile little it. child wandering behind you. Every now and then just yeeting onto a pack. I remember when uh, Herald of Purity and Smite and all that and stuff God, came out, yeah. and there were a bunch of uh, build guides that were like, okay, so these things, they're not going to be good at clearing. You, as the player, are always going to be better at clearing. So what you want to do is you want to make a build that has really good clear speed, and then when you get to the boss, all the minions mob it and delete it. But this is just them making something that's like a stronger minion, but at the same time not as broken as normal minions. Like, you can't AFK with this kind of thing. So it could theoretically be a good build, but at the same time you have to, like, actually click on the screen to make it kill stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, a more build. active playstyle, which is something that I support. But the fact that it gives your other minions and it scales bleeding for some reason, and that it only has 10% more damage with bleeding... Like, are you supposed to scale bleed, or is it, it just a It could bonus? have insane base damage, though. Like, minions oh, yeah, are just always historically one of those things that, like, especially ever since the introduction to as many mobs as Spectres can now, like, occupy, there are just, all mobs are not created equal in Path. There's such a huge gap between certain mobs who just have, like, 200% HP and others have 1,200, and it doesn't make any sense for some, like, the rhyme or reason is just out the window. So this thing could and just the, hit like a nuclear missile or like a wet noodle. We have you would scale. A... You would have ensnaring arrow. Yeah, just on a totem or something, and then it eats your totem <laughs> after it shoots. Some weird fucking meme. This town. will be an amazingly weird playstyle. I just I look I in general I think we can we all agree that like it is very refreshing just to have nineteen new skills, albeit some of them are kind of like. Hell yeah. MTXs of other things, just to have this amount of things introduced, I feel like is one of the best and freshest ways to keep like like the diversity up. Previously, they bring in like five things, and you look through them and go, that one's going to be OP, that one's going to be the meme, and you see a bunch of yeah. friends playing the meme and a bunch of people playing the OP one, and this one's like, here's 19 things, just pick something that looks memes. fun. <laughs> yeah, 19 yeah. memes, fuck yeah, this is great. I like... There's, I have 30 different people that I know that play the game and they're all playing they're all, they've are all they all picked something out of this and they've all picked something different and they're all going to play it differently and it's awesome yep. and they're all going to oh, suffer of... go ahead 
Speaking of the, the Smite Herald of Purity thing that I mentioned a second ago, Absolution looks like both of those things in one skill. I, per I think it's going to be like beyond clunky, to be honest. <laughs> it looks to me like you're doing two jobs wrong, but... Yeah, and it, it's a it, spell, though, so it's not yeah. exactly like Smite. No. But also, like, if you look at the interesting thing about talking about build diversity, if you look at Guardian, it's a fucking joke. Like, in in Solo Cellfound, the build diversity for Guardian. Like, it is almost exclusively Domblo and Herald of Purity. There's, like, nothing yeah, else. you can't do anything else playable. with it. So, like, You're in Solo Cellfound, and it ascendancy. is a support ascendancy, technically. So at least we'll get a third thing for Guardian. That's, that's something. Is this the range uh, Domblo, whatever it is? Yeah, that's basically... It, it's sort of Smite Herald of Purity, except it's a spell, so you can do it from a distance. Yeah. Not, it, it does it refresh off of hitting uniques, which is nice. Um, it doesn't say rares, though, which is whatever, but... I guess they kill... expect you to delete a rare? Yeah, in the, in the, but, you know, Legion rares are... You know, Delirium rares are sometimes tanker than bosses, but... As a spell itself, it has the physical damage with 50 converted to lightning. It doesn't... The, the damage seems underwhelming. Yes, yeah. It says non-unique enemy die as well affected by debuff. Although, uh, the enemy's corpse will be consumed. I wonder if that prevents on death effects. Porcupines? Normally it does... I don't think it does normally. Uh, like, for Domblo, things still blow up. Yeah, so if that, that no kind of ruins to consume... any utility it might have had. Like, if the, if the act of it doing the porcupine is it killing its own corpse, then there's no corpse for it yeah. to consume to stop the porcupine to begin with. Uh, Reaper, Eye of Winter, we talked about that. Mana Bond kind of talked about. Battle Mage Cry with Spectral Helix. That's basically everything, right? Now all we need to happen is them put out the balance and the patch, and then everything we've talked about... We haven't really talked no. about what we're going to play, but everything we've talked about... The tree nerves. It's gonna get destroyed. Tree nerfs? Yeah. Tree nerfs. The tree nerf is they just like deleted the entire tree and took the tree from Real and put that there just to stop people bitching. That's that's <laughs> honestly the terrifying point. Is like what the. I mean, I'm afraid the most that they're just gonna again like aggressively mechanically nerf a lot of ascendancies or just do those sweeping ascendancy nerfs. That is like this one build is offensive. Let's just gut an ascendancy that's been used for one league now, like I.E. Raider. It's been, like, popular for all of one league. And by I say popular, I mean, like, I don't think Raider, at, at its peak right now, is not even remotely as offensive of other Ascendancies has been historically in past that have existed for multiple leagues. Like, case in point, Necromancer was, like, egregiously offensive for, like, a couple leagues. And Raider's not even close to that point. And I feel like they're just going to just shit all over Raider. I really hope Pathfinder doesn't get changed because of just Path, I yeah, want Pathfinder during it that Flask Finder during its heyday was like uh, please one of the don't kill more it. offensive things in the game. I wanna yeet flasks and then get them back and then yeet them again. I think the way that this flask rework works is I mean Pathfinder already gets ailment immunity, so that sidesteps a lot of these issues here. For now. Mm. It, 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 if anything, it's not going to have that, or at least have half of that, and then... But you can see some of the affixes have been nerfed. Like, it says 42% increased armor. It used to be 60 to 100%, so yeah. they nerfed that roll. Hmm. Like, I bet you Quicksilver Adrenaline gets removed or gutted, one of the two. Well, you would have to, wouldn't it? I'm scared of that. Yeah. One or the other. I mean, they added a sort fucking of, rarity I, flask. 
I think yeah, uh, one fuck? of the big problems with Path of Exile is that there is a huge disparity between base movement speed and max movement speed. And yeah. so it, it's like when you play other similar games, anything that gives you more than like 20% movement speed is completely broken. Stampede best in slope. Fuck flasks. Stampede is great. Stampede is great. Or a fucking shit tier seven league step, whatever you want. I was I was playing uh, Borderlands three and I found a bug with uh, shields, and so in Borderlands three the most extra movement speed you can get is about thirty percent, and it, it's not really noticeable. But I found a bug where uh, the shield mod that gives you ten percent movement speed at max shield, uh, if you have something that boosts your shield and then that expires, it gives it to you twice. Because you've hit max shield twice, but you never depleted any. So if you get like 50 stacks of that and they all decay, you get the 10% movement speed bonus 50 times. Okay. And so I had like 500% movement speed in a way that you're totally not supposed to get. And mm. it completely ruins the game. So what you're saying yeah. is clear yeah. speed meta is ruining PoE. <laughs> I'm saying... When you take something and you give the player the ability to zoom, zoom through it at 600% movement speed, it mm. kind of ruins the spirit of the entire gameplay mechanics. Is it weird that... And so I think tor moving towards PoE 2, they will try to lower the maximum movement speed. Is it weird that we have to set our own goals to have fun? Because if we didn't, we'd break the game ourselves and then stop having fun because of it? No, because we play too much. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you like... play something for 4,000 hours, you need to find ways to make it fun for yourself. Hmm. We have reached the, the edge of the world in, in path in some in some way, each probably respectively. Yeah. Even in a small slice uh, of path. I die all the time. There's so much that I still need to do. But you're HC. you're all the time, and your lack of knowledge to someone else, you're like fucking Solomon. You know, your like ability just, to keep playing each time you die and keep coming back—that's your—that's your limit that you're surpassing. So technically, uh, <laughs> in terms play? of gameplay to be experienced, you can extend it by playing hardcore or trying every single possible combination of builds. But that's only theoretical. At some point, you're going to get bored, no matter how much build diversity there is. So you need to you need to figure out ways to make it entertaining for yourself. Yeah, brother. There right now. <laughs> Just crying on the inside. Like I need to set so more what, limiters. What to they myself. try to do is here's nineteen new gems. Surely one of them will make you want to do something new. I mean, I, I think I've added six of them to my build wheel that I'm going to spin on patch notes, probably. I, I half want some of those bloody Royale uniques to be in just the core game so I can level with those. They look fun as fuck. Do you have that... a build prepared for every single option on the wheel, or you just you just put skills on there and then you make the build? Oh, I put, as, like, as archetypes. I mean, every every build, for, like, for the most part, all builds are really fucking similar, like, um, as far as, Chaos you know, whatever. builds. Like, yeah. You can just do like um, a, I don't know. So okay, I'll give you an example. You like pick I, an ascendant and you pick the pathfinder node and one other node, and then pretty much any I mean, build works. With that. Path is very solved as far as trees. Like once you once you start understanding that trees and gear are the same thing, and it's just finding effective points for value, it just becomes 
a meme itself. Oh, but, yeah. Most um, of the builds that I've done in the past couple of years have nearly identical trees. Would you yeah, play just... if that thing that got suggested of, like, the RNG skill tree? Oh, like the Would you play if where like, it's, like, randomized? Yeah, instead of, like, everything is where it is normally, but just make it so Scion, if you pick it, just gets an RNG skill tree. So it just gets shuffled everything. Yes, but you just have to accept the fact that someone's going to have a better seed. Oh, yeah. Slap it in necessary. That's going to rub people the wrong way. Yeah, people are going to get rubbed the wrong way by that. And you're going to have people, honestly, probably just creating accounts and, like, selling them that have good seeds. I can think it'll cause more problems than it solves. Like, yeah, you're Even right. if it's just for fun, I think it'll quickly get out of hand as, like, like a like, like timeless like this jewel. this is just the Vol just, timeless jewel. Yeah, like yeah. a fucking skill tree-wide area on a, on a timeless a great, jewel. I think it'd be really cool, like, week, like a week-long race, which is, like, your skill is... Your tree is occupied by timeless Val. And it's just like, all right, have fun. You know, that'd be, that'd be cool because you get a lot of res from your tree, you know? Um, or even you could break it into quadrants. You could have, like... You just divine, uh, divine your well, skill yeah, tree have, to like, re-roll uh, it? Each timeless jewel gets its own section, so those whole trees are now occupied by individual quadrants. Um, these things you Hell could yeah. do to make it fun. Again, these so ideas... You would need to create a new die. currency, uh, Krangling Orb. Yeah. Krangles call, your passive call, tree. Call it the Krillson Orb, and it just uh, takes your fun and ruins it. Oh, no, don't, don't say Krillson. I do like the idea it. of having a little bit more custom skill trees. I I would love the idea of. I mean, Jim and I just did a, a charity private league recently, and it's like it reminds me of the fact that private leagues are are really like kind of a joke when you think of the customizability of them. Yeah. And what Absolutely. we know they Especially can do. Some, yeah, yeah. Like like the, we've had mayhem, we've had like those sort of leagues, and like I don't understand why we can't just if as long as we can toggle it on so it's voided the league. Why can't I just have 20 ghosts in a zone or 100 exiles? Like, what's preventing that? The, I guess too much fun so I wouldn't play League? Yeah, that's basically it. Be more entertaining than the actual game, and so no one would play the actual League, they would play the private League. Which yeah, I, would, not only I would say... more entertaining, but also, like, if it's more rewarding through the addition of more monsters, you can progress faster and more efficiently. That's so just... if you yeah. were to do a private League for League Start, like, then... You, you so what you're saying is over the people. they could turn it on month three. We can't have yeah, it yeah. as a private yeah. league because it would be too fun. Is what you're saying? That's why they're not they're not putting it would, fun it in be because fun it would be too a fun. A little bit. I th it would just it would yeah, get there is, old there is as everything else. There is a case study for this. Uh, yeah. League of Legends Ultra Rapid Fire mode. Yeah. A RAM and they're saying like everyone loves Ultra Rapid Fire mode, but trust me, retention numbers go down after Ultra Rapid Fire has been available for a week. People yeah. play the super, uh, super amazing fast adrenaline mode, and then they get burnt out and they don't play anymore. I mean, I I don't think they've done a very good job at isolating the time of retention being. You could even you could probably say even after the first month, we'll say just the last month of league retention's dog shit. So what have they done to really counteract that? Occasionally they've run events, right, which is similar to what we're talking about, but there's not much of a, an effort I feel like put forth for keeping retention high so like there's the obvious suggestion is having somehow the league mechanic evolve or increase as time goes on then you get to a different problem which is people won't play the middle month they'll play the first month because it's exciting they'll skip the middle month and oh look you know the difficulties ticked up and now i'll go back go back again so it's like i feel like everything you really it's like a equalizer you you lower one column the other one goes up kind of type thing didn't legacy um, league have a shit ton of players for like Ages, Legacy League though? lasted eight months. That's we shouldn't talk about. Legacy no, I mean, 
That's what I mean. Like, Legacy League lasted for eight months, but people played it consistently throughout that entire time? Yeah, oh. because we didn't know better. And having League Stones was like a like kid at a candy store for the most part. And now like, we have those in the form shit. of Scarabs. If, was, if Scarabs dropped everywhere, people would play consistently for three months. That's probably not true, but... No, I mean, even... The, we, we, just, we have too much now. We have too many toys. Like Yeah, de Delirium <laughs> drops shitloads of Scarabs. Mm. Yeah, and even right. then, I just hold them. I don't even use them. Oh. Well, I, I, you could, you could two to one them to get a random one. That's the best thing you could do now, probably. Um, aside from that, but yeah, like, there must be some some answer to retention, and it could be having it so like, all right, so last month is here, let's let's toggle on the options for private leagues. Also, that's more sales for them. That's more exposure for cool events we can host. You can have like you know whatever shenanigans. Like every single mob is quadruple ghosted in the, in the entire break class like the things you could oh do that, that could be done. i mean that's what royale is going to be though right if it survives every well, other weekend royale every is... weekend turning it back on keeping the players coming back i don't i don't think so because i think that for the most part the players that choose to spend a lot of their time in the weekend playing path as if that's their time to play mm -hmm. if they have the chance they're probably going to play the league over royale ultimately Mm, yeah, uh, I think if they get burnt out of the league of their character, eventually they'll probably yeah. go to Royale. Like, to that I think point, Royale like this... is Royale is something that's not set to a specific time. Like, yeah. there's no reason, there's no more reason to play Royale today than there is tomorrow. No, but as, as of right now, they yeah, could they could right do now. things that implement that, which would be like, obviously have you know two effects, but also like. In general, battle royales have a very unfortunate snowballing, which is if you're in a, a, a lobby of a th 100 people and you have to reach X amount for the lobby to start, whatever that number is, the longer those things take, the more incentive you are to leave early, and then the more people who leave early, the longer it takes, and then it just keeps going from there to the point where it's like, I'm not waiting in queue for 10 minutes because I want to play royale, I'm just going to go do something else. Well, they'll just fill it. Just like... If the queues don't fill up, they'll just fill it full of rogue exiles. Then I'm playing one man against 99 rogue exiles. <laughs> we, I, uh, Honestly, also not like, that. Sure, yeah, but it's also a whole other level of balancing that now someone's in charge of. On top of all this, like Dude. they've legally had PvP patch notes, like at the very, very bottom of patch notes every league or so. It's like explosive arrow now doesn't one-shot players in PvP like anyone's even doing that. But, I suddenly like, oh, want volatile dead was too powerful. Yeah, I suddenly right, like, right want now, Blight a rogue exile. Is, like, cheating. Yeah. A, a rogue exile royale where the only players are rogue exiles and you can either bet on them or you can tweak their ai and then whoever wins the smartest ai do the fucking machine learning shit scale up their fucking ai but run tournaments like they did where they had bosses fight each other which was like yes. such a cool segment they stopped doing i want that I wish they would bring that back just dm chris and go boss fight video except royale and put in rogue exiles dramatic music right now. yeah do boss it fight video question mark yeah I sent him question mark of what the fucking eyes meant in their time, like, you know, their little time sheet of like July 16th or whatever, and then the eyes, I'm like, the fuck does this even mean? And he sent me a dad joke. Bastard. Yeah. You, you'll get so much out of support. I mean, he's not support. It's, I shouldn't have done that, but like, fucking... Probably Nicholas will respond, but that's okay. He's yeah. He's oh, no. a good man support <laughs> do you think there will be uh like th that's the reason that they rolled out the battle royale like uh, a week before the actual league so that like with the patch notes we'll get pvp changes as well 
Probably. I think there's, there's going to be some balance changes done. But also, I think it's a... a I don't want to say a failsafe if everything goes to shit, but it's just like one more thing we've now gotten where it's like, if this league launch is miserable, it's like, see, we, you still have, you could, you know, the league launch isn't working on Friday. You can play Battle Royale now. And Royale is another test environment no, where no, they but can. The, but Battle Royale is not on the launch weekend. They said every every weekend but the oh, launch. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, no, that's just a shit show. I don't know. But they can test things that thing. they want to implement into the core game in the Royale skill tree. Like, there's things in there that aren't in the core game, yeah. and they've gonna, they're going to have the data on where people path, and from, they can figure my, out what people like. From my perspective, every single league since uh, Harvest has been testing a mechanic that will be later introduced in Path of Exile 2. So you had Deterministic Crafting in Harvest League. Mm -hmm. You had an Heist AI integration. You had a Ritual a Shot mechanic. You had an Ultimatum a Pause menu. And then we're going to have something new in Excavation slash whatever the fuck it's called, League. And I think Battle uh, Royale yeah. is something else they're trying to test for Path 2. I think these are we're basically just playing Path 1 beta for Path 2 right now. I think that eventually these, all these mechanics will somehow work their way into maybe even there's a League that's like Battle Royale-ish. Excavation feels like so, Harvest 2.0, and I don't mean in the sense of placing dynamite in places to loot. I mean that single thing that's like... Take yeah. two thousand currency and keep clicking the upgrade button. Is the thing that they like this new vendor mechanic, I think, is the only new and exclusive thing being implemented. I think that's going to be what's ported out and plonked in path two. I meant the one that's the uh, upgrade uh, guy, the fat, the rug guy. Yeah, yeah. Click yeah. button. It's yeah. shit. Click it again. It's just like they took four ideas they've had for something that they wanted to put in as a currency item, but if like, they put in four new currency items, everyone would lose their mind. Which is like they put four guys in a room and say make a league, and each one gives a different idea. Yeah, like it feels like you could easily remove one or two mechanics that we've been in, in, introduced in in um, this league expedition, and it wouldn't really change the league at all. Which is the same thing in heist. Like if you removed rogue markers, if you removed unveils, if you removed contraband, would it really change heist that much? No, no, not really. I mean, if you remove the uh, you know, rogues I mean have the gear, idea of contraband, levels, like I guess, like if you remove the entire mechanic of it's hardcore in softcore kind of thing. Like, if you die, I mean, you lose all your shit. You can bypass it already. Honestly, it should Oh, be by walking back? You can just walk oh, out and warp. walk back in. You can just lightning warp. It's fine. Yeah, a five-minute lightning, lightning warp. warp and a one-minute timer. You just fucking hit it and then walk to the end. I love that video. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. But yeah, I mean, I think that just, we're, we're definitely going to get Battle Royale in Path 2, where it's going to even become some sort of League-type thing, where it's like we're being hunted down by, like, you know, Traitor exiles or something. We have to like fight our way out or something. There could be a cool things they could do with it. The return of Leo, the PvP master. Please oh, no cut. Gives wait. you the quest to win the battle royale. Yeah. Before oh, the, fuck before that. You win I one, would you so can't like not play that. Challenger League, and we're like in a gladi gladiatorial setting or something. We're being hunted by. Uh, Pantheon 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. It's just a matter of time. Anyway, I think I'll call it here. Uh, podcast wise, how what did we get to? Like, yeah, we, that that was a good one. I reckon. Yeah. I don't look at the time. What are we at? Uh, four hours, forty-eight minutes. That's not bad. I'll have to murder the. Does that live up to your expectations? Well, uh, we got stuff done. I yeah no yeah. All I had uh, the the only idea I had going into this was uh, I want to talk about the previous ultimatum quality of life and if it actually affected you. We did that for like twenty minutes. That was great. Yeah, it's, did it live up to your expectations, Catmaster? Gog kept trying to keep me on the rails. Fuck that. Derail that bitch. <laughs> That's great. 
I was a little bit more tired than I expected to be. Oh, but fine. it was a very fun discussion and I, I learned a lot of things way, way more than expected. So in some ways it exceeded my expectations. How dare you? by you? Oh, it's That's what you call the, the podcast, Jim. Exceeded five expectations. Then Shit. you can one-up baited expectations. You're right. You used that, that picture as a thumbnail, right, Jim? I had it on display for like 40 minutes. So it, it's okay, it's good. in the video. People will see it. It's It was glorious. Did I you see it. who I put Gaga's? I didn't know who that was. It's a melody from Hunter Hunter. Oh shit, I don't recognize the uh, design. I've seen it, but I don't know. I'll post the picture. When Appreciate I first it. Saw, I, I first saw what Gog looked like. That was my first thought in mind. Oh. Um, That's so true. nice of you to say. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, I've already kind of told him what I thought he was. You know that... um. That monster from uh, Monsters University with the, the just the, the the blob character with the face that just stares into your soul. That's what I thought he it looked seems, like. That seems more offensive than what I said. What? You're probably right. I'm sorry. Yeah. He he could be Mike Wazowski. That's not what I said. Wazowski. <laughs> yeah, I damn it. I know what character your you're talking description about. description was. <laughs> well, assuming anyone got to the end of this podcast, I mean, Catmasters live viewers did, grats, but uh. Plug yourself, Catmaster, assuming this actually helps you in any way, benefit-wise. What do I leak start with? One person. What? That's not, that's, that's not a plug. I mean, like, his name is Catmaster OP on Twitch. There yeah, you go. Yeah, my name is Catmaster OP. That's C-A-T-M-A-S-T-E-R-O-P. And sometimes there's YouTube videos. Sometimes there's streams, especially on leak starts. And, uh, Only I fans? Do... What? <laughs> what? Only fans? Uh, not yet. Why not? Working Fingers crossed. <laughs> Do you other people want to plug yourselves? You don't want your name tied to this. I can scrub it from the record. Yeah, go go sub to my Twitch. I haven't streamed in two months. Hell yeah. I, hey, I stream at League Start and occasionally else. But uh, I mostly just make YouTube videos. And then there's Laddie nice. who just, you know him from All for One. If you don't, it's better off that way. I am known. It's fun. It's Sweet. And that's the end of it. Sweet. What a great podcast. Who are you? What? What about me? Well, what? they already... They have... They would be on my thing already to find it. So if they got this yeah. far, fucking subscribe. Yeah. And if not... If someone if you... steals it. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, they're if lost. you want to find Jim, just uh, go to any school and then walk 300 feet away. You'll find him. Jesus Christ. <laughs>